football teams. Give it everything you got. You don't know what I've seen. We all need to run. You must face them. Fight them. Episode 115. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it toss it, good it taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the leftovers. leftovers. All right, so everybody, uh, <laughs> you know what? Everybody uh, had. Let's let's talk about the holiday. Let's talk about. The, you know, fuck it. We're not going to talk about nah, Thanksgiving. Yes, please not. Screw it. Really? So you guys don't. You guys don't want to talk about Thanksgiving at all? Mm. All right, let's kick it back a month. How was your Halloween again? <laughs> oh, I love Halloween. <laughs> fuck it. This is our show. We make the fucking rules yeah, around here. I like Halloween, too. How was everyone's Arbor Day? Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah. I celebrated it with a fine glass of Arbor Mist. Nice. Very yeah. suiting. Very suiting. I was like, ah, that's Arbor Day. I like Arbor Mist. I like fucking alcohol for pussies. I, 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 I don't like getting drunk. I don't, I don't want to feel... I don't I don't want to feel the effects of anything that I'm drinking. just want to feel bloated, but no buzz or drunkness. Yeah. I watched the Lorax on Arbor Day. Hmm. On a, it's Ar- Arbor Day tradition. Are you are you plugged in? I can barely hear you. Oh, <laughs> what? Which one are you in? Oh, I think I'm in. I'm in the middle one. You're in the middle one. I'm the. I'm in the middle. There we go. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, you're back. Welcome back there, right. Arbor Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I missed Arbor Day. I don't even. I don't even know what Arbor Day is. To be fair, oh, oh you liar! <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what month it is. <laughs> Do you guys know what month Arbor Day is? No. I celebrate it. Actually, I don't know. I celebrate Arbor Day like I celebrate Arbor Month. Oh, I just pick a month and celebrate Arbor. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fair to just give it a day, right? Arbor Day, that's like, is that trees and shit? Yeah, trees trees and shit. Celebrating trees and shit. Yes. Literal shit. Trees Trees and and shit. shit. (laughs) Trees and shit. Go take a Uh, shit under a tree. I hope hope everyone, yeah, take a shit under a tree. There you go. That's the holiday. That's the holiday spirit I'm looking for, guys. (laughs) Don't get excited about Thanksgiving, but but Jake's down for taking a shit next to a tree. Yeah, shit. Who needs a holiday? 
<laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but I hope everybody had a th- happy Thanksgiving. All of our listeners, at least. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It's like the busiest work week of the year for me, even busier than Christmas. Me too. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Retail hell. It is. Uh, and then go to the family event where everybody's fucking passed out. Well, that's my family. Everyone's mm. passed out fucking drunk and it's awkward as shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so that wasn't fun at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, my parents, they live in North Carolina. My sister spent the day with her boyfriend and I'm not with anybody. So I was just like, I just do what I do every year. And I fucking go to Hometown Buffet, yeah. and I fucking listen to podcasts and, like, eat a bunch of plates of food and shit. That sounds fucking great. That, do, <laughs> that, that does was, sound fucking great. And then I went great. and saw a movie, so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, happy happy Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> I've been to Hometown Buffet for Thanksgiving. They have quite the spread. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they quite <laughs> they the do. spread. <laughs> they and you don't have to guess what to get. Right. It's pretty much laid out for yeah. you, you know? Yeah, if I want nice. fucking tacos, I can eat fucking tacos yeah. if I want to. Right. They got corn pizza dogs. there. <laughs> corn dogs. They got fucking, like, they got chicken. Contenders, they got fucking. You, you want fucking like uh, General Sow's chicken? It's yeah, fucking there. I got it. Is it General Sow or General So? General Sow. I think Sow. it's Sow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. General So. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank. I want to thank one of our listeners because, like, uh, I, I, I haven't done this, and I need to thank him. Uh, Way El Terabishi. Oh. He's got his uh, food reviews page. Oh. Okay. Love that page. I do too. And like, he had like this little simple recipe for like this cheesy toast egg thing, mm-hmm. and that showed how like a video on how to make it. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to make it. Did I'm you do fucking, it? I fucking made it. And I, for like two days straight, that's all I fucking ate. <laughs> so thank you, way out. It's nice. A, yeah, you basically take like a piece of bread, mm-hmm. take a spoon, and you like kind of like highlight, you punch down the middle of it so it's like got like a little hole in it, like a little crater. You don't fuck it at that point. Usually think that oh. when you put like, <laughs> oh. usually when I put a hole in something, I usually fuck it. Oh, absolutely. But not in this case. So then you crack the egg, put it in there, butter like the edges, and then put cheese on around the sides and mm. bake it. At 400 degrees for like 10 minutes, and out comes like this amazing cheesy bread goodness. Fuck, sounds awesome. Yeah, it does sound awesome. good. So thank you, Way Al, for posting that. All right, guys. Thanksgiving is over, so we need to look right around the corner to, to Christmas. Yeah, St. Nick's oh, coming. Yeah. What's that special <laughs> gift you're going to get somebody this year? Shit, I have no fucking idea. No clue? Mm. No. I could say, but it's a little too risque for... Ah, be risque on this show? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, you're, you're worried about somebody hearing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and that's also risque. Oh, okay. It's for the gal. I'm self-centered. <laughs> I only think about what I'm buying myself. Yeah. So yeah. I know what I'm getting myself for Christmas. Can I can I get everybody a suggestion on what you should give uh, the special someone in your life? Yeah, Look, let's that? hear it. All right, guys. It's mostly directed towards guys, but if I need to direct it towards the ladies too, yeah, you know, it might go a long way for you. You need to, you, guys, let's do some manscaping this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I've been it's, putting that off myself. Number, number okay. You can't. You can't. I do, I, do, I do it at least once a week. And I'm not even, I'm not even uh, involved with anybody. But in the case that I am. Right. I don't want them to fucking, like, me to fucking like pull down my pants and then be looking straight at fucking Hagrid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If your shit looks like a wet hot dog that got kicked around on a barbershop floor, then you need to fucking shave that shit. Are we sponsored now? No. But I'm I'm saying, like, guys, that's you know what I mean? Dicks are gross to begin with. They are, yeah. They're they're fucking disgusting. Yes. Let's shave those fuckers off a little bit. You know what I mean? Get under their, yeah, get, get the ball hair off. Mm-hmm. You want more blowjobs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then do it. Number number okay number okay. I don't know if I'm giving a list here, but number two, fuck it. 
it makes the dick look bigger, too. It does. I know that, yeah. <laughs> I know that for a fact. One of the funniest things I ever saw in, like, a sitcom, and it was a short-lived sitcom called Starved. Uh, it was a guy, they were talking about this very same thing, about mm. how you should be manscaping. And they were eating, like, a breakfast together. And the guy had, like, two eggs and it looked like a pair of balls and then a sausage link in the center. Uh-huh. And he put a bunch of hash browns, like uh, shredded hash browns over the balls. Yeah. And he's like, he took them away. Yeah. And it made the sausage link look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. Right. Come on, guys. It's an illusion, but it works. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need to look like 1975 down there. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. no. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's look toward the gift of, like, the, the ghost of Christmas future, yeah. not Christmas past. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I mean, seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, girls are basically bald down down Thank there. you. Yeah, so, yeah, God, yeah, thanks. They are. Yeah. So we might as well return the favor. Right? I don't. Yeah, it's like uh, you know I can floss. Yeah. Any other time, not when I'm fucking going down on you. Right. I don't need that. You know what I mean? I don't need that. Hopefully that trend never comes back. <laughs> What's that? Oh yeah, that. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> oh man, what uh, were they thinking back in the fucking seventies? Yeah, what is with the seventies and eighties and the hair? <laughs> yeah. Like if you look at those old Playboys from. Like, I like that it era. just com- just gone. Yeah. Just all of yeah. it. Gone. I don't even need that little Hitler mustache bobbing around. <laughs> You know what I mean? That little fucking thing? You seen that thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awkward, too. Fuck off with that. Get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) What what is going on there? (laughs) It's a cheap gift, too. It is. All you need is a fucking razor. Yeah. Be careful. Come on, guys. I, I, You know, just, you know what? I mean, dicks are gross as it is. Make them, pretty them up a little bit. Yeah. Spruce them up. Spruce them up a little bit. Do some pruning. Yeah. Come on, get down there and get dirty. You know, and I hope I'm talking to some guys out there that are like, oh, shit, I have neglected. Yeah. You'll thank of, yourself, too. Yeah. You know? A lot of self-awareness going on right there in but listener land. It's the gift that keeps on giving because you're going to get more blowjobs. Like, right. what woman wants to go down on that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I love all the things that's collected in your pubes. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's just pretty bad, right? Right. <laughs> All right, just thought I'd uh, <laughs> open the show with that. Classy. Why do we even have hair there? Is that just a? Do you think that's just from the jeans? Just like we used since we used to not wear so much clothes. Wait, hold on, cold. hold on. Right now, Finn's like, "Whoa, we have hair down there." <laughs> <laughs> oh, pubes! Hey, fr- hey, Finn, Finn, don't freak out. One of these days, you're gonna get hair down there. Yeah, yeah save this up. episode in your iPod. <laughs> Listen to it ten years from now. <laughs> Let it grow a little before you shave it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to open the show with that little bit of that was kind of like a little bit of a public service announcement, pubic service announcement you, <laughs> for the holidays. Mind. Yeah, for the holidays, yeah. pubic yeah. pubic <laughs> service announcement. Holiday sweaters are fun when they're on your chest, right? <laughs> when they're near your crotch. So let's shave off the sweater, okay, Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know he was. Fucking, you got Chewbacca down there. <laughs> yeah, suck on my dick. <laughs> suck on my Chewbacca. Just get in there. Yeah. Hey baby, suck on my chukaka. <laughs> chukaka. Getting hairballs going down on you. I, this went on a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Good topic though. It I was. Was that a pun right there? What, what did I say? It went on a lot longer than you. Uh, no, you're oh. the only one that picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jake, you look classy today. What, you. what are you drinking over there, Chief? I, I'm drinking some fine Moscato. Oh. Some barefoot mm. bubbly Moscato. Huh. Yeah. Very nice. 
Looking good. Looking yeah. sharp. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's no. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I got a drink over here, but there's no pubes floating around. In it. You know why? Because I manscaped. There's no pubes floating around in this fucking drink. Well, I did make sure the glass was clean. <laughs> oh, because you never know at Jay's place. <laughs> Turn on a fan. There's pubes flying all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, you do want a good vacuum, yeah. you know. Yeah, anytime I'm not talking on this podcast, I've got a face mask on just in case. <laughs> I got pubes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I know how Jake likes the games, uh, so we're going to have another little game show uh, segment coming up on this episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. And we'll now? Be- no, we're going to be having that after the good pop, bad pop to break up the show a little bit. Nice. Okay? All right. All right. Hey, Jake, you had a little bad week with the old uh, Funko shipping boxes. Uh, you want to <laughs> tell our listeners about that? It is true. I've got both my Smuggler's Bounty and my Collector Core arrived at the same day at my house, and then both were stolen by someone from my front porch. That sucks. So it's really shitty. I don't I, think our listeners are going to believe you. I mean, you, you already had your TV <laughs> stolen. Yeah. I mean, see, like, This is a new location, like, like, too. Do you guys have, like, a, is your neighborhood watch, like, made up of, like, Ray Charles? And, <laughs> it's a different neighborhood. It's not even the same neighborhood. It really fucking sucks. So I, fucking Helen Keller out there is the old neighborhood watch. I emailed both of them. She's on the job. Yeah, Helen Keller. She, she lets me know, even though she can't let me know. <laughs> she just kept tapping me. Yeah. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what you meant. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I emailed both Collector Core and Smuggler's Bounty. Um, Smuggler's Bounty hasn't got a hold of me yet. Collector Core got a hold of me and told me they could not replace my box because mm. it was not their policy. Yeah. And then I emailed pleading and begging, and they said, okay, we'll make a one-time founder's exception and send you another box. Who said this? Collector's Core. Oh, really? Yes. They just emailed me back the other day about that. Wow. And um, so I'm trying to change my address and get my shit sent to my grandma's because she lives like in a fancy condo and I'm yeah. not worried about my shit getting <laughs> stolen. And the fucking website for Collector Core is so fucking whack that I can't figure out how to um, edit my address on it at all. Uh, so I've emailed them back. And you can edit your address on Collector Core. No, my shit. My they sus- sent just recently like an email that you. Click oh, I on saw the- that. Oh, okay, okay. My it's my account is so fucked up because when I first subscribed, they triple charged me. Yeah, and that's so my right. shit isn't listed as active. It's mm. listed as completed. And every time they send me a box, the new tracking code gets put there where it says completed mm. but because it's not an active account for some reason i can't yeah. edit it or anything so it's and getting a hold of those fuckers is impossible i couldn't believe they even emailed me back twice in like yeah. a span of three days i was like yeah. what the fuck but now they're never going to email me back because i want them to change my address before they send it to my fucking house and get stolen again yeah yeah well, I was actually I was going to give you my box for free. Had that not been the case, that was going to be my early Christmas gift. Hold on to it, still. I will, because <laughs> I I trust this about two percent that I'm still going to get this box. Yeah, so, yeah. well, I've got I appreciate it, so, that. That's yeah. I I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. So I can't do anything about the Star Wars box, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking on eBay, and they're going for like sixty bucks, sixty to eighty bucks. Yeah, I saw that too. So it's like I got to pay like double the fucking price yeah. if I want to get that first box. Still, I'm hoping Smuggler's Bounty gets a hold of me and does the same thing collector's core does yeah somebody's a smuggler smuggled yeah. your smuggler's bounty oh yeah, they, they got their own fucking bounty <laughs> it was crazy too man i i was following the tracking because i was worried about that kind of shit jake didn't appreciate that either no. oh, he, he, no. he didn't see the irony <laughs> no you know when, when you're the victim it's really <laughs> yeah. <funny>. yes 
Exactly. It's, it's like trying to talk to Jodie Foster after the pinball incident. You know what I mean? Oh, man. You can't joke about wow. anything. She's too sensitive. Yeah, that shit. I, I, it was 12.35 when I saw that it was delivered at 12.17, and mm-hmm. my roommate went down to look, and it was already gone. Yeah. So in, it's like a span of like less than 20 fucking minutes. Jeez. You got people like staying They'd, the place out. Yeah, but... following the fucking UPS truck yeah, and shit. Are. That's crazy. Damn. So, All right. Fucked up. Fuck I hope whoever it was is fucking like you and just hates Funko. Yeah. And they, and they didn't realize what they were even getting. I hope the heads don't bobble. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they fucking wear an extra large t-shirt and my media won't fit them. Yeah. True. <laughs> I think they probably wear a small. I think they were small and spry. Yeah. They get out of there that quickly. Oh, I hope, yeah. I hope they stabbed their fucking eyes out with my pin by accident. <laughs> oh, the, the little pins that come with them. Yeah. This is where it goes, oh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we haven't gotten an iTunes review in uh, like over a month. Wow. Did we get one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say fuck you to everybody that hasn't given us an iTunes review. Yeah, fuck uh, you all. Yeah, fuck off. Happy Thanksgiving. We didn't get shit. Nobody knows. Fucking, we're the pilgrims of podcasting. <laughs> motherfuckers left us out in the cold to die with no reviews. I don't even give a shit if they're one star. Yeah. Just give us a goddamn review I can read. Yeah, no shit, so we can use that awesome iTunes fucking mm. buffer. Yeah, yeah awesome iTunes buffer. Lo- Jake loves it so goddamn much. <laughs> Is that the Offspring one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do love that one. Uh, guys, I, also, I got the... Uh, little, little, something. Hey, 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 pull up the Benedict Cumberbatch game. We're going to be talking about oh, that. Oh, shit, I got to find that. You got to find it. I'll talk about something. In the, look at him, look at him, looking around. Scrambling. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Should be looking for a razor. <laughs> Get down there, get dirty. My, my shit's manscaped. I wasn't gonna say it, but you forced me to. <laughs> my shit is you. bald. It's Good like fucking. It looks like Lobot down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. <laughs> fucking Lobot. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, no. <laughs> Good tie-in. Chuka- Chukaka. <laughs> That was oh, good. You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah I got it. All right. I, you know what? Uh, it, <laughs> I want to find out how people listen to this show. Like how they found out about our show. If you got a cool, don't don't turn it into a whole fucking like. If you got an email, send it. But don't turn it into a whole goddamn Chris Hohola fucking. <laughs> I was thinking the same story. thing. Just tell us how you find. Because like we, I made had these business cards made up. I'm kind of curious if like anybody started listening to our show because of these fucking business cards. Otherwise, these are a huge fucking waste of money. So <laughs> right. if, you, if, if, the, if you fucking started listening to us because you found one of our pop culture leftovers business cards laying around somewhere, probably yeah. fucking in a garbage can. Yeah, I, I'm interested in the same thing. I'm curious if we got even one listener for me trying to yeah. plug us doing my YouTube video thing. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, so. I personally give them out at the store, so I'm interested too if they're yeah. just like, oh, fuck this guy. Right. <laughs> How many people just sit in that fucking right? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what we're gonna do here with the uh, the emails this week is uh, everybody who sent an email gets their own Benedict Cumberbatch name. Nice, that is nice. Jake, how does this how does this Benedict Cumberbatch name game work? And then we'll go over our names. Well, I take the first letter of your name and I go on this chart and see what that your first name is, and then the last letter of your last name gives you your last name. Okay, so what is your name? My name would be Back It Up <laughs> Number Crunch. Back, Back it, up, it Up Number Crunch. Back It Up Number Crunch. Love that name. Love yeah. that name. Nice. So yeah, Jay Jay would also be back it up because he's another J. Yeah, back it up. And yeah. then he's an R, so he's back it up custard bath. 
Custard oh. bath? Yeah. Back it up custard bath. <laughs> Back it up custard bath. Okay. All right. What am I? What am I? Brian, because you have the same first letter as Benedict, you are also a Benedict. Okay. And then with the K, you are slumber belch. <laughs> Benedict slumber belch. <laughs> Benedict slumber belch. That sounds like something Frank does every night. <laughs> Doesn't it? It does. He's night. <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> So, so everybody that sends in an email, at the end of the email, you're going to give us their uh, Benedict Cumberbatch name. Yes, as long as they send in their first and last name. That's a little fun thing to do, isn't it? Oh, That's yeah, fun. So much fun. <laughs> That's a cute little thing we're doing this week. We'll see who has our favorite Benedict Cumberbatch name. Oh, ooh, and there's going to be a winner. <laughs> this is yes. going to be fun. Wow, this show is just full of surprises this week. Settle down, settle down. <laughs> first email comes from, uh, oh, yeah, we got the email bumper. I got to play that bitch, right? Here we go. Hey, we're back. You know, yeah, we took a little quick break there because the bumper wasn't working. And uh, we were looking at uh, Daisy Riddler. <laughs> Daisy Riddler? Is she the new Gotham villain? No. <laughs> Apparently, uh, you can... Uh, should I even mention this? It's kind of uh, fucked up. Fucked I think up. it's too late. That's too fuck- late? Yeah, you, you can't... You can't cock tease the listeners like that. Yeah, yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah, apparently you can see Daisy Ridley's... Breasts, yeah, breasticles. As uh, they are uh, exposed, and she's playing a dead corpse. Yeah, and, and Jay was the one that told us. <laughs> that is so fucking disgusting. So thanks, Jay. Yeah. You're welcome. We all know what Jay was doing in his free time. <laughs> Easy to find too. Listeners. I'm just researching, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jay, what do you got for news this week? <laughs> well, uh, there's a. <laughs> you can clearly see her boobs. <laughs> I want a tupper. I want a Tupperware. Daisy Ridley's dead tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lifeless breasts are awesome, aren't they, Jay? Highlight of my day, yeah, man. <laughs> Easy to find, too, listeners. I just searched uh, I just searched Daisy Ridley nude on Google, and it was the first thing that popped up. Yeah, so. pretty easy to yeah, find. I was expecting to see, like, you know, some some something some classy, something like Rose, like get posing for Jack, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? On no. the Titanic, instead she's fucking dead. She's Jay. dead. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks, thank you. <laughs> Draw me like a dead girl, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I like tits. I'm sorry. <laughs> no apology needed. It is disturbing, though. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. She's a hot corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Last dance with Mary Jane. Oh, Jake. Yeah. On my top ten corpse, I'd like to have sex with list. Oh, we should do uh, that. She's like number four. <laughs> you've, already got this, you've already got the list worked out. One through six. He's still trying to dig up Anna Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no. only been ten years, whatever. Fuck it. They were huge. I'm sure there's something left of them. <laughs> they were implants. Yeah, they're not going the only thing left. They're not going away. <laughs> Just save her tits. Put them in Tupperware. All right, time. <laughs> time for emails. Hey. Mail. What the fuck? Left of the universe. Mail. What the fuck? Pop culture Alright, first email comes from Dan Hunter. He says, hey leftovers, I sent this email a while back and I guess it got lost. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> just, just, just decided not to read it, so. Just kidding, it must have got lost. Wink, wink. He goes, no worries though, I just wanted to mention a few horror movies I recently watched. Watched a, uh. Whoa, hey. <laughs> Hello. 
Okay. Hi, I got Windows 10, so <laughs> it was telling me that uh, my Wi-Fi thing needs attention or oh. something. Mm. So, so anyway, Dan Hunter wants to talk about a few <laughs> horror movies he watched. He said, uh, I recently watched a movie that had a dead Daisy Ridley in it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Fucked up. Coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and I have to say that it's my second favorite in the series right after the first one. Hmm. It makes me wish the series turned out to be an anthology like it was intended to be, all with the stories involving Halloween. They still could have had all the Michael Myers stuff but stopped after 4 or actually made the little girl the next killer. I like Halloween 4. I hate Halloween 3. Halloween 3? Yeah. I don't remember Halloween 3. That's the one that he's praising, right? Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate it. All right, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you hate it, man? Because it's it's like, like, it's not an anthology series. It's like every movie follows this Michael Myers story, except for that one. Well, the thing, yeah, like number four even started to get into like the lore of Michael Myers and like started to explain him and shit. And then what do they do after that? They fucking reboot the series. I was so pissed we were finally getting somewhere with the story. Five was good, too. Five was before the reboot. Four. Oh, okay, then it was five that I really liked. Yeah, four. That was the last one I saw in the theaters then. Four and five are both really good. Okay, because I, I, I know I liked four and I really liked five. Five is really good. I really, I saw that one in the theater and I was just like, oh, okay, we're starting to really go ahead with the story, so. Apparently he likes three, you think it's a shit storm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of my least favorite horror movies of all time. Wow. <laughs> Maybe this is why we lost your email, Dan. <laughs> He goes, then I saw Night of the Demons. I know this is Brian's favorite horror movie, but honestly, I'm going to have to toss this. Hmm. Jesus. Not this guy. I, see, you got to understand, dude, when I first saw this, I, I was like 12. Right. So there's, it's nostalgic for me. I'm sorry we don't have, you know, the amazing taste of a Halloween 3 season of The Witch viewer, but... <laughs> anyway, I, am, I, am I being a little too harsh? No. Uh-uh. Have you seen Halloween 3? Halloween, th- yeah, oh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Long time ago, but I have seen them. Uh, it doesn't hold so, up. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't imagine watching it now and Tupperware in it. What the fuck is Dan Hunter thinking? <laughs> <laughs> he says I didn't completely hate it, but I probably will never watch it again. Huh. High praises. <laughs> <laughs> To me, it just seemed like that they recycled what Evil Dead did, but with less excitement. Now, I may be missing something having not grown up in the 80s, so I won't shit on it too much. So, yeah, it, I, I guess it's for me. I don't know. For me, it's just like being a kid and watching it. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I Night of the Demons. You might not like it, but I, I loved it, dude, yeah. I, as a kid, and I still enjoy it to this day. Uh, another movie with demons in it that I saw and wanted to recommend to everybody is Deathgasm. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. That sounds, <laughs> sounds like something a pervert would do in their bedroom. <laughs> sounds like me and Daisy Ridley. It sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it, sounds like, it, uh, it sounds like Flatliners meets like a porno or something. Yeah. Ooh, Flatliners, that's a Tupperware. I love that movie. Yeah, the, the, a few uh, months ago, they were talking about doing a reboot of Flatliners. Hmm. Do it. Really? Yeah, Come on. Not? Yeah, Point break, number one. <laughs> I mean, just for the attention that it'll bring to the old – just to get the old movie on, on cable, do it. You know, it'll bring – a lot of people probably don't even know about Flatliners. Mm. So bring bring some attention to it. No. No. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're not going to get the cast that you had 
Yeah. Fucking Kiefer Sutherland. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. One of the Baldwins. <laughs> <laughs> you still might get one of them. Yeah, I, I agree with Jay. Nice, nice Jay. <laughs> Steven will be like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. please, God. <laughs> I haven't done anything since the usual suspects. Yeah. Hey, my career is a flatliner. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Corey Feldman, Stephen Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> the Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin as Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> and Billy Baldwin. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm going to refill my champagne. All right. Go for it. Yeah, you don't need to listen to this email. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about death gas. And he goes, it's all about these metalheads who play a song they find and summon up a bunch of demons by accident. It's really gory and funny. At one point, they try to kill them by beating them with these huge dildos they find. <laughs> if you're a fan of demon movies and or dildos, then you'll... No, he says... And, <laughs> he says, if you're a fan of demon movies and or heavy metal, then you'll like it. Huh. I'm a fan of both of those yeah. things. Did, what, what year did that come out, did he say? No, he didn't say. He doesn't go into that much detail. Okay, it's called Deathgasm. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. Check it out. Another thing I wanted to mention is that I recently heard about a thing called Movie Pass. It's mm. where you pay $35 a month and get to see unlimited movies in the theaters. I'm going to get it and save money when I go to see Star Wars and Joy a bunch of times this holiday season. Let me explain a few things about the old Movie Pass here, what they've changed recently because I do Movie Pass. For me, it's 30 bucks a month, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It depends on what area you live in. I guess if you like live in New York City, they're going to charge you 35 Right. But Movie Pass is $30 a month for me, and I get to watch one movie a day at the theater. What they've recently started implementing, though, is on new releases. Some of them, like the big ones, like Spectre, where the first week it came out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, when it first came out. You can't watch them that first week for some reason. Weird. Uh, it's got an app, and you get to check into the movie. Once you watch the movie, you got to wait another 24 hours before you check into it again. You can only honestly watch that movie once. Too. Okay. That's another thing you can do. But I'll be honest with you, Dan. If you want to watch Star Wars a bunch of times, check in to, uh, let's say you're going to check into a fucking like Peanuts movie and then fucking walk into Star Wars. No, right. just tell them you want a Star Wars ticket. Be like, I want a ticket to Star Wars. Movie Pass doesn't know the difference. You can check into whatever fucking movie you want to ah. and then order. And when you, once you get up to the fucking table, mm. you can get whatever movie you want. I went and fucking – I ordered a Peanuts ticket last week. Did I watch the fucking Peanuts movie? Fuck no. <laughs> Good for I you. I don't give a fuck about the fucking Peanuts movie. I'm a, I'm a 37-year-old man who doesn't collect Funko Pops. I don't give a fucking rat's ass about some fucking bald kid running around with a heart on for some girl that doesn't even fucking notice it. So I didn't watch that fucking Peanuts movie. I walked into the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 in the fucking like the, the Big D studio. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they call it the Big D. Yeah, because you know D. it does give you the Big D, and uh, <laughs> I, I mean, they've got the the fucking recliners and shit. And I got I reclined the entire time. The whole nice. time I'm sitting there like, oh, I should be watching that fucking Peanuts movie. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck. Fuck the Peanuts. <laughs> fucking. I don't disagree. I was uh, I was uh, in my fucking lazy boy recliner watching Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part Two. Hell nice. yeah! Thank you, thank you, Movie Pass. <laughs> I like you're telling how to cheat the movie. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks on the old movie pass. <laughs> so you can watch. You can watch Star Wars as many times as you fucking want to. Yeah. Just fucking check into whatever the fuck movie that you don't want to watch, and then go in there and see. Like, I like a ticket to Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Nice. As long as it's not 3D or IMAX, you're good in gold. Oh no, good. 3D on movie pass. No. Uh, no. Okay. You're good. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, last thing, a friend and I started a blog where we put reviews of movies and the occasional metal album. It's called The Elf Warriors, and you can find it at theelfwarriors.wordpress.com. 
dot com. We are trying to start a podcast. We recorded a practice episode with two other friends, but it didn't go as well as hoped. <laughs> that sounds familiar. We did that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did like our, we did a practice episode. It never aired, and it's that, lost now. Is that yeah. the episode Rob was way too close to Jay in co-op? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when we did it at the store, and he only had one mic. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had not manscaped that yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I kept feeling like a little itchy feeling on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> it was the summertime. <laughs> he says, also, the other two friends are a pain in the ass when it comes to getting them to do something. Mm. Plus, they never answer their fucking phones. But we recently... <laughs> <laughs> But we recently found a third person, so we are closer to recording. Uh, just wanted to add a shameless plug and send a long-ass email. Thanks, guys. Without you, I probably wouldn't be trying to start my own podcast or be writing as much. Thanks. That's from Dan Hunter. So thank awesome. you, Dan. What's the name of Hunter's podcast? Did he not say? Uh, I, I would. Ex- I, if their website is called The Elf Warriors, I, I'm going to go with The Elf the Warriors, Elf Warriors. Jake. All right. You ready for Dan Hunter's, Dan Hunter's uh, Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch? Yes, name? let's hear it. Oh, man. He's got Dan Hunter. So he is... Bench this custard bath. (laughs) There you go. All right. Bench this custard bath. Next email comes from David Isaac. Uh, David Isaac was actually on a uh, recent episode of the uh, Joe Schmo comic show just a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. They also had Jacob Harmon on a while ago. Very cool. Wow, Jacob Harmon. Yeah. Cheating on us. No, I, he can go out there and uh, fiddle around with other people. <laughs> <laughs> you know Play I mean? in the field. Yeah. <laughs> fiddle around. Go out there and piddle the old, <laughs> piddle the old podcast. <laughs> All right. David Isaac says, Round to Rousey lost? Oh, what the fuck? First Star Wars, now this. Fuck. Okay, that's all. Thanks, David Isaac. <laughs> David Isaac, you ready for his name? Uh, no, he can stick with those other podcasts. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. with that kind of input did not add anything. Is, upset, <laughs> is that is that he's upset at us for spoiling both Star Wars and Ronda Rousey fights? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck him. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's joking. What's what's David Isaac's uh, uh, fucking? He is he is also a bench. This he is bench. This. Cunning scratch. Hmm. Bench this cunning scratch? Yeah. <laughs> yes. A cunning scratch. Mm, cunning scratch. All right. I didn't really like that one. So Dan Hunter, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Dan Hunter leads it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's, the old Custer Bath is in the lead. Custer Bath is just <laughs> killing it. This <laughs> Next email comes from Michael Charles. It's Michael Charles. It's not an email. No, Michael Charles. He plays by his own set of rules. They call him Michael Charles in charge. He gets to do whatever the fuck he wants to, apparently, because he sends me a message on Facebook. <laughs> I bet he's never heard Michael Charles in charge before, too. He's like, oh, I've never heard that one before, Brian. That's a real fucking original. <laughs> it depends on how old he is. Maybe he hasn't heard it. Yeah, that's true. He's like, maybe he's like 19 or something. Yeah, he's like, Charles in charge. What the Ooh. fuck is that? <laughs> Huh? Scott Bayo? What? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Hey, uh, what's Scott Bayo's minute at Cumberbatch? Scott Bayo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is beach body cricket bat. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Scott Bayo leads the game. <laughs> I agree. He might win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Didn't even email us. <laughs> Michael Charles, wait till you hear his, though. He's a good one. 
All right, Michael Charles said, uh, says, since I'm too lazy to send an email and I'm on Facebook, I felt like saying fuck you guys for making me look crazy at work by busting out into laughter randomly. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, this has become my favorite podcast by far. Stumbled across the show by accident, and it's a grade A content every episode. First episode I listened to was the episode about promoting other podcasts and reviews on a totally different podcast. <laughs> And I knew I had to subscribe after that. (laughs) This is what I believe podcasts should be. Just a conversation among friends. Also, refreshing to not hear a million ads. Pretty sure every other podcast I listen to is plugging Tweaked Audio or Lynda.com. And still get three to six hours of free content that covers any and everything you could think of. Keep up the wonderful work, guys. P.S. Did the Civil War trailer blow you guys away too? Was low on my list on most, my most anticipated superhero films uh, list of 2016, but that trailer has made me salivating for more. Black Panther looks sick. So we're going to talk about the mm-hmm. Civil War trailer later, and we'll answer that question. What a great uh, message. Then, yeah, that was nice. You guys like the ass kissing. I like that Oh, I one. do, I do. You do. How do you accidentally find us, though? Yeah, I stumbled upon you. Like, ah, oh, I was holding my iPhone, and I tripped and fell, and the next thing I knew, it was, like, downloading pop culture. <laughs> 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 just happened to be doing some uh, manscaping. Yeah. <laughs> my thumb slipped. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, pop culture left him. Next thing I know, I was getting a Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> so what is his Benedict Cumberbatch... Name. Oh, but he's got a really good one. He is Blenderdick Thundercats. <laughs> Congratulations. Whoa, whoa, that was Blenderdick Thundercats? Yes, yes. Holy shit. That's a, that's a goodie. Oh, Thundercats. Oh! <laughs> oh, man, I made me lose the fucking page. <laughs> Blenderdick Thundercats. Ah, Scott Bayo just went into second place. Yeah. yeah, Scott Bayo. I didn't think that could be beat. No. I don't even remember Scott Bayo's anymore. No, you forget no, now. No, you forget. <laughs> I just, all I think of is Blenderdick Thundercats. Yeah, Blenderdick Thundercats. That's fantastic. This is a fun little game we're doing this yeah, week. This is yeah? fun. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta take a we gotta take a break this week to uh, talk about our sponsor. Oh, we have a sponsor now. Yeah, it's uh, crickets. <laughs> Insert a cricket noise. Yeah. When when we talk about sponsors, like you see, like a tumbleweed blow <laughs> with a cricket on top of it. Who the fuck would sponsor this fucking show? No, we are like so anti fucking. You know, honestly, it's not that I wouldn't. Take on a sponsor. Mm-hmm. It's just that no sponsor would ever take us on. No, not even Audible. Audible's not even Audible. Like, no. Audible. No. <laughs> <laughs> they audibly told us yeah. no. <laughs> they said you haven't emailed yet, but don't. Don't. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't even ask. It wasn't even proactive <laughs> on our part. Yeah. They just sent us an email and said, "Don't even." <laughs> <laughs> Your listeners will not get a free audiobook with a subscription. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little checkbox if you subscribe to Audible. Do you listen to Pop Culture Life? <laughs> See, I think I think a lot of podcasts just try to conform and like not maybe not curse as much or yeah. or whatever in the hopes that they will be able to one day get a fucking <laughs> sponsor. Oh yeah, for so. sure. But uh, I mean, some don't. Some are just legitimately just they keep it clean and mm-hmm. and that's what they do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, on the flip side, they they suck. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Pretty boring. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> you don't have to curse to have a good podcast. That's you, true. You don't. Yeah. I agree. But it does help. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. It fucking helps. Yeah. 
<laughs> Next email comes from Michael J. Borelli. He says, hey, guys, so I watched this movie recently called The Voices. It is weird, disturbing, and shot quite beautifully. I can't get it out of my head. It seems a little off or odd at first, maybe even a little silly, but this is all done purposefully. Um, how did he see this? Does he talk about Did he watch it on Netflix? He gives us basically nothing to go what on. What was the movie again? It's called uh, The Voices. Mm. Apparently, this movie makes you think that Age of Ultron was a good movie. Oh. Does it have swiveling chairs? I'm kidding. Michael, <laughs> Michael J. Brawley was the one that sent me the Egypt, Age of Ultron email that I won't read. Mm-mm. Right? <laughs> Is Christina Aguilero in this movie? Hmm? Oh, no. oh, the voice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jay, oh, oh, you are on fire this week. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go douse myself in water. <laughs> All right. Uh, nope, CeeLo Green is actually in this movie. Oh, nice, nice. He's a scary motherfucker. It's a horror movie, right? Forget you. <laughs> Hell of a voice, though. Yeah, yeah. I like how you sung the clean version. Yeah, forget you. <laughs> <laughs> On this show. I know. I, hey, I'm trying to get a sponsor. Oh, I got you. Oh, I think Casper Mattress is calling right now. <laughs> heard you guys didn't cuss just now. Yeah. I heard you went 10 seconds without swearing. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe if we got a better sleep at night, ah. we wouldn't curse as much. Oh. This is why I want to talk about this week's sponsor, Casper Mattress. There's a good oh, fucking ad nice. right there. Wow. Yeah, it's not that we're not capable of it. Well, no, it's like I suffer from night cursing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's where I'm just sleeping. It's almost like I got Tourette's, but yeah. I'm just fucking like yelling expletives. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> I'm actually like dreaming about like, you know, fucking like gummy bears and unicorns and shit, but the whole time I'm just yelling curse words. You probably just need a breathe ride or something. (laughs) That'll stop that. Gummy bears and unicorns. (laughs) That was sponsored by Harbor Road. (laughs) Gummy bears. Oh, I used to love that Gummy Bears cartoon with oh, the little yeah. they drink the gummy juice and oh, they bounce yeah. around on their butts. I yeah. remember that show. Remember that they had bouncy butts. Yeah, they did have bouncy yeah. butts. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could just fucking like uh, awesome just like lift up your legs and just bounce around on your ass? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> yeah, Sit on the toilet, just boing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't that be that'd be fucking awesome? You like look outside, somebody's on their way to the store, just bouncing on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, seriously, our asses are shaped like balls. Why can't they do that? Right, you're, you're right. What the it. fuck? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Where I watched the theory of everything. Uh-huh. You know, talk the the Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah, I watched that. And, you know, he talks about uh, trying to you know, you know, like he he refutes creation. Everything stop started with the Big Bang theory. All that right. stuff. You know, and I mean, no matter what you believe in, you'd think though if there was like an architect that like made us that he would allow us to bounce around on our asses. Yeah. Maybe there's like a mutant out there that's his power. Yeah. That'd be yeah. If he was a loving God. Yeah. <laughs> if he was if he cared anything about us, he would let us bounce around on our asses as a way of transportation. Like all these animals like have cool things that they can do. Like, yeah. oh, I'm I got claws, I can unsheathe my fucking claws. Right. I'm really I'm really fucking strong. Or I'm really I'm a cheetah, I'm fucking fast. Yeah. Or I can I got like venom that comes out like every fucking orifice of my body. What do, oh we're smart. Right. <laughs> I guess. Like we have to build shit. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I want to be a lazy animal. We got the short end of the stick on and this. And, like, <laughs> the human body is fucking disgusting. It really is. Like, we talked about manscaping earlier. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop there. Oh, yeah. Not only do we have, like, hair growing out of every part that shouldn't be growing. You know what I mean? It's like, I've started to notice. Like, I got, like, a little hair every once in a while. Like, oh, little, yeah. like it grows out of my, that, like, tip of my nose. Yeah. Oh, That's, that. Like, my ears and my shit. Ears. What the fuck is that? I, I pluck them. I pluck them like a motherfucker. Me too. It hurts like a bitch. Yeah, that it does hurt like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen to fucking animals. It's right. not like all of a sudden like a fucking turtle's got like a bunch of hair growing out of his <laughs> You know what I mean? Side of his fucking face. Like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is new. No. Humans are fucking gross. I mean, it's like we got holes. Every hole on the human body secretes something. Yeah. It's like it's true. everything. We got an asshole. We got shit coming out of that thing. Earwax. Earwax. We got wax coming out of yeah. our fucking ears. Snot. Snot. Yeah. Pores. Oh, shit. We're sweating all over the fucking place. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, right. yeah. That, thanks for ruining my couch, fuckhead. <laughs> You know what I mean? Got it's shit like coming out of your eyes, mouth. We got vomit, bile yeah. coming out. Yeah, fucking humans are gross. They are disgusting. Seriously, uh, you know what I mean? Workshop the human a little bit, guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get it. Can we get like you know? Then there should be like a. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always like a like Apple always makes a better iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Human seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. God should be like Steve Jobs up there. Up in heaven, they have up a lot heaven, of all the angels are sitting in like this fucking like this beautiful venue. Yeah, and he comes out on stage. He got like the little headset on, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, guys, yeah. these last humans had shit coming out of their asses. Yeah. Human seven only. <laughs> human seven only secretes from two of the holes. Yes. <laughs> Shitless humans. Yeah. And like, Woo! Woo! The devil's like, bravo! <laughs> I changed even, my mind. Even the, even the devil's amazed. The Wozniak angel's like, hey, can't you, can't you throw out a bone to the people that created Human 2? I mean, I mean, I mean Human 7 wouldn't even be here without Human 2. <laughs> I know we had shit coming out of all the fucking assholes. <laughs> It's brilliant. <laughs> if, when you watch the Steve Jobs movie, you'll really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had an email. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot uh, the guy's name. I don't even know how to look up his Benedict Gumberbatch name. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Michael J. Borelli. So, oh. uh, Michael J. Borelli is talking about the voices. He says, uh, bas- <laughs> basically without spoiling. I'm sorry. How did we get off on that tangent? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. I'm glad we went I think there. it came from uh, CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah did go from that. Yeah. All right. So he says, basically, without spoiling the movie, it is about a guy <laughs> with mental problems who feels better when he doesn't take his medication hmm. and gets life advice from his cat and dog. Jay, who, who found out about your life story? Yeah, I was going to say, man, that kid's close to Jay. home. <laughs> wow. Kawinky dinky. Everything in the movie, everything in the movie is shown through the point of view of the main character. Not in a first person doom style viewpoint. We just see things the way he does. The vivid colors, odd situations and interactions are, are all filtered through his mental image. This movie is a, the definition of a dark comedy. It sounds really interesting. Yeah. It does sound I haven't heard anything about this. Uh-uh. It's weird how like some of these movies like go under the radar and you don't hear anything about them uh, in different circles. I had recently heard about that. I told you guys about this movie that I had wanted to track down, but it's not in the area. It's called Victoria. Mm-hmm. And Victoria, the whole movie is one. It's it's not. It's cut in one shot. It's mm-hmm. like a two hour movie. It's cut in one shot, and like they it's. It's one shot. They right. have to get everything right. And so 
Um, with Victoria, though, it's not like they, they didn't Birdman it. Mm-hmm. Birdman is like, it looks like it's cut in one shot, but you can clearly tell where like they went from one shot to right. one shot. So, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of neat to find out about these movies. So the voices, he goes, it's violent and bloody, but not really gory. There are quite a few what the fuck moments, and I really enjoyed Ryan Reynolds in this. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, he's in this. Anna Kendrick too, it looks like. Wow, the originality and style pushed this up into a Tupperware for me. Directed by, um, is it Marjane Satrapi or Mary Jane Satrapi? Is he just a shitty speller here? Uh, there's no I. I'd go Marjane. It's Marjane Satrapi. Marjane, what's her uh, fucking Benedict Cumberbatch name? <laughs> well, I don't want to say it. It's a spoiler for this. It's the same as Michael Borelli. <laughs> Michael J. Borelli. No, his is M and B. Oh, his la- the last letter of his last name is a B. No, hers is an S. So it wouldn't be the same. Well, it's it's the first of the first name and last of the last name. So uh, hers is M-I. Now we're just getting into fucking technicalities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have the same name. Michael J. Borelli and Mary Jane Satrapi? Yeah, both of them start with M and end with I, right? Oh, they both... I was thinking the S and the B. Oh, the yeah. fucking... Okay, last name. Yeah, fuck it. Give it anyway. It's my, <laughs> my fucking show, and I don't want to look stupid right now. All right. <laughs> We'll edit that out. I, totally, I thought it, I thought it was the first name, and the, I thought it was the first letter of the first name, and the first letter of the last name. The last letter of the last name. Um, they're both blender dicks, just like. Um, oh, got another blender dick. Another blender dick. Yeah, but, but not, I like the original. It's not no. as good as the other one. No. It's blender dick bandersnatch. <laughs> well, Jay appreciates. I like it. the bandersnatch. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's a big fan of the old bandersnatch. Yeah, not as good as the uh, Thundercats, Blender Dick Thundercats. No, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Anyway. Blender Dick. <laughs> it's uh, directed by uh, Marjane Satrapi, who wrote and directed Persepolis, uh, the comic book and the movie. Hmm. Uh, it won't be for everyone, but I really want more people to see it. I recommend this movie and Snowpiercer to everyone I can. I hope you give it a shot. Thanks, Michael J. Borelli. So you know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna track this down. That sounds good. Yeah, it looks. I want to I want to see you guys. Like I I enjoyed Ryan Reynolds in um, uh, Mississippi Grind. Mississippi Grind. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought that. Ben Mendelsohn's Ben Mendelsohn. He's great. But yeah. Ryan Reynolds just fucking really impressed me in that movie. So, Did you see that? I haven't seen oh, it yet. I'm looking yeah. at you like you saw it. No, I want to see it, though. Yeah. I want to see it. Really you guys right both too. saw it. Or no, did you didn't see it. See it. Mississippi okay. Grind? Frank no. saw it. Frank, Frank saw, saw it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what, what's Frank Hammer's fucking Benedict Cumberbatch name? Frank Hammer. Yeah. He is Broken Brick Custard Bath. Oh, okay. Nice. Broken yeah. Brick. Not as good as Blender Dick Thundercats. No, no. no. Doesn't that just hit rolls you. off the tongue. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to see that voice too, Brian. If you... um. Figure out if it's streaming on anything. Yeah, let me know. It might. Who knows? It might be like on demand. Yeah. It might be on Netflix. I was kind of googling it right now, and I, I know some people are going to start watching Stretch. Oh, cool! I know uh, John from Friday Night Fandom podcast. He watched it. Uh, I, I, I can't remember if he liked it or not. Um, I think uh, Matthew Chakella mm-hmm. from uh, Never Submit podcast is going to watch it. Oh yeah, his taste. So, <laughs> just the one movie. <laughs> it's a big movie, though. Matthew, I listened to your podcast, and you sounded a little upset that we didn't agree with you and Ex Machina, dude. Dude, it was all in fun. Yeah, yeah. it's all in fun. Not everybody's. It's all subjective. Oh yeah. Whether you like stuff or whether you don't, man. I, I respect your opinion, and I love your podcast. Just keep preaching, man. Just, yeah. Fuck yeah. If, if you know, just come back and be like, yeah, fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. 
<laughs> I doesn't like ex machina. I know. How can you respect anything he says after that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Do you want to take a break or do you want to do some of these F. Mary Kill emails? Oh, yeah. I need a cigarette before we start fucking F. Mary Kill. Yeah, we need to do that. So, <laughs> well, right, uh, what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll come right back. I forgot about the F. Mary Kill. Oh, I love the F. Mary Kill. It's awesome. Yeah, we got we got quite a few. We there. need an F. Mary Kill bumper. Yeah, we do. I'll work, I'll work on that in the DC bumper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want the F. Mary Kill bumper more that. than the DC no, bumper. No, no, the DC bumper. No. <laughs> F. Mary Kill will come first. Okay, yeah. damn it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. Mother, mother, how's the family? I'm just calling how we do things here <laughs> I'm, I'm professional i'm prepared okay sponsors are knocking at the door now <laughs> we're sponsored by barefoot bubbly this week you're a little low jake i'm gonna kick you up a little bit oh nice nice i want to be heard there you go <laughs> all right okay guys so back on the old email train this is gonna start off uh some uh, f mary kills that we got this week um, the first one comes from listener Joe Bruno. Mm. Joe Bruno is very active on uh, Twitter, yes. on Facebook. Joe, let me ask you this. Have you been active on the iTunes reviews yet? Oh. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Joe Bruno. Yeah. Tisk, tisk. He Fs the iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, he killed it. <laughs> All right. So here we go. <clears throat> Fuck, Mary kill. From Joe Bruno, Rosie O'Donnell, Whoopi Goldberg, Susan Boyle. Oh, God. Yeah, here that's, we go. That's, that's not a fun F. Mary kill. <laughs> the first few of them aren't that really good. That's not a fun one it's at all. Not. Oh, God damn. All right. I'm going to kill. Can I go first? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to kill Susan Boyle. Why, why would you kill her? I don't know. Like she's it just. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I have, this is well thought out. You know, it's, it's, know. it's kind of process of elimination. She was on the the, the British uh, voice, right? Yeah, yeah. British. Um, it was American. American Idol. Idol. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Fucking know. We were talking about the voice earlier, and that was a little joke, so I wanted to keep it going. I'm gonna marry Whoopi Goldberg because I think she's the most like loaded of the three of them. She was in Star Trek too. Yeah. So at least you can say I banged a Star Trek character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather done Counselor Troy. You're going to fuck Rosie O'Donnell? And I'm fucking Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She may not have gotten dick. She might not know where she's missing out. I'm going to change her sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's, been man- Jake's been manscaping down there. <laughs> He's yeah. got his moves down. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good, baby. It'll, it'll be a league of their own. <laughs> All right, Jay, talk to me. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, Rosie O'Donnell, Whoopi Goldberg, Susan. We didn't get any F Mary Kills from any of our female listeners. No. Isn't that isn't that surprising? <laughs> this is like a guy thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about both ways. Give me three guys. I'll F Mary Kill. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, talk- I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about fucking our female <laughs> listeners didn't yeah. send us any F Mary Kill emails. Yeah, I'm saying the female listeners can send three guys. I'll F Mary Kill them. Oh, sure, me too. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. I've already F married killed a bunch of them in my head already. <laughs> so I'm probably already prepared, got my answers already ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. with you. <laughs> Jay, talk to me. Um, Rosie O'Donnell, Whoopi Goldberg, Susan Boyle. I, I would marry uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Um, she seems like a nice lady. Um, got a lot of money, too, which is nice because I don't want to work ever yeah. again. Um Whoopi Goldberg, what to do? <laughs> what so to you're do? saying basically like the the marriage with Rosie O'Donnell, it's a marriage of convenience, right? Because she doesn't want sex from you, no, because she's out there, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a picture of Susan Boyle if you're considering actually fucking. Her. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're not Susan oh Boyle. no, I know who she is. I haven't seen her in a while. Then she has. Oh, some, she she looks great now. She had some work done, right? There we go. Oh, I'd kill her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to help. <laughs> Looks like I'm fucking whoopee. <laughs> See, process of elimination, too. Yeah. Jay's, like, Jay's like, that's a mercy kill right yeah. there if I ever saw one. I'm actually helping her out. <laughs> Hell of a talent, though. I mean, come on. Nice <laughs> <laughs> redemption. I, honestly. Yeah, you can talk about it at her funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I can do no wrong that way, right? Right. <laughs> so you married Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. You've, you killed Susan Boyle. Right. And you're going to fuck Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi's got a great sense of humor, which is good in the bedroom, I think. Yeah. Especially <laughs> for me. <laughs> you're, making, you're, making, you're making Whoopi with Whoopi. Yeah, there you nice. go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was punny. Well, I liked it. Yeah. 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 And I, I almost don't even want to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Come on, you side with me there's, here. Like, hey, there's uh, who, who am I gonna who am I gonna fuck? I'm gonna fuck, fuck it. I'm fucking Susan Boyle. Oh what? man, yeah. mercy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm giving it to Susan <laughs> because you know wow. what? I bet she's gonna make like you know she can belt out when she sings, right? She's gonna sing them high notes, dude. I'm turning off the lights and I'm just listening. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like a blind guy listening to like watching a tennis match. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 uh. You know, that's all I give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing Rosie O'Donnell with the lights on. 
Like, Whoa! <laughs> I'm shining a spotlight on that ass. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm fucking Susan Boyle, and uh, I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Whoopi Goldberg. I want somebody to make me laugh. I think she's funnier than Rosie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I think she's funnier than Rosie. I agree. And and, uh, and I want somebody to make me laugh. So I'm gonna marry her, and then I'm gonna kill Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Mm. You know why? Because Donald Trump will pay me. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're gonna be making yeah, a lot yeah, of money yeah, on this political venture. joke there. Yeah. It, it is a political joke now. Yeah. Nice. True. True. Yeah. Huh. Hilarious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that Trump. Nothing funnier than uh, talking about assassinating Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Next one comes from Josh Davis. He says, "Hi, leftovers. Love the last episode. So here's another F Mary kill for you." This time with a Star Wars theme. Oh, yes. Actually, the next two are Star Wars themed. Love it. Your choices are episode episode six Leia. So, oh, we're not supposed to say Slave Leia anymore. You just oh. said it, Slave Leia. Because apparently Disney is not going to start. They're not going to sell any more Slave Leia dolls, toys, or pictures or anything. They're done with Slave Leia. Wow. Yeah, I saw J. Scott Campbell tweeting about that. What did he say? Well, he was just talking about how, like, he, cause he works with, close with Marvel and everything, yeah. and he's doing variant covers for Star Wars, how yeah. they put the kibosh on him trying to draw a Slave Leia image for one of the covers. Yep. Yep. On this show, we're always gonna call her Slave Leia. Yeah. Yeah, what else do you call her? Did, was it on, on the actual action figure? Did it say Slave Leia? Yes. That is dope. It is dope. <laughs> what else are you gonna, she was a slave yeah, to, yeah. to Jabba. I mean, what else are you gonna call her? Yeah. It's not putting her down either. No. I mean, we all look at her as a fucking hero for fucking choking the shit out of Jabba. Absolutely. Yeah, she did Absolutely. that in that movie. Yeah. yeah, fucking Leia Unchained. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. And I'm not, it's not like we're on the show promoting slaves. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God, I hope we get that slave sponsor. <laughs> oh, hey, you guys like slaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not slinging mattresses. Yeah, use use the password pop culture leftovers to get your first month of slavery for free. <laughs> anyway, yeah, episode uh, six, Leia. Episode two, Padme. Ooh. And uh, episode that- seven, Ray. Oh fuck! So we go from like the most horrid, disgusting choices ever in uh, Joe Bruno's to uh, some very excellent choices here. Mm. With uh, episode six Leia, episode two Padme, or episode seven Ray, and she is alive in this version. Of <laughs> I was, I was, I was, that was actually my next question. <laughs> so no, it's no, you're not going to fuck Ray. Yeah, Jay, you oh. automatically fuck Ray. That yeah. changes everything. <laughs> I choose to fuck Ray because she gives no resistance because she's dead. I mean, she's part of the resistance. <laughs> yeah. but-, <laughs> <laughs> but my first order is to fuck her. <laughs> Whoa! Order sixty nine, baby. Order sixty six. No, order sixty nine. After sixty (laughs) six. All right. right, So uh, he says uh, thanks and keep up the nonsensical crap, Josh. Go for it, guys. Hmm. God damn, this is a tough one. I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. Go for it. it. Oh man, it's I'm fucking episode two, Padme. Hmm. That, that's what's up. I oh man, you've been waiting for that one. Huh? I haven't waited for that one. <laughs> that scene when that like fucking like creature like tears her fucking shit. I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, <laughs> I episode, saw that. Episode two, Padme is where it's at. Okay, I'm marrying Slave Leia. I mean, she's a she's a slave. She's gonna do whatever I want. 
<laughs> not promoting slavery. <laughs> so it's a good marriage. And since Ray's already dead in the last clip I saw of Why her. Why do they call marriage the old ball and chain? <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's already ready for that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So Ray, I'm killing her. She's already been dead before, as we've already seen. <laughs> yeah. She won't be a shock to It'd be nothing she's gone through, she hadn't gone through before. So, so now that she's dead, Jay's gonna fuck right. her. Right. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Nice lead in. <laughs> Thank you for that segue. <laughs> now you guys go ahead as I fantasize about that episode two Padme while you're talking. Um, I I have to fuck I have to fuck uh, Slave Leia. I have to. Yeah. I mean that's what I've wanted since I was born. I think just ingrained in me. Yeah. Um, I want to marry Diz- Daisy Ridley now, so I'm going to say marry. You're killing episode two Padme. I'm killing her. Oh man, I'm killing her. I mean, she's the one I have the least emotional attachment to. I think so. It wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, especially when I have Leia, I have Daisy. So what else do I need? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, anybody that falls in love with that fucking Hayden Christensen needs to be killed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm killing that bitch. Too. Nice. She's oh dead. man, you God, the uh, fuck that. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, she's dead. Uh, I'm definitely I'm fucking episode six, Leia. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Except Return- for Jake. No, you don't. <laughs> Return of my Jedi. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hold on, hold on to this lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna go warp speed <laughs> uh, vagina, <laughs> literally. <laughs> we got that part, Jay. <laughs> and then, and then uh, even though I'm married to Ray, I'm still fucking Leia on the sides. So. Oh, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow, yeah. nice. So it makes sense. Absolutely. So. That was a good one. Now they're moving on to an even worse one. Much, be- much better than thinking about fucking Rosie O'Donnell. Mm. Daniel Hunter, he says, uh, F. Mary Kill, BB-8. <laughs> I already, Jake, you're going to fuck him. Uh, we already know this. What are the other choices? <laughs> For Jake, there are no other choices. Like, He'll lose to episode two like, Padme. Like, Jake can't, Jake can't even focus on who he's going to marry or kill. He's just too focused on fucking BB-8. <laughs> he's just going to go all speechless and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, F, 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 Mary, Kill, BB-8, R2-D2, C, C-3PO. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm fucking BB-8. <laughs> you got me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to marry R2-D2. This is process of elimination because C-3PO talks too much. Yeah. So I'm not marrying him. <laughs> And I'm killing C-3PO. Yeah. Chewbacca will have to put him back together once yeah. I fucking kill him. C-3PO can tell you what a lazy bum you are in six million different ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, you, how you haven't cleaned out the garage <laughs> in six million different languages. Yeah, yeah, I'm not putting up with that shit. <laughs> I'm killing C-3PO. He'll need more than a red arm when I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna fuck C-3PO. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got the closest thing to a human body, so I can figure that out. I don't know yeah, how you. You don't want to fuck a dumpster? How do you fucking? I, I, <laughs> Jay, Jay, I'll explain how you fuck BB-8. Don't worry. <laughs> Jay, Jay's like, oh, I, I wrote the handbook. Actually, I have fucked a few trash cans, <laughs> so it's not that hard. Um. 
I, I'm probably going to marry uh, uh, R2-D2. He's got the most money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to kill, kill BB-8 because yeah. fuck BB-8. <laughs> I thought you said you were fucking. Oh BBA. shit! I guess yeah. I guess yeah. But yeah, I don't. I'm not attracted to BB-8 at all. I'm not gonna miss him. <laughs> you are heavily attracted to C3. Yeah, he, you know, he's got body parts. <laughs> you know what? I feel like R2D2 at this point feels like the Su- like the Susan Boyle yeah. of the F Mary Kill. What's wrong with me? Why is nobody looking my way? Brian, you know the I mean? king of the mercy fuck over here. I am, I'm, I, I am banging that fucking <laughs> trash can R2-D2. Watch out for that electrical prod attachment. <laughs> God, I'm praying that he uses it. Oh, man. I'm uh, I'm going to marry C-3PO. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Honestly, it just comes down to killing BB-8. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucker. Yeah, it always comes back to killing BB-8 for me. So fuck BB-8, I'm gonna kill him. I already got two balls. I don't need yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Wow. wow. Getting text there. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry. It's from C-3PO. Are you ready? <laughs> Shutting up, sir. <laughs> Meet me at the Tashi station. <laughs> We know how he got that red arm now. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. I just took off my restraining bolt. Everybody has met C-3PO at the back of the Tashi station. So it's not like it's anything special today. Next email comes from Sage Kelly. What's up, leftovers? Quick email. I watched Stretch after your reviews and holy shit, total Tupperware. Nice. It was a perfect action flick. The acting, quick dialogue, and soundtrack was wonderful. It made me smile uncontrollably at the end. And fucking Chris Pine. <laughs> I always saw him as a pretty boring actor, but he stole the show. It, it really makes me wish he would have had a better superhero movie role than in Wonder Woman. Let's, let's, <laughs> we haven't even seen it yet. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's see what they do with Steve Trevor mm-hmm. before we, you know, let's freeze it. Better Wonder Woman than Green Lantern, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we didn't do any fucking, uh, give me Joe Bruno's fucking Benedict Cumberbatch name before he oh, gets pissed Joe. off at me. He's gonna be pissed. He ain't gonna Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> He's another back it I up. I can hear that fucking on Facebook. <laughs> I can see that fucking shit coming back up. Joe oh, yeah. Bruno, he is back it up cricket bat. Hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. Falls flat. Yeah. It's no Blender <laughs> Dick Thundercats. Yeah. I should, actually, no, and Josh Davis. We need Josh Davis oh, as well. Another back it up. And it was an S. What was S? I just lost my picture. I think S might have been the uh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Back it up, thunder crap. Back it up to the picture. Uh, where are you? Where are you? S, right? Back it up, Thundercats. Yeah. Oh. That one sucks, no. too. Yeah, that one sucks. Yeah, I'm glad I backtracked to that. <laughs> that was worth the wait. That was worth- <laughs> I would have had fucking Facebook messages. Why didn't I get it? You didn't get it because it sucked, man. You're yeah. better off not getting it. Dan Hunter, we already did your Sage Kelly. Uh, so he's talking about stretch here. Uh, yeah, Steve Trevor. He could have pulled off a great bad guy. I will definitely recommend this movie to everyone. And I wouldn't say it was the coolest film since True Romance. It reminded me of movies like... Lucky number Slevin and uh, Guy Ritchie films, especially mm-hmm. Rock and Rolla, which were pretty damn cool and came after True Romance. Yeah, those are good. I, I, I just pulled True Romance out of my ass, guys. God yeah. damn it. I hate Guy Ritchie movies. 
Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is my favorite movie he's ever done. I, yeah. I, I don't like um, Snatch is awful. Snatch was horrible. Yeah, and I yeah. know Aaron Claude Miller from Nerd Porn loves that movie for some reason. Oh, I, I can't hate that movie. It. But Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's, I own it. It's so good for sure. It's the only movie that I like. Uh, what's his name? The bald dude, uh, Statham, Jason yeah. Statham. Oh wow! I can't stand him. And, yeah, he uh, sucks. And fuck the transporter <laughs> or uh, Crank yeah. or anything else he's been in. This is the only good role he's ever had, in my opinion. Agreed. So, uh, all right, thanks, guys. Haven't missed an episode since I started listening around the time where it was just Brian and Dave. Can't wait for Mondays every week. Sage. So Sage Kelly, what's his Benedict Cumberbatch name? His Benedict Cumberbatch name is Beachbody Chunky Bap. <laughs> Beachbody Chunky Bap. There you go. Not bad, not bad. Not bad, but it's not Blender Dick Thundercats. No. That is whew, it's in a league of its own. Yeah, it is a league of its own. Wasn't Rosie O'Donnell in that? Yes. Movie? Oh yeah. And Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. She was hot in that movie. I'm just talking about people that we can fuck or kill or marry, Jay. <laughs> Are we done with those? No more? There's no more this week. Oh, man. Listeners, more F. Mary Kills. Mm-hmm. Finn Dietz Creek. Every week with this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you, Finn, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Not manscaping. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, let's wish uh, Finn a happy birthday. Yeah. Man. He just yeah. had a birthday. Happy 16th birthday, Finn Dietz Creek. For sure, man. Ah, DL age, getting the driver's license. Yeah, getting the driver's license. Nice. Happy birthday, yep. Finn. Yeah, another three years you'll get those pubic hairs. <laughs> It'll be his last birthday if the Hunger Games happen this year. That's true. <laughs> he says, yo, 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 leftovers. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo ding dong, yo. Fucking like he's run DMC yeah. from like 1988. <laughs> 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 Fucking LL Cool Finn. <laughs> Hip hop master <laughs> just got done watching Yo MTV raps. <laughs> he says I was listening to the end of the last week's podcast, and I completely understand what you guys mean about having to dumb yourselves down just to be able to talk to people about Star Wars and comic books. As a teenager, I have a lot of friends who have seen the Star Wars trailer and thinks it looks cool, but most don't even know who Kylo Ren is. Or when I bring up the Inhumans or West Coast Avengers, most kids my age act like I'm either nuts or stuck up or a stuck up piece of nerd garbage who thinks he knows everything. I share my formulated opinions on the Marvel movies and they don't understand why I don't think that the Avengers Age of Ultron is a great movie. Uh, why I don't think that Avengers Age of Ultron is a great movie. Finn, come on. Finn first, like when he watched Transformers Age of Extinction he liked it when he first saw it <laughs> and he also did, he also liked the Fantastic Four movie mm-hmm. so Finn Finn <laughs> I want you to get down off your soapbox chief <laughs> go watch Fantastic Four again yeah He says, I can't have a conversation about this stuff with anybody my age, and it gets tiresome. That's why I'm glad that the Leftover Army is so active on Facebook and Twitter. It gives me someone to relate to. On another note, your favorite scrawniest throwable listener has finally turned 16. Oh, yeah, you beat me to it this uh, this Friday. And maybe now my balls will drop and I will become a little less throwable. (laughs) Thanks for the weekly dose of mediocre. Mediocre entertainment, uh, Finn. Uh, hashtag Team J. Nice. Team yeah. J all the way, buddy. 
Team Jake. Here yeah, we go. Let's do this. Just because nobody else will take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Rejected by the best goes to the rest. Yep. <laughs> I like how he thinks like his balls will make him a little less throwable. You ready for Finn? Finn's name? Yeah, what's Finn Dietz Creek? Finn is a broken brick slumber belch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Broken brick. No. Mm-hmm. Broken Finn. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Joe Martin. Uh, Joe Martin says, hey, Leftovers, just wanted to take the credit for creating the Finn throwing phenomenon of recent episodes. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. He's the one who did it. Then. He deserves credit there. Way to go, Joe. Yeah, round of applause. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look, yeah, he, uh, he uh, takes the credit for the fin throwing phenomenon of a recent episodes in uh, my review of The Martian. So now Mr. Dietz Creek knows where to send his hate mail. <laughs> Just tooting my own horn. It feels good sometimes, right? Yeah. It depends on what you mean by tooting your own horn. Yeah. I, yeah. When I think about it, I think masturbation. Me too, so immediately. It feels great. Yep. It does feel great. Yeah, less filling. <laughs> sometimes more filling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> P.S. I hope you are all gearing up for the mega-sized emails that will be coming your way when everyone has their own ultra-important opinion on The Force Awakens when it finally hits theaters next month. Yes, I'm excited. For the emails? We're not yeah. reading any of those, right? I, the- I can't wait for the people that like heavily disagree with whatever we say. That's mm-hmm. always fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That'll be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I took a lot of shit for Avengers 8 of Ultron. Mm-hmm. I welcomed it though. Yeah, you did. I welcomed. With arms, I don't think you're gonna welcome Austin <laughs> Force Awakens after all the money we've spent on merchandise and shit. <laughs> you're not gonna be as happy about it. I mean you'll do it, oh, but you're sucks? not gonna be happy about it. If it sucks? Yeah. Man, I just can't see this movie sucking. Yeah, I no. can't. I can't. I it's at least a taste it right now. Yeah, I mean if it's got lightsabers, it's a taste it, right? Mm, yeah, Attack of the Clones had yeah. tons of lightsabers too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Michael J. Borelli. Wait, 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 wait. What's Joe Martin's... Uh, oh, Joe Martin. Joe Martin. He's another... We have a lot of J listeners. He's yeah. another back it up. He's a back it up Thunder Munch. Mm. Ah, that's all right. If it wasn't for back it up, yeah. Thunder, Munch, uh, Thunder Munch might do something for Thunder you. Thunder Munch is pretty good. If it was Blunder Dick Thunder Munch. Oh. Yeah, ooh, Blunder Dick wow. Thunder Munch. That would have been good. Game changer. <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Borelli... Heard that name earlier. He sends us another email. You know why? He's apparently he's got a lot of shit to say this week. Yeah, <laughs> or no life. I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, not only did he watch a movie called The Voices, he's apparently found his own. Because <laughs> that's all he's doing this fucking last week was sending us fucking emails. I have to agree with you. About Monty Python being the gold standard of sketch comedy and Mr. Show is pure brilliance, but we also have grown up with a lot of really great groups. Skipping the obvious shows like SCTV or SNL, here are a few that I feel deserve to be mentioned. It's That wasn't the whole point of our thing there, Chief. We could have done all of them. We could have done them all. Hey, I love the state too. Yeah. Well, he's going to mention that. And he's going to mention all of them that I already know. So he goes on to say, uh, the kids in the hall. Yeah. This group had a huge effect on my humor in general. Yeah, Canadian group. I can name them all. Bruce McCullough, Scott Thompson, Dave Foley, uh, 
Mark McKinney, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin McDonald. Mm-hmm. Cancer Boy cracks me up every time. Huh, cancer Boy? Yeah, I love Cancer Boy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this group had a huge effect on me and my humor in general. They're, this was the only sketch group that I went, to, I went to see live. I know right away if I will like someone, if they get my Glee Monics or Cancer Boy references. Uh, 30 Helens agree this series was amazing. <laughs> I, I love them too. Yeah, yes. I love Kids in the Hall too. The next he says Vacant Lot. Uh, very short lived series on MTV, but man, they had some funny shit. For some reason, they're blinded by the light sketch. Makes me laugh every time I see it. That sketch was brilliant. It was, uh, that song Blinded by the Light. Mm-hmm. Well, all these guys are sitting around like, I think it's like a poke. Get the fucking rid of that phone. God damn it. <laughs> it's not my phone. Fucking vibrating bullshit. It's not, not my me. phone. It's not me. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Why don't you guys drop the ass then? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, or the bubbles in your fucking champagne are right. fierce as hey, fuck. settle down, settle Bubbles. Settle down, Bubbles. Brian's got a show to do. Yeah. Go bubble some other time. <laughs> when Michael Jackson heard settle down, Bubbles, he was actually talking about <laughs> monkey. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa, what did I say wrong? <laughs> I was talking about Michael Jackson and his monkey. Telling his monkey to settle down. It's a fact, man. I, well, what do you have to turn it dirty? <laughs> the man owned the monkey. And his monkey may have gotten out of hand. He wasn't fucking the monkey. <laughs> I'm not talking about him fucking the monkey. <laughs> this isn't fucking... Twelve monkeys or whatever the fuck. They fucked a monkey in that. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe they fucked twelve of them. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Monkey one, monkey two, <laughs> monkey three. <laughs> I don't remember him that well enough to do this one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, the vacant lot. It was the blinded by the light sketch, and it was like a bunch of guys sitting around playing poker, mm-hmm. and and it was hilarious. Um, one guy started singing the song "Blinded by the Light," rolled up like a deuce, uh, another foreman in the night. And the other guy would be like, that's not how the song goes. Yeah. <laughs> and so another guy would start singing it with the wrong lyrics. And then finally, like, the last guy was like, no, that's not how it goes. And the actual lyrics are rolled up like a deuce, mm-hmm. another roller in the night. Yes. No, wrapped up like a deuce, another roller in the night. It's yes. like um, something to do with poker or yeah. something. So. Correct. But it was a hilarious sketch. So... And he goes on to say, The State, uh, great series, $240 worth of pudding great. <laughs> I'm a huge That's porcupine a whole, racetrack fan. That's a whole lot of pudding. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Talented cast, and many of them still work together in so many projects. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer, Children's Hospital, Reno 911, Role Models. Yeah, I fucking love all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. What? You look like you're going to say something. No, I had nothing. Uh, is your champagne going to fart again? <laughs> You waiting for that? that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I Fucking don't know. Vibrating. Dude. I don't know. It's something happened over there. My phones are off. <laughs> my phones are off. My vibrator's out of batteries. The happening. Jeez. When I like said bubbles and Michael Jackson, Jake took it to the dirtiest level he could. <laughs> I was just talking about a man and his goddamn monkey. <laughs> if I would have brought up like Brian K. Vaughn's Why the Last Man, he had a monkey. And you wouldn't have fucking like thought that uh, he was I might have. fucking his... <laughs> 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 I might have. Jesus. What's wrong with you? Shame. Every, you know, everybody knows that Michael Jackson just fucked little kids. Right, not monkeys. Come on. Oh, he said it. <laughs> mm. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a fact, right? Yeah, I, I thought yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, he's had that dick. Oh, yeah. Corey Feldman. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He fell his little man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I was going with that one. He'd have fucked Bart Simpson if he was real. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
Him and Jared from Subway would have had a threesome. <laughs> oh, God. With Bart Simpson? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Yeah. Damn it, we just lost some more sponsors. <laughs> Probably gained a few, too. <laughs> Subway. Like what these guys are saying. <laughs> Subway's like, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalize on it. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, the whitest kids you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love them. I have heard you play clips from this show, so I know you like this group. One of my favorite skits is the Abe Lincoln at the theater. I know I am leaving some out, but those are the main ones that I, that come to mind. Love this show also, and I mean this with love and respect. Fuck the left outs for leaving us. Fuck them in their penis holes with a plugged-in glue gun. Hey, maybe that's why they left. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what we do to listeners. (laughs) Thanks from Mike, the gamma-irradiated leftover army physicist. So thank you. Thank you, Michael J. Borelli, for your second email. He doesn't get a second Benedict Cumberbatch. Why not a third? Just throw out a third. No, he didn't get it. No, he yeah, he doesn't get another Benedict Cumberbatch no. unless his fucking name changed. <laughs> <laughs> Got another email from I can't still can't get over like I, I just basically said that Michael Jackson fuck kids. That's like, <laughs> it's like so allegedly, I, I like Michael Jackson's music. I love, oh, his I music. love it. Yeah, love allegedly, it is allegedly. It's alleged. Know. Yeah, we yeah can, it was a joke. Yeah, just a joke. Down. Oh, Michael. Like, I love Michael I, like, Jackson. Probably some like fucking like Michael Jackson fan club fucking yeah. enthusiast is listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his music's great. I mean, I'm in trouble too with the bubbles insinuation. Yeah, so don't, don't feel alone. I know. Like, I just mentioned the guy and his monkey, and you're like, all of a sudden, you're thinking, I'm fucking it. Like, like Michael's, Michael's fucking his monkey. I know. I, I can understand if it had like if if he had like a baboon because they got those big bright bright red asses. Yeah. Don't you just want to fuck that? Baboon? Oh yeah, that's all it's for. Right? It, it's it just like screams, stick it here. Yeah. It's a, like, no, it looks like doesn't their ass look like it has a fever? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't it? Put a wet towel on that ass. I know. It's like I want to put like I want to put like one of those ice packs on their asses. Cool compress. Yeah. God damn, those things are red as fuck. <laughs> they are right. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty red. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Like we're talking about the like, God earlier in nature. Like, why did he feel like the need to give this thing like it's not, like a red ass out in nature? <laughs> That's a good question, man. We need to figure that out. Looks that, like their ass is on fire. Get an expert in on this. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, on that. like, is it explosive diarrhea? Is that like something? Right. That they, don't like, get him in the butt because he might just. Yeah. Right. No, I don't think anything caused it. I think it is like something like God created. Right. Some kind yeah. of toxicity, you yeah. know, of the butt. <laughs> it's a mutation to we're not, protect we're, it. Yeah, we're not figuring this out. <laughs> we're the last people at You know what I mean? We're not, yes, let's yes. think this through, all yeah. right? <laughs> we don't know. We're not veterinarians. No. We don't know why their asses are red. <laughs> no, we do not. We do not. Probably because Michael Jackson got a hold of oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, allegedly. <laughs> Next email comes from James Hogan from Ireland. I had to throw that out there that he's from Ireland. Oh, like, okay. it's a, like, it's a, like it's like a big deal. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? He was just born there. Yeah. So what? Your parents boned in Ireland when he came out. <laughs> Go eat a fucking potato and move on. <laughs> well, when James Hogan used to listen to our show, he sent us this email. It says, hey, leftovers, Brian, Jay, and Jake. Loving the podcast lately. Until you tell me to go eat a potato and fuck myself. Or whatever. Go fuck yourself with the potato. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right in your ginger face. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why did God make gingers? 
Wow. I wonder why our downloads are low. And now I now I know. Jake hates Irish people and Jay hates gingers. No, I love gingers actually. I love them. Yeah, whatever. Redheads. Mm. I saw you flipping off the TV watching Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> he says, woohoo. That's right, Brian. Say it, you fuck. And say it with some goddamn enthusiasm. <laughs> say it like that shit is coming out of your dick hole. Oh. <laughs> nah, you don't have to say shit, man. In fact, you don't even have to read out the leftover army's emails, but we appreciate that you do. I like how he insults me and then like finishes it off with something nice to say. Yeah, that was nice. That's that was nice. nice. That's kind of like us to him. That's every, <laughs> that's every relationship that I've ever been in. It's <laughs> so it's like, I'm kind of like used to it. You know what I mean? Feels like home. It does. <laughs> yeah, but he made me say woohoo. He did. Yeah. Was I like liked the way you said it too. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I said it with some enthusiasm. Woohoo! Grown men saying woohoo. Yeah. Oh, Fuck God. that. Just wanted to say that your Star Wars spoiler cast was excellent. I bet there's a bunch of people that didn't listen to that. Yeah. They might as well. Have. It was fucking awesome. I didn't really hear any spoilers for Star Wars. Ow, my vagina hurts yeah. from Star Wars spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> they act like, I hope. You know what? Like, uh, the press screenings are happening on the 14th. Oh, yeah. They are happening on the 14th. Uh oh. Guys, shit's gonna get loose. You might as well listen to the spoiler cast and stop being fucking babies about it. Just listen to it. It's gonna enhance your experience when you watch the movie. We could be wrong. We could be wrong. I mean, we're not. We're not. But But. just listen to it. He says, I feel like a smug piece of shit ever since I got, uh, since I gave it a listen. When I was talking to my brother the other day, I was like, oh, you don't know what the movie's gonna be about. Or what potentially could happen? Oh, well, fuck you. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He goes on to say, fucking spoiler, pussy. Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I really enjoyed your read out in the Star Wars spoil, uh, your read out in the Star Wars spoilers podcast so much so that when I went back listening to books on Audible, the narrator is boring as shit at telling, there goes our Audible sponsor. Right. Again. We already lost it. Thanks a lot, James. (laughs) <laughs> we're, not, we're never gonna get audible goddamn gingers ruin everything <laughs> uh, he says uh he's uh listening to books on audible the narrator is boring as shit at telling me the story now i want that guy reading the book to to, to me to be like stopping mid-sentence and going oh shit <laughs> <laughs> To to you think this guy's the motherfucking? uh, Do you think this guy's the motherfucking killer? Drinking and going off script and speculation about what's going to happen at the end. Mm. He can even bring his buddies into the fun, adding their shit too. Be much more fun and enjoyable, I reckon. Uh, I think he's talking about our show. Yeah, yeah. He thinks we should read audiobooks. Yeah, we should. I agree with him. I agree. I agree. Let's get on that. Guy's smart. I really hope you guys are going to ginger. <laughs> James, I I'm I'm going to miss you. <laughs> you were a really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's got potatoes in his ears during this part. <laughs> Jake got a hold of you like Michael Jackson and his monkey. <laughs> now you're gone. You all right, bud? I'm joking. <laughs> Ooh, I'm choking like Michael Jackson on a monkey. Oh, God. Or, or, or James on a potato. Oh. Whoa! Oh, man. And now I just lost him. 
I really hope you guys are going to love the new Star Wars movie and not feel jerked off again like when Avengers Age of Ultron came out. Mm. You guys were talking about that movie forever, and it turned out to be a piece of garbage. Well, that was my opinion anyway. I really think Star Wars is going to beat out Avatar to number one spot for highest grossing movie of all time, even though you guys might not agree. I hope so. Jake is... In your corner, I think Jay's in your yeah. corner. I don't think it will. I don't think it's going to be... I mean, you hope so, though. You can give That's it that much. duh. Yeah. No. Oh, God. Not my... Don't take my avatar down. <laughs> no. Someone's there in Star Wars. I'm thinking about it realistically. Uh, I mean, do, I think that, do I think Star Wars is going to fucking get $3 billion? No, I don't. Do I think it's going to get over $2 billion? Yes. But I don't think it's going to hit three goddamn billion dollars. I mean, I, don't th- I think me and Jay, are, are, we're all on the same page. We all want it to. Yeah, we all want but it to. But I'm just saying, I don't think, I, I, I honestly, even though I'd love it to, and if I'm wrong, thank God. That's fucking awesome. That's the best thing to be wrong about ever. But I don't think it's going to hit three billion. I mean, I agree. All right, he says, well, we will see. Anyway, just wanted to drop you guys a line and say thank you for your time and effort that you put into making this podcast. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Keep up the good work. Talk soon. James Hogan from Ireland. P.S. Is Jake's rash okay? Just checking in on it. I know you guys mentioned it before. Haha, <laughs> see you guys. I forget that reference. Yeah, no, I, I said you had a rash one episode, I think. Oh, okay. We say so much shit on this thing, James. <laughs> it's good. We, one minute we're talking about Michael Jackson fucking monkeys. The next minute we're talking about you eating potatoes and dying on them. I rub some aloe on it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> aloe vera, it's a cure I, tu- I Tupperware my rash. It's a cure <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another goddamn break. <laughs> I need a break. I need more champagne. <laughs> <laughs> fucking emails. Yeah, they're tough, Is man. there more? Yeah. Are we recording still? Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Thanks for talking about the insult listeners. I'm glad you let uh, me know. <laughs> Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can... So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Hey, hey, welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers. Hey. Still on these emails because they never fucking end. Oh, God. I'm going to be passed out by the time I finish emails. (laughs) (laughs) With all the drinking you've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, one more glass of champagne left and I'm done. This honestly, this is not a uh, an email. This is a uh, we got a new Pete's tweets. Oh, here mm. we go, Pete's tweets. I call that call pudding can. Pete's tweets. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, he tweeted us this week. He goes, "I know how Brian feels about remakes, but still interested to hear your opinions on the Memento remake." Uh. 
So, guys, we heard about a uh, Memento reboot, uh, a new uh, Memento film. Too soon. Uh, well, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, of course, Christopher Nolan didn't nail it. <laughs> Seriously, a Memento remake? No, I toss it. No. Yeah, I toss it, too. Yeah, I think we talked about it being cool as maybe a TV series, right? You brought that up? Yeah. But as far as a rebooted movie, no. I think it is a TV series. It's called, uh, what's that, what's that, what's that new show with, uh, Lady Sif called? Oh, Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I pretty like, fucking simple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I've got a 30 year reboot rule. Or if it hasn't been at least 30 years, then what's the fucking point? <sighs> of course you do, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's got, Jake's got a rule about how long movies should be. He's got a reboot movie rule. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not interested, man. That that first movie was perfect, in my opinion. I have yeah. no need to reboot that movie Me either. Ever. What's yeah. the best reboot ever? Off the top of your head, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I would say Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Mm, yeah, Dawn of the Dead's good too. It's not up there with Planet of the Apes, in my opinion. I can't. The Tim Burton one. Yeah, the Tim Burton. One. <laughs> <laughs> I like the <their> costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you know what? Are we done with uh, Pete's tweets? I don't think so. Fuck no. Pete's got uh, another Pete's tweets. I call that call putty cat. Pete's tweets. Like deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> he says Collider released their top 20 movies every film fan should see, and it's getting a lot of criticism. What do you think uh, i didn't get the rest of his email he's like what do you guys think oh yeah what did he say he said something about uh what movies do you think that uh that uh, they should have added to this list is i think what he said yes yeah what did they leave out what did they leave out what is it top 20 movies every like movie buff should have seen yeah something like that some bullshit like that like collider's afi now oh yeah all right jake you watched this video i did you know the list of the movies i did what are these movies and what movies – and we're going to give our movies that we think that they left out. All right. They put tw- – it's 20 movies. They kind of cheated a bit with that, but we'll get to that. And it's in any order, so it's not like a countdown of like what the best movie buff movie is. Oh, so it, they don't go from like uh, 20 to 1. Yeah. I mean they did count down from 20 to 1, but they specifically made a point to no. say like don't get pissed about what's number 15 right. and what's number 20 and what's number 1. Because they're all just jumbled in there. Yeah, exactly. So you ready for this shit? Yeah. Yeah, All I'm right. ready. Number one. Waiting. The Lion King. Number two, Citizen Kane. Number three, Goodfellas. Number four, The Usual Suspects. Number five, Die Hard. Number six, The Dark Knight. Number seven, Apocalypse Now. Number eight, Fight Club. Number nine, Braveheart. Number ten, Back to the Future One. Number eleven, Lord of the Rings. All three. Those were there's a little bit of cheating going on. Mm-hmm. So, because it's supposed to be twenty movies, but yeah, they, they just threw three in. Yeah. So, oh, I guess the uh, top twenty-two movies. Yeah. Number. Well, hold on. Oh uh, yeah, Star Wars. Number twelve is Godfather one and two. Oh, okay. Specifically, so not now three. At, now we're at twenty-three. <laughs> well, yeah, three sucked. Yes, Andy Garcia fucking fucked that shit up. Uh, Lords of Arabia, number thirteen. Number fourteen, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number fifteen, Taxi Driver. Number sixteen, Shawshank Redemption. Number 17, Seven Samurai. Number 18, The Matrix. Number 19, mm. Unforgiven. And number 20, The Star Wars Trilogy. Mm. So they're at about 25 movies. Yeah. More than that, <laughs> I think, even, right? There's two trilogies already. Mm-hmm. So, And then Godfather 2 and 3, and then all three Lord of the... Three trilogies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you don't count the first one. Yeah, but there's like 
that. Oh, fuck off. Two, four, six. <laughs> Deal with it. God. <laughs> fucking mathematician over there. You got the number wrong. I quit. All right. Fucking Poindexter over there. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, uh, what one movie do you think that you would add to that list that they left out? I'm, I'm going to say Heat. Uh, have you guys seen Heat? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Pacino, um, De Niro. Ma- Michael Mann. Yeah, Val- Michael Mann. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Young Natalie Portman. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I think I've watched that more than, like, Goodfellas or... Not The Heat with Sandra Bullock. No, not The Heat. <laughs> with, and Melissa McCarthy? No. <laughs> I, I've never seen that. I guess I'm not a movie buff. No. <laughs> <laughs> heat is one of my favorite fucking... Not the basketball team. No, not that, the like, Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade and the, no. they, had, they had LeBron James there for... They the, are stellar. They're stellar. LeBron players. came back, right? I mean, he's at Cleveland now. No, he came back, I thought. To Cleveland. He came. He left Cleveland and came back to Miami. Again? Right? Yeah. No, he's still with Cleveland. I swear he came back to Miami. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Look that up. I shit you not. I swear he came back. All like right, was- we're gonna pause. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't ever defer to me when it comes to basketball. Yeah, you, next, you were talking about. Oh, he plays for the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> plays for the Buffalo Bills this year. Way to go! Have a great season, LeBron. <laughs> You're in the wrong sport, Chief. <laughs> so the Heat is the movie you think is heat. every movie, but not the Heat. Heat. Oh, Heat. <laughs> yeah, Heat. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. All right, Jake. About. Jake, what movie did they did they not include? I've got two. Okay, yes, get, get the, the fuck out of here! Yeah, get the fuck out! You're like you're like Collider. You're you're including a whole trilogy. <laughs> they're not they're not both the same like see, like series though or, or whatever. All right, my number my number one they left out is I think Akira needs to be on that list. I would actually throw out Lion King and put Akira in this list. Don't you think that they just threw Lion King in there because it was an animated movie? Oh, we got to yeah. get our animated movie That's in there. Terrible animated movie too. I I am so not a Lion King guy. I'm a huge Disney fan and Lion King is bullshit to me. Hmm. Like they build up the whole Scar Simba fight and then the animation like drops like to subpar animation when they have their big finale fight. It's really fucking off. I I hate the Lion King. Yeah. So, I'll take Little Mermaid over Lion King every day. So fuck Lion King, we're throwing it out, we're putting Akira in the list. And then what, I'm gonna throw out another movie. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out The Matrix. Yeah, me too. Agreed. And I, I'm going to add Pulp Fiction to that list. Mm, mm, I, I think you are, you are not a movie buff if you haven't seen Ma- Pulp Fiction. Well, and if you put The Matrix in your top 20 list. Yeah. Did I say top 20? <laughs> yeah, you did. I totally said 20. I said, no, I, I said top 20 list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not a movie buff if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I, That's like a prerequisite for being a movie buff. Am right? I giving the ceremony for the Princess Bride wedding yeah. <laughs> right now? Inconceivable. <laughs> the top 20 list. <laughs> Do you take... <laughs> We're getting a lot of love for Twat Twenty on Periscope right now. <laughs> I would, uh, and you guys are going to disagree with me, but I love this movie. I would put in Goodwill Hunting. Oh, I'm with you. I like Goodwill. You're Hunting. not a movie buff if you haven't seen fucking Goodwill Hunting. I I, I love that movie. Whether I, you love it or it's lump not going to be at the top. It's not going to be at number one. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be in the lower tier. Yeah, but I would I would definitely take out Matrix and add in Goodwill Hunting. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I think Goodwill Hunting is. Like, I would take out at least five or six of these movies in yeah. that Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. How do you like them, Apples Collider? Hey. Yeah. Hey. A little reference You like there. how I tied that in, right? Yeah. 
This is a real safe fucking list. It is. It is. It's like, oh, we got to get our animated in there. We got to get our gangster movie in there. We got to have Shawshank Redemption. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have Shawshank Redemption, too. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, it's a real safe fucking list. Yeah. Fuck the usual suspects, too. By the way, it's a it's it's Brian Singer's best movie. Yeah. It, it, it is good. It is good. Kaiser Sose can go fuck himself with a potato. Whoa. It's a great movie. I I, I like Usual Suspects. Me too. Yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. But uh, Periscope says the thing. By the way, that's I saw that a bunch. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's a good movie. They, they, I guess they did kind of leave out the horror genre in this yeah. list. They really didn't have so any. They, has the Academy ever really given the horror genre that much? I would say the closest it's Shining. come to it is uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's well, it's a thriller. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a horror. You know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a thriller. Devil's Advocate. That movie fucking sucked. <laughs> With Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. Uh, fuck that movie. Yeah, that Top twenty. That God. movie fucking blows. Yeah. Who said fucking Devil's Advocate? It went by too fast. Oh. Pulp Fiction, though. How can you... you Let ha- me play Devil's Advocate and say, it oh. is a good movie. Oh, no, fuck it. Nah, it's <laughs> definitely not worthy. I don't see how you could not have seen Pulp Fiction and consider yourself a movie buff, though. Even if you yeah. don't like the movie, like you have to have seen it. The question, though, is, is like Pulp Fiction, is it better than Reservoir Dogs? Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Man, I love Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Pulp Fiction's better, mm-hmm. though. There's, like, so it's so much more quotable than Reservoir Dogs. That's true. The soundtrack is where yeah. it's at. Well, Reservoir Dogs has a great soundtrack, oh, I too. Agree. I agree. They I agree. all do, yeah. Tarantino's great for that. I used yeah. to buy any Tarantino movie. I would buy the soundtrack before I even saw the I mean, fucking I'm, movie. I'm surprised that you're not as excited as Jay and I for The Hateful Eight. I... I've, the last couple of Tarantino movies haven't done much for me. Django, it didn't do much for what? me. What four hundred did like uh, did four hundred million or something? I mean, it's it's a. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a taste it for me. I thought it was uh, Jamie Foxx's best movie since uh, Ray. Oh, okay, sure. I'm I know. With- I know. Stealth was amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. Amazing Spider-Man two. Why can't? Why isn't Stealth in that top twenty list? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Amazing Spider-Man two. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't know. I've just been I've been down on Tarantino for a while now. I don't know what it is. Kill Bill Volume uh, One. Kill and Bill two. Volume One and Two. I love yeah. Kill Bill Volume One and yeah. Two. I mean, we're only looking at like uh, Hateful Eight is like the eighth or ninth movie that he's done. I mean, I even love Jackie Brown. I love Jack. I saw Jackie Brown on Christmas today. Jackie Brown is playing tonight at the Art Theater in Champaign. Nice. I love Jackie Brown. You know who's hilarious in Jackie Brown is Chris Tucker. It's a real short part, but he's so Mm -hmm. hilarious in it. Yeah. Next email comes from. uh, This is a good one, and I already let you guys read this one earlier in the week. It's from. It comes from Carlos, who goes by Los Yambao on uh, Facebook. Oh, this is a good one. Hey, Leftovers, long-time listener here from episode two. Oh, Jesus. That was our Iron Man episode, right? Back in the Dan Hill days. Dan Hill days. Mm-hmm. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to touch base and let you know I have been catching up on a few episodes and uh, heard a story I felt I heard before about a listener that has been shunned by you guys. But... Okay, and he knows exactly who he is. He names him here in the email. Mm-hmm. But listening to this story and everything that was being said sounded very familiar to me. Insert Wayne's World flashback sound. <laughs> Here's the story. He goes on to say, My wife works at Disneyland and was in training. She met a man that was hired and training for Darth Vader and Chewbacca. 
for the new Star Wars World and Episode 7 events at Disneyland. He mentioned he did a podcast. And he mentions the name of his podcast about pop culture and stuff. And she let me know about him. And I said, oh, that's cool. She knows I'm a loyal leftover army for life. And let him know I listen to a few. But my go-to is pop culture leftovers. (laughs) She said he got very smug and went on a rant about Brian. Now, this is the guy. Yeah, here we go. I'll just read it. She She said he got very smug and went on a rant about Brian. And being blocked, they are arrogant, and that's why everyone leaves. Heads are to, uh, he, uh, heads are too big, and how he was promised to be on episode one hundred <laughs> <laughs> and was shut out, and he didn't know why. Just on and on, and I should listen to his show. It's better. Mm. I told her next time, let him know. Hate and anger leads to the dark side. You have been very well casted. (laughs) Of course, he's Vader. Yeah. I am planning to get some pop culture leftover merchandise made, so when I go to Disneyland next time, I can wear it and take a pic with him in costume for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to update you about that D-bag and let you know I got your back 100% here on the West Coast. Thanks for all the time and effort you guys put into the show. I drive a lot for work, and it seems like a road trip with my boys. Carlos Los Yambo, leftover armor, uh, leftover army. You choose the rank. So, mm. so are we not saying who we're talking about here? We're not going to say who we're talking about. Oh, okay, I don't want to give him any attention. Yeah, no. you guys did on one episode, though, right? I no. didn't name the name though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I talked about him. Did I, you say why said person wasn't allowed on episode one hundred? Absolutely. I, I I talked about the audio that he had sent me and how yeah. he called Kevin Feige something very. That could that could offend people, and yeah. he, he just sounded like a complete douche. It offends me what he said about mm-hmm. Kevin Feige. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. And then like, uh, and then like after I didn't have him on the show, I didn't respond to him. He like sent me some email saying like, "Oh, we missed out on some of the best podcast banter ever." <laughs> he has such an inflated ego about himself. Listen, dude, I've listened to your podcast. I could not get through it. It is. <laughs> Garbage, hot garbage. It is awful. And you know what? He's just bitter. He's just a bitter person. And it's just like, like I told Jake, this, you know, it's a small world, man, that his (laughs) wife knows, you know, that is hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Wow. Go dress up like Darth Vader. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. God. Oh, wow. What a coinky dink. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He had to feel like shit when the person was like, no, he's a diehard PCL It's fan. fucking awesome that he was there to confront, or like that information was like, mm. oh, yeah, well, I know a listener, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> it's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> it is a fucking small world. <laughs> yeah, we are never going to give him attention, like no. as far as who he is, where he's at. Yeah. Go fuck himself. Yeah. That's the only way he's going to get listeners if we bring him up on the fucking show. Like, I've listened to his show, and, like, he'll talk about, like, like his favorite podcasts and stuff. And he'll bring up, like, names like Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith and how, like, they're such an inspiration to him. It's mm-hmm. like, those are good podcasts. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, like, associate yourself with, like, good podcasts <laughs> when yours is such garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck him. I just thought that was a funny story. It's hilarious. Are you still periscoping? No, I turned it off. Thank God. (laughs) I'll I'll turn it back on. No. (laughs) Next email comes from 
Gus Hoontight. What's up, Lefto? Bless you. Yeah. What's up, Lefto? <laughs> that joke never gets old, Jake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm not laughing about fucking chimpanzees. I'm laughing about you and your sneeze jokes. <laughs> What's up, Leftovers? Real quick email. Enjoyed the crossovers this weekend. Now we need to create the trifecta and get all three together. He's talking about me, how I was, how I was on the League of Geeks, and I was on Nerd Porn yes. oh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Uh, now we need to create the trifecta and get all three together. Anyway, just doing a little investigating, and if you check the time on both the geeks and nerd porn, uh, with a zero, always with a zero, how they spell porn, <laughs> they only they only have one show that's over the time when you were on. Guess that makes you podcast Viagra. <laughs> wow. Hell oh, yeah. That's the thing with me, man. You get me on a fucking show and uh, you got a long show. <laughs> awesome. Have long a- other things too. Oh. <laughs> especially after doing my manscaping. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Have a good one and enjoy the holidays. Your faithful listener, Gus. Gus is awesome. Gus is good people. Yes. Gus is good people. Mm-hmm. I know his real name. Really? Yeah, I've told you this before. You always forget. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys, I'll pause and I'll tell you his real name. Okay, yeah. let's hear it. All right, so there's his real name. <laughs> you guys what know. a fucked up name. <laughs> <laughs> I would change my name to Gus Tite too. <laughs> Next email comes from uh, Eric Marable, mm. creator of the Cock Block. Yes. Oh, yeah. Creator of the drunken email. Yeah, creator of uh, – God, he loves alcohol. Like <laughs> – we should have like you know it's like like we turn into a joke, but we honestly should have like an intervention for this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. like it's not funny, right? It's like, like we have like this is a cry for help. Yeah. Like we have a listener who's an alcoholic. Yeah. Who's probably destroying his family. <laughs> and his liver. <laughs> and his liver. And uh, this email is so eloquently titled, as Eric Marable always does. It's titled "Fuck That." <laughs> <laughs> He's quite the wordsmith. Yeah. I said that. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, leftovers and drunk Eric. I asked my wife. He's referring to himself. That's <laughs> basically, he, he is that drunk. Well, he's on this podcast more than the left outs anymore. <laughs> Might as well ask himself he a did, question. He did word it. Hey, leftovers. That 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 and drunk Eric. <laughs> did that's classic he's on the right track he's fine he's good drunk eric's a regular i asked my wife the stupid fuck mary kill Mm. chris hemsworth evans pratt so chris hemsworth chris evans and chris pat pratt she basically would fuck the shit out of all of them (laughs) that's not how it works (laughs) marry all of them and I'm dead. <laughs> Keep on kicking ass. Nice. Wow. That's a good email. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. What's your F Mary kill for uh, Hemsworth, Pratt, and Evans? Oh, shit. Uh, let's see here. Well, I mean, if he is good enough for Anna Ferris, he's good enough for me, I'm going to marry uh, Chris Pratt. Nice. Uh, I am, uh, I'm fucking Chris Hemsworth. Okay. He looks like a power bottom anyway. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> He's looking pretty scrawny after that Moby Dick shit. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Chris Evans. <laughs> Civil War. Yeah, you're dead. It's on. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. Team, team Tony. <laughs> I'm fucking Chris Pratt. I'm marrying Evans, and I'm I'm killing Hemsworth. Okay. Why? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Thanks for the. Uh, <laughs> thanks for elaborating. Thanks for elaborating on nothing. Yeah. 
Evan Evan seems like that. Evan seems like the honorable guy to marry. You know, he's Captain American shit. Like he's gonna uphold his vows and whatnot. So okay, and Hemsworth, eh, he's a piece of shit. I kill him. <laughs> he was in Black Hat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, Jay. Uh, fuck Mary. Kill Hemsworth. Evans. Pratt. Battle of the Chris's. Oh shit. Uh, Chris Pratt. I, I. I'm sorry. I have. A, I have a bit of a man crush on Chris Pratt. So I. I fuck him. Um. I would marry Chris Evans. He does seem kind of like a. You know, like a good dude, good yeah, solid guy. Exactly. Gonna bring home the bacon. Not you know gonna cheat saying? on you or nothing. Yeah, not gonna cheat on me. I love bacon. While you're cheating on it with Chris Pratt. <laughs> you guys are getting too caught up in his fucking Captain America persona. I know, it's not really him. The guy was Human Torch at one time. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> but still, I'd, I'd probably marry him, yeah. Okay. For sure. You're, so you're killing him? killing him's worth I'm killing him's I'm not just not, yeah, I have no attachment to him's worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, whatever with Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> what email are we going to end this on? Okay. What's, what's our choice? As long as we're cutting some out, I don't care which one we end <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end it on Chris Hohola. Okay. No. You said okay like it was nothing. <laughs> the last email we got from this guy was fucking like, uh, like reading War and Peace. It was long as fuck. Oh yeah, you're right. You're it right. was like reading that part of the Bible where so and so begat so and so, and so and so begat. I always skip that part. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Jebediah begat Jebedias. <laughs> I'm smoking a cigarette during the Ahoyla email. You guys can step out. I'll just read it. Awesome. I'll read it. We won't even react, and we'll just start good pop, bad pop. That sounds good. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Chris Ahola says, what's up, leftovers? Just want to say I'm so happy that the email ban has finally been lifted. I've been itching. Oh. I've been itching to send you guys a new email. In one of my first emails, I mentioned if you guys would have been interested in a Dino Writers movie. And lo and be- behold, a week later, Mattel had put a Dino Writers movie in the works. So I think that your podcast has so much pull in the world of pop culture that it may uh, that if you guys mention it, it may actually happen. No. Wait, hold the phone. One of us wanted a Dino Riders movie. One of us was cool with that. Mm-mm. Dino Riders? I, I love so. Dino Riders. I don't, I don't remember this conversation at all. But yeah, me neither. I but. do like the Dino Riders cartoon. What's yeah. wrong with a Dino Riders movie? I had some toys. Yeah. God, you like fucking the Michael Bay Transformers movie. Like, you can't watch fucking like, dinosaurs with guns on them and shit? Yeah. You I would mean, love that. If Michael Bay directed a Dino Riders movie, your little dick would get hard as fuck. If Michael fuck. Bay directed anything, <laughs> my little dick would get hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I've got my first wish, how about an Inhumanoids movie? You guys remember that franchise back in the day? Great cartoon and toy franchise. All right, well, that's it for now. Keep bullshitting, Chris Hohola. Hey, how about a Visionaries movie? Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> they got their hologram chest. Hey, let's get Turbo Teen, the movie. What about the gem in the holograms? Oh, oh it already yeah. happened. Yeah. Did it? Gem and the Holograms movie? I was, I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, where were you for those two weeks it was in theaters? <laughs> two weeks it was in theaters. <laughs> I was blackout drunk and Jim and the Holograms came out and went out went out of the theater. <laughs> Dino Riders movie. You know, I watched I, I think it's weird that Dino Riders movies in the works because it's it feels like Jurassic World set up that whole thing. Like you had I uh, agree. Um, uh, D'Onofrio's character talking about uh, weaponizing these mm-hmm. dinosaurs, which I didn't really understand. Like the whole like weaponizing the dinosaurs thing. Like, yeah, they're like, not badass enough. 
Well, the thing like like you can actually use these animals for like war. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you can just train them. Like like I understand like like they've used dogs in wars and things like that and horses and stuff like that, but not for like attacking and stuff like that. Maybe a German shepherd, but like we haven't figured out how to weaponize a bear. Or a tiger. <laughs> they tried to re- weaponize dolphins in World War Two. I think. Did they? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's stupid. I mean... Dr. Pl- Evil wants to weaponize sharks yeah. with lasers on their heads. Plus, you can, just shoot, yeah. you can just shoot the fucking... It's not like they have fucking adamantium skin. Yeah. You just shoot the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what? We're just talking about how many human lives and blah, 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 blah. I mean, we can just pump these yeah. things out and they'll go out there and kill Ro- people. Robots don't exist yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but we can have people riding on them. Oh. That'll change the difference. That'll help. I, okay. <laughs> no, no. You talk... To, okay. If you're going to talk to like... Nine-year-old Brian. Yeah. And if you sit nine-year-old Brian down and you're like, hey, Brian, would you like to see a movie where dinosaurs have guns on them and people ride them and go around killing people? Mm-hmm. Nine-year-old Brian's going to say, oh, no. Logistically, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Nine-year-old Brian is going to fucking get a hard on. Yeah. Like he's sitting in the tub and it's all awkward and he's like, why is this happening? <laughs> why am I in a tub? Why am I? <laughs> I'm just saying. Nine-year-old Brian just didn't <laughs> <laughs> the only the only reason Brian nine year old Brian got a hard on was because he was in a hot tub. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> or a weird bumpy school bus ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Works every time. It does. <laughs> Why is this happening? Whoa! Why am I rubbing my dick on the carpet? <laughs> wow! A little two EMI, TMI. <laughs> Shit. Wow. We've all fucking been there. You fucking know it. I didn't. Even, I didn't even have to manscape in those days. No. <laughs> Finn knows. <laughs> He's where when, yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, damn that bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's my arch nemesis. Damn those hot baths. <laughs> Thank God for my trapper keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see this hard end. Shields up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all down. I'm down for Dino Riders movie. Why yeah. not? Might be fun. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jake doesn't want to see. Jake doesn't want to see weaponized dinosaurs. No, I don't. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I'm good on it. You know they're making Funkos out of that shit. Oh, I'll buy those. Oh, see, there you go. What if they had? What if? Oh, hold on. What if they came out with a Dino Riders okay. movie? Okay. But all the dinosaurs had like massive dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, all no. right, you're selling me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like just big old fucking dino dicks <laughs> flopping around. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> That's how I see it in my head. Like, nobody's acting like it's like a big deal either. No. <laughs> no. Like it's just like all of a sudden like you got like a dramatic scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a T-Rex doing something. But like the whole time is like you've got like an in-focus dinosaur dick. They always do close-ups of their dick, but nobody acknowledges it. <laughs> there's like, there's like one of the captains, and he's having like a speech with his men, and behind him is a huge dinosaur dick. I got William Wallace like charge speech, <laughs> and it starts getting hard and bumping him in the back of the head and shit. He's got to move. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> All right, guys. You've got away with words. You've totally changed my 
<laughs> I knew that's all it would take. <laughs> Massive dicks and yeah, dinosaurs yeah. with guns. If I had told Jay that they were dead dinosaurs with big dicks, oh, he would be yeah. all in. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy Ridley, dead dinosaurs? <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> Literally. All right, guys, you guys ready to move? God damn it, this is going to be a long episode. You guys ready to move on to Good Pop, Bad Pop? Yeah. All yeah, right. if you say so. It's time for Good Pop, <laughs> Good Pop Bad Pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. All right, Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read that we liked or disliked. We do have a rating system here on Pop Culture Leftovers. If you're not familiar with our rating system, uh, then I want to play the rating system. Clive, take it away, you stupid piece of shit. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, fuck Whoa. off. <laughs> fuck off, Clive. I Tupperware giant dinosaur dicks. All right. <laughs> yeah, you beat me to it. That was the first thing about good pop, bad pop. That was I was going to ask you guys your thoughts on uh, giant dinosaur dicks. Tupperware. Tupperware yeah. party, right? But oh, you guys don't agree? The Indominus cock. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, like, all right, guys. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to talk about first? Oh. Prison violence, drugs, rape, finger bang, lesbians, abortion. Let's talk about Jessica Jones. <laughs> all right. All right. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Summed it up. <laughs> That's it for that all one. Right. <laughs> Marvel Netflix's Jessica Jones came out. We had, uh, who do we have? Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. We mm-hmm. had Tristan Ritter as uh, Jessica Jones. We had a bunch of other people in this thing, too. We had uh, Dave and Tennant as the Purple Man. And uh, think about talk about purple dicks. Let's talk about Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> why didn't we ever see, of- why didn't we see his huge purple dick? Because it wasn't huge. It was small. <laughs> How do you know this? Well, we just seen it if it was huge, right? How could they have hit it? Well, I, maybe we could rub that area. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't have CGI back on PBS. <laughs> I'm, sure plenty, I'm sure plenty of kids tried to rub that area he and we might, still no, didn't see it. No, I think Barney is a grower and not a shower. Uh. I think you rub that area enough. <laughs> You're going to see a giant purple dick. I rub you. You rub me. It's going to look like uh, Prince came out to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be the size of Prince, but his dick. <laughs> and his, Barney's dick comes out, and he's like, hey, you want to hear a dove cry? <laughs> <laughs> then it beats you in basketball. Oh, wow. Hell of a basketball right. I just covered Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Prince, Prince, Prince achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold we again. Yeah. We did it. Woo. Woo. Barney's dick looks like Prince. <laughs> Guaranteed. All right, guys, let's talk about Jessica Jones. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, I, I want us to rate Jessica. I want us to talk about it, what we like, what we didn't like, uh, and rate it. Who wants to go first? Nobody, nobody jump in there. I'll go first. I know it's hard to think after, to, after you think, after you have the mental image of fucking Barney's dick. It is hard. It's hard to think about anything. <laughs> oh, no. I'm clouded by all this dinosaur dick right now. Can we have Me a too. smoke before we rate this? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go ahead, man. Uh, uh, I, I, Suckasaurus. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Damn. Yeah, I know. Can't help myself. All right, right. Jay, I'm lighting up. All right, hold on. No, you're not, Jay. (laughs) Talk to us. Talk to us about Jessica Jones. Uh, I am. uh, I'm Tupperwareing the series. Watched the whole thing uh, this last couple weeks here. Um, 
And the reason is, and actually, um, for as much as I fucking love Daredevil, man, I liked this better than Daredevil. Wow. I thought it took it to that next level that I kind of, you know, wasn't getting from Daredevil. Though what? I love it, I took away <clears throat> the fuck out of Daredevil. I yeah. the fuck out of it. But I like this so much more that it's, you know, I have to mention that. Um, her character, I wasn't even a fan of Jessica Jones. I, I never read the comic book with her. Sure, I know who she was. I know yeah. her backstory. Sure. But to see her in this live series was fucking phenomenal. I thought she was great. And, of course, David Tennant was fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, as the villain, as the purple man, as Kilgrave. Um, the supporting ga- the supporting cast, I would say, is not as good as Daredevil. So there are some, I, I believe, my personal opinion, there's some shortfalls in the the supporting cast. Some of mm-hmm. them. Not all of them. Some of them were fucking great. But some of it was a little bit of overacting. I, I didn't care for the characters. But overall, um, yeah, Tupper the fuck out of this. I binge-watched it in a couple days because mm-hmm. I had to, man. I had to see what was going to happen from episode to episode. Um, but yeah, I am in love with this character. I'm buying the fucking alias Omnibus for myself for Christmas. That's my gift to myself because of this fucking series. So yeah, I loved it. This is a Bendis book, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So totally in love with it, man. I, you know, I, this is the most important female character that I've personally ever read. You know, yeah, I'm in the fucking dark about that. I don't usually gravitate towards that. I appreciate it. But I've never really, you know, explored female, you know, superheroes that much besides mm-hmm. the the given Wonder Woman, Batgirl, all that stuff that I've yeah. seen before. Um, yeah, I loved it, man. She just she blew my mind. I love Kristen Ritter. Fucking great. I think she's great in that role. Could have used some more dinosaur <laughs> penis in this. Could have used a little more dinosaur cock. Yeah. Um, a little bit more dinosaur penis in We this didn't series. get that. We what didn't could, get what couldn't We use didn't more get that. that, so I'm gonna take it to a toss it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're like the purple man on the fucking podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I love the fucking villain. You guys can talk. Alright, I'm I'm gonna agree with Jay. I'm gonna Tupperware it too. And I actually thought this I when when I was thinking this when I finished the series, I thought this would kind of be a little bit controversial but i agree with jay that i thought jessica jones was better than daredevil i liked it much more than daredevil i didn't have the um action choreography that daredevil had it didn't have that kind of shit going for it but as far as the sh- a show that made me want to click on the next episode like this was the show like i i felt like i was compelled to keep watching more episodes i had to know more and more and more what was going to fucking happen with this uh, i love david Tennant as purple man he was fucking top notch. Um, I loved Mike Coulter as um, Luke Cage. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he embodied that character. I, it made me excited to see his show. I fucking love this shit. It's a, it's a fucking giant Tupperware. I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit in more detail about it. But yeah, we can. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that I had a problem with. I don't like Kristen Ritter. Mm. Um, I I'm not a big fan of hers. Um, I didn't like the B in Apartment 23, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't think that she was a great casting choice as Jessica Jones. Uh, I think this show would have been better served had they cast someone like the like Tatiana Maslany as Jessica Jones. Um, I'm not; she just wasn't a likable character, and I'm not saying that Jessica Jones should be a likable character. I'm just saying I didn't like her as Jessica Jones. Okay. Um, Mike Coulter, I didn't like him as Luke Cage. I thought he was very one-dimensional. I don't think he's a good actor. 
The guy did a fucking Halo movie and he did some other shit. There's nothing about his performance that stood out to me that made me like want to be like want to see anything that he does with Luke Cage in the future. And I'm worried about that series going forward. I hope it's got a great supporting cast. What carried Jessica Jones for me was the supporting cast. I love the girl that played Trish, the blonde. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like the guy that played Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that we we did get to see Night Nurse again. Yes. That yeah. was fun. That was a nice little throw-in. David Tennant, I'm going to throw this out right now. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking spoilers? I, we'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. I was pissed. David Tennant, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing in this whole series. And my problems with uh, Kristen Ritter, my problems with Mike Coulter, I'm going to throw them out the window mm-hmm. because of the amazing performance of fucking Tennant and the rest of the supporting cast and just the story. It was very story-driven. Mm-hmm. Very story-driven. I don't like Jessica Jones as much as Daredevil. I thought Daredevil was better overall. But I'm going to give Jessica Jones a Tupperware even for its shortcomings mm-hmm. as far as Kristen Ritter and as far as Mike Coulter. Because it's very story-driven and I thought the supporting characters are great. And oh my god, I didn't think we'd get a better villain than D'Onofrio as Kingpin. And we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, I agreed. Absolutely. We did. Purple Man, David Tennant's better. The best villain ever, in my best opinion. Vi- I'll be honest with you. These Marvel Netflix TV shows are better than any movie that they've ever made. You're right. Yeah. Close. Fucking absolutely Better right. than Guardians of the Galaxy. Better of Avengers, in my opinion. Yeah. Better than any movie that Marvel's ever made. These Marvel Netflix series, I would watch them ten times over any movie that they've ever made. So, yeah, Kevin Feige, you got your work cut out for you because the guys that are involved in these – are part of that Ike Perlmutter mm-hmm. and the the Marvel uh, the the uh, committee. Right, the, those guys are still involved in this with Jeff Loeb and Casada and Ike Perlmutter. This TV shit you got going on right now is fucking gold, and uh, it's the best shit Marvel's putting out right now. Fuck yeah, I basically agree with that. Other than Guardians of the Galaxy, if I if I rated the TV series along with the movies, Jessica Jones and Daredevil would be number two and three. I would I would put this over Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, me too. I There's mean, way more substance in this. Well, I mean, they get the advantage of having thirteen hours. No, it's they get the advantage of not fucking trying to suck up to every fucking viewer. Yeah, thirteen hours Guardians, helps to have more substance, though. I'm just saying, Guardians of the Galaxy, you're not going to get the depth in Guardians of the Galaxy that you're going to get in these movies. If I'm it had thirteen like, hours, maybe. Absolutely not. Absolutely, they're not going to touch any of the things that they touched in this movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is never going to have characters that are lesbians. They're never going to have characters that are doing some of the things that are happening in the real world in Hell's Kitchen. It's just going to be. Yeah, I could see it having lesbians, but I can. I mean, it's not going to definitely not going to be as adult. I can't. I can't. I yeah. I mean, I think like watching this and watching Daredevil, my first immediate reaction was like, man, this changes. This changes the playing field. This is like changing the blueprint for mm-hmm. how things are going to go forward. I guarantee you, all the other studios are watching this shit and they're going to be like, I, we need to kind of tweak things to be more like this. I, I think we're going to see more of it from other studios trying to do superhero movies in general. Maybe not Marvel, no, because they're in this fucking, they're in their own fucking formula. Yeah, but yeah, immediately I was like, this is how it should be. So yeah, to me too, it like it far surpassed those. I know what you're saying, you know, there's not enough time to get into depth to some of the characters. Um 
But overall, just it hit all those fucking beats that the movies have not even. No, touched. like Guardians of the Galaxy to me, I'm not taking anything away from that movie. It's that fun. movie is supposed yeah. to be what it's supposed to be, and it's a fun movie. But if you compare Guardians of the Galaxy to fucking this movie, you're basically comparing Melissa and Joey to fucking Breaking Bad. It's a different beast, yeah. And that's Guardians of the Galaxy is Melissa and Joey, and you got Breaking Bad. Right. You're never gonna get. I, I I can I think the characters in uh, Jessica Jones are a little bit more relatable, yeah. and a lot of the things that are happening in Daredevil and Jessica Jones are way more relatable than anything that's happening in the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, as it should be. I mean, it's a more grounded thing. Yeah, and I and, mean, it's way more grounded characters. It's way more human characters, and it's better. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it, it's better. Better than all but one to me. Well, even even take it to the threat level of the villain, like that's so important. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. these things are so great oh, so God. far. Trying to compare Ronan to fucking Purple Man. Yeah, come on. It's just like man, I'd rather see or him in the Thanos. Fuck- yeah, even oh, I, I agree with that. That that's what's really crucial about it for me is just how great the fucking villains. Have rate been. your villains. Rate your villains right now. And there's only three from Marvel. Let's rate them. You got Purple Man. You mm. got Kingpin. And you got Loki. Rate them. I'm going Purple Man. Uh, Kingpin then Loki. I, I totally agree with you. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. He he blew my fucking mind. And it's just like, man, I wish you guys would do that, incorporate that more into the, the movies. And I have a feeling that DC is kind of going to do that in DC's their movies. going that direction. Yeah. I screamed no like Darth Vader at the end of episode three when Purple Man met his fate. I was that upset by it. Like, I so wanted – I, like, knew that he probably wasn't going to make it out of this. Oh, uh, episode 13? Yeah, yeah. I screamed. Yeah, I literally screamed. No, because I wanted him to make it out so much. Yeah, even though he's to, a piece of shit, I yeah, still. I wanted him to be no, in more episodes. Best thing. Yeah. Best thing about the the whole series. Yeah, but I loved Kristen Ritter and Mike Coulter. Loved him. him. I thought they were both fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they're really going to have to pull out all the stops in the second season. Like, how are they going to top that? You know how yeah. how are they going to bring something else in mm-hmm. that's going to drive the story like he did? Well, I mean, you know, Daredevil's already doing it, in my opinion. They got in uh, John Bernthal. That I was mean, a great choice. You can't go wrong with John yeah. Bernthal. But uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the, I personally think that Terry Crews would have been a better. I still go. That's ridiculous. I know. You, I, Mike Coulter. What did he bring to the fucking character? Grandpa Terry oh, Crews oh, in this show? No, Mike. That's Coulter, ridiculous. Mike Coulter. That's ridiculous. Mike Coulter. Oh yeah, he's. Fucking like five or six years older than fucking Mike Coulter. Terry Crews is a cartoon character. He belongs in a Marvel movie more than Oh, yeah, and Mike, Mike Coulter looks like fucking Luke Cage because he's fucking like uh, six foot and like maybe 200 pounds. Ter- ter- really? Terry Crews would be ridiculous in this show. Fucking bullshit. Terry Crews would have ruined range. this. He would have ruined this. He's got way show. more range as an He's actor. a cartoon he'd character. He'd be a lot funnier. He, he'd have been funnier. He would have ruined this show. Funnier, he would have been. Crews would have ruined this bullshit. show. Bullshit. The show like would have been Cage. ruined by Coulter Cruz. looks like a fucking mini me version of fucking Luke Cage. He would have ruined He's this He's so show. fucking tiny. Cruz would have ruined Whatever. I want a big dinosaur dick in my fucking movie. <laughs> I don't want fucking little Mike Coulter in there. I don't little want Mike Terry Coulter Cruz. from across the I don't street. want Terry no. Cruz ruining the seriousness of this show. Bullshit. Bullshit. He would have ruined this They just show. had him in there because he's fucking eye candy for the ladies. That's all he was, was fucking eye candy for the fucking ladies. I thought he was a great actor. I thought he did great. He oh, was, yeah. Fucking stellar performance. Just, it was I, like Luke I, Cage I was, rivet- I was riveted when he said sweet Christmas. I was just like, oh, my God. He's so fucking amazing. It's I was not fucking his riveted. fault that that's I was fucking line. riveted by his scenes. I thought he was good. Oh, he's so long lasting. I, I I couldn't get over fucking Mike Coulter. I wow. could not. I went back and Terry I watched Cruz that fucking and... Halo movie he was in, and I just hit my dick. Got so fucking. I've never seen hard. the Halo. <laughs> no, 
no, no, no, no. I didn't either. I didn't either. But his goddamn performance in this fucking show was so goddamn fucking good, Jake. I had to go back and watch that fucking Halo fucking Before Dawn or whatever the fuck it's called because he's such a goddamn good fucking actor. Well, I'm so fucking we're on good. the same page. We are on the same fucking page. <laughs> I went back and I fucking binged the B in uh, Apartment 23 because Chris I've never so seen that. Good. I've never seen that either. Oh, you've got to now because she's so goddamn good as fucking Jessica Jones. Hey, listen, I've watched more Terry Crews things than I have Mike Coulter things, but I still think Terry Crews would have fucking ruined the I don't, show. I don't. I think he would have absolutely ruined it. He's got a serious side. I think he could take it to that serious level. I've never seen that. Oh, come on. Come on. I, I think he could. I think he could. I he think would he ruin could. this. Absolutely he not. He was so wrong for this part. Absolutely not. I totally, I don't agree with you. If Terry Crews is all. having sex with Kristen Ritter on a Jessica Jones TV show, I'm laughing. That that completely ruins the show to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to have those sex scenes. Love those oh, sex yeah. scenes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't care about yeah. Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I don't have no fucking... <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to see Chris. I'd rather see Daisy Ridley, dead corpse, <laughs> than fucking see Kristen Ritter. <laughs> Kristen, she can't take a selfie if her life depended on it. Those selfies look I like I don't shit. understand how if you hate the two leads so much, you'd even Tupperware this show. This, it was story-driven, and I thought the supporting cast was great. I love the story. Characters would have ruined this story. Absolutely. No, no. I, look-wise, look uh, yeah, t- yeah, whatever. Uh, Mike Coulter did nothing special. Yeah, he did I, nothing special. I don't. There's no. Oh, Mike Coulter's going to get a fucking Oscar for fucking his performance. You don't get Luke Oscars Cage. for TV shows. Oh, whatever. A fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just getting worked up. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. Th- I don't think Luke Cage is added or subtracted from the series. And I will back you up in saying that every girl I've talked to is a damn Luke Cage. Every time I've talked to He's him about this candy show. for the women. That's it. But he doesn't. For me, he doesn't make or break. You know the show itself. And I that's why it. I still Tupperwareed yeah. it. I loved it when those two were on. But like together. on the flip side, I. I wasn't like, oh my god, I can't wait for the Luke Cage show because yeah. Mike Coulter was so goddamn good. Yeah. Wow, he blew me away. I thought he was great when Jessica finally revealed to him like that she was the one that killed his wife and everything. I thought Coulter did fantastic in that. I got super excited when they were on mm. screen together again after that because of what had happened before. I thought Coulter I can, was great. I thought he was the embodiment of Luke Cage to me. No, absolutely not. He's not big enough. He's not big enough to be Luke Cage in my opinion. No, no. He's not. That's silly to me. That's not silly to me. You You're got a guy big enough to be Luke Cage. Yes, he was fine. No, you need somebody the size of the Rock or His Terry. His skin's Cruz. unbreakable. Guy, you need a guy the size of the Rock or Terry Crews, not little Mike Coulter. <laughs> Mike Coulter was great. No, he wasn't. Little Mike Coulter. <laughs> little Mike Coulter. Grandpa Terry Crews. He would have ruined this people, fucking People show. walking away from this series are not talking about Mike Coulter. They're, no. t- they're talking about fucking David Tennant. And that's what I'm talking about. I love David, David Tennant, Tennant too. I loved all three of them. But I'm not going to sit here and give praises to Mike Coulter for the, an amazing performance he did as fucking Luke Cage. I Tupperware his performance as Luke Fuck Cage. It. I toss it. I toss it all about <laughs> God, he's got the, the, the tiniest little fucking uh, dino dick I've ever seen. <laughs> Even after Manscaping. <laughs> Terry Crews would have been elephantitis of the fucking dinosaur cop. Terry Crews would have ruined this show. Ab- no, absolutely not. Yeah. He not, would would not have ruined this show. He yeah. would have ruined it. Oh, yeah, it would, it would have just turned into an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He would have just been cracking jokes the entire time. Sweet Christmas, just acting like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I've never seen that side of him, so I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, the chemistry between him I only I saw one side of fucking uh, Mike Coulter, and it was just uh, uh, I'm serious, and I can just like fucking qu- like read lines. It's just um, let's sound like he was fucking like on Saturday Night Live for the first time, just reading a cue card. <laughs> I thought he was fucking great. boring. 
Fucking, I, you know what? You know what? I'm going to hire Mike Coulter to do. Fucking read me bedtime stories so I go to sleep. Yeah, you know I don't need Ambien anymore any, anymore because like, I fucking got Mike Coulter over here reading me fucking uh, Mother Goose fucking stories and shit. Fucking read me a story. Read me a fucking Ambien pamphlet and put me to sleep. Agree, Mike Coulter. Agree to disagree. Boring piece of shit. <laughs> agree to disagree. I can't imagine if someone was that fucking awful in a show that you would still Tupperware it, regardless yeah, I, of how good the story. He wasn't was. as awful as I'm saying right now. I'm just pissed off at you. <laughs> He was serviceable. As, that I can agree with. He was serviceable as Luke Cage. He didn't blow me away. His performance wasn't riveting. He didn't bring me to tears when his wife, he found out the, the, the death of his wife. I wasn't sitting there like I was like, oh, God, oh, my oh God, this poor man, he's lost everything. No, I didn't connect to his character. I didn't mm. give a shit, okay? But on the flip side, I would have rather had a bigger Luke Cage. Yeah. Okay? I would have rather had a bigger, larger-than-life guy, a guy the size of, like, fucking, like, The Rock mm-hmm. or fucking uh, Terry. Cruz. That's what I would rather had in place for my Luke Cage. Okay, but on the uh, I can Tupperware this because David Tennant was so phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it was very the story was so goddamn good, Jake. It was the story was. I don't great. disagree. And uh, and uh, I love the supporting cast. The, the The girl that played Trish, the what was yeah. her name? Trish. Yeah, Trish. yeah she yeah. was the, the the girl, the radio girl. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, oh, gorgeous yeah. girl. But not only gorgeous, but she is a talented actress. I loved when they did. And the I was flashbacks. just like, oh my god, this is the girl from Transformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the fucking girl from Transformers doing this performance. And I was like, oh my god, she is so damn good. She was great. The guy that played Simpson was great. A lot of the supporting cast. Was I really hated good. the girl that played Morgan. Is that what the actress, the girl's Morgan. name was? She was the weirdo sister of the brother that Purple Man made kill himself. She she was my oh, least favorite part oh. of the whole show. I if, loved, I, if I was going to complain about anything, it would be her character. I loved Ruben though. I liked I loved Ruben too. Ruben was great, but she was so like she yeah. was such a cartoon character in a yeah. show that didn't feel like it had any cartoon characters. Every once in a while, they'd give you those classic like Marvel jokes. They'd yeah. slip those in, yeah. and they did feel out of place in this. I agree, and it took you out of it more I than agree. more than it made you like dive into this world. She really bothered me. There's a specific scene, my least favorite scene of the entire series. Was is is Morgan? Am I getting the her the character's name right? I'm not seeing Morgan at all, but I I don't have the full. Whatever Ruben's sister is, whatever yeah. Ruben's sister sh- is like eavesdropping on the meeting that they're having mm-hmm. for all the people that have survived Purple Man's, and she like incites all those people to like be against everything. Oh, okay. yeah. it was my least favorite scene of the entire series. Yeah. That that whole relationship between the two twins. Were, were, am I wrong? Were they fucking at the beginning? It seemed like they insinuated that they were having sexual. I, I was just like, why together. are they? Why are these twins fucking? And he why was, is this a part of the story? He was naked. Whoa, whoa. Did, and did, she I was, meet, did I miss that? It's like the very first part. Yeah, of he the was show. naked, and she was like telling him to get back in the apartment because hmm. he was naked. I, I looked at my girlfriend. I'm like, are the twins fucking? He had underwear on though, right? Yes. Okay. She her line was though, "You're naked. Get back in the apartment." You could hear them. You could hear. And there was all kinds of banging, and even Jessica Jones. They were always fighting though. Made insinuation like whatever freaky stuff you're into. Like I don't want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm with Jay on this. Like it was really. It was really confusing. Yeah. It was weird. And then they tried to make them really likable. Like the Ruben actor was really likable. Yeah. The the sister was. So you can accept those two fucking Terry. Cruz fucking Kristen Ritter is a big problem. Yeah, Terry Cruz would have been fucking Jesus ridiculous. Christ. Yeah, but fucking Ruben and his sister can bang all fucking night. Yeah, but we didn't see. 
see that. Shitty it was insinuated. We would have had to have seen that Terry Crews. Really yeah. I think I think Jessica Jones' door was a better fucking character than <laughs> I disagree. I it disagree. was a major character. Seriously, I disagree. The, the next series, should I don't be, know. The next series should be Jessica Jones' door. Is Terry Crews like not fucking, fucking paying you dividends? Because you were like so high on Terry Crews. Like, he would have been so. Everybody, in- no, everybody loves Chris. Everybody loves Terry Crews. I guess. I, I guess. I like him. Terry Crews too, but this is the the most <laughs> wrong role for him I've ever fucking yeah. heard of. Shit. <laughs> oh, you look like Luke Cage. You're in. <laughs> oh, no. He's a good, he's a good actor too. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Man, Mike Coulter just fucking blew the pants off of you. You're fucking Ruben standing there naked at the door after his performance. Oh, I was. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Mike I, Coulter's been in some decent shit, right? Oh like, yeah. Like hollering no, at him for no, the he's, a, he's in good movies, but can you remember his role in those movies? I probably haven't no, seen these movies. No, you probably have. He's been in some big movies, but can you remember him in those movies? No, you can't. Yeah, I've never seen Ringer. Yeah, I haven't seen Zero Dark Thirty. I haven't seen Salt. You haven't seen Zero Dark Thirty? I have not. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Salt, I wouldn't watch that because it's got Angelina Jolie in it when I didn't really care for her. Don't care. I was really drunk when I saw Million Dollar Baby, so I don't remember anything about oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he had a huge role in Million Dollar Baby. I thought he was he was very good. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is like he's going to be carrying a series, and it, it, it. I was more interested in Rosario Dawson's character when she appeared. I was more excited for that than any moment I think that I had with Luke Cage. I got he was serviceable. He was. He was. That's, that's all I'm yeah. saying. He was I'm, not, fine. I'm not saying I hate the guy, but I'm just saying like he didn't. His performance didn't blow me away. I didn't look at him and go, "Sweet Christmas, this is Luke Cage." You can't wait for the series. <laughs> oh, oh, welcome, Luke Cage. I I'm excited. When he was on the screen, I was like, yes, Luke Cage is fucking alive. This is awesome. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, he's a guy. <laughs> I was he's thinking, yep, he's a guy. His name's Luke Cage. He's a guy. <laughs> Way to go, guy. You yeah. did it, guy. It was definitely like the least important to me of all the the supporting cast. And I agree, Trish was the best. Oh, God, she was Trish so damn was good. Especially towards the end with that scene yeah. where she got the hoodie on. It's fucking I, I thought awesome. they nailed Trish's mom. I loved all the flashbacks. I thought the girls they got to play young Jessica and young Trish were really good, mm-hmm. too. True, yeah. yeah. Oh, the girl that played uh, young Jessica, I liked her more than Kristen Ritter, and that's part of my problem. Yeah. See, I loved Kristen Ritter. I, uh, I, I like her, her too. a lot. I think anybody could have pulled off that role a little bit better. I think, uh, I you know, I thought of cast uh, Tatiana Maslany. Oh, I don't disagree. I, with I that. thought I thought Olivia Wilde would have been great in that role. Mm. And uh, I, Olivia Wilde's very good. She's yeah. very good. And I, I, I thought that I thought there's quite a few other actresses that would have been able to pull off that role a little bit better than Kristen Ritter. I thought I thought she tried to she tries to be a little bit snarky and a little bit like like this bad girl. Yeah, yeah. And it just doesn't work for me. I think that there's other actresses that could actually pull that off a little bit better. It yeah, just didn't work for me. I liked her a lot. I almost liked it better, her being someone that I wasn't extremely familiar with. Mm. Like, I, I agree that Tatiana probably could have done better, but then it, it would have been that weirdness of, like, how familiar I am with Tatiana. And, like, she really would have had she to pull She plays up. four or five different other characters yeah, on that show. True. It's just, like, just let's throw another one of the mix and call it Jessica Jones. Listen, I, I love Tatiana Ma- Ma- Masani. I can't even say it. I love her name so much. Her last name makes me just go all crazy. Yeah. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> I love her. I mean, I don't disagree that she would have done better. But yeah. I, I, Christian Ritter was still a Tupperware for me. I, I loved her. She was the lead, and she felt like it. I she was her. more than serviceable for me. Nah. More than serviceable. All much right. more. Agree yeah. to disagree. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I loved her too. Honestly, man. I think Terry Crews should have played both parts. <laughs> I think Terry- you fucking would. <laughs> you fucking would. Just call it Terry Crews. Just call the whole show Terry Crews. <laughs> I'm checking under the table to make sure Terry Crews is Honestly, I went. <laughs> you tried to saying that Terry Crews is under the table giving me a hand job. Yeah, he's too big, Jake. That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> he's too big, motherfucker. I, I want to go on a Terry Crews cruise. <laughs> I know you do. Like, I know you do. I'm talking like me. I'm talking like a, I'm renting out a big boat, and me and Terry Crews are going on a boat ride. Terry Crews. I hope Terry Crews is at C2E2, so you can suck his fucking dick. Revelations. You're like, ah, oh, it's too big for me. Uh, T-Rex doesn't have nothing on you. <laughs> We're killing Jay with this argument. <laughs> we need to stop before we kill Jay and take Jay uh, out. You guys talk about some stuff. I'll be right back. <laughs> Do you guys want to take Jay. a break? We'll come yeah, back. Yes, 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 yes. I need All a smoke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's over here vaping. I'm jealous. We haven't even talked about it. We've just been arguing. This is like yeah. the worst review for just. Oh, no. It's Anytime we're arguing, it's the best review. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I liked it, guys. We've been. <laughs> All right, hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. And uh, hey, Jake, uh, you got a little announcement to make? What's your announcement? What I I finished a whole bottle of champagne. This <laughs> Did anybody else drink a, a, a drip of uh, fucking a drop of uh, Jake's uh, uh, semen? No. <laughs> oh, champagne. His delicious episode? champagne. No, <laughs> his delicious semen. Yeah. I don't know which is more delicious, my semen or my champagne. Yeah. I I've always uh, semen. Yeah. Like when the ladies, when they actually, when they actually drink the shit, uh-huh. can they feel them like swimming around like little sea monkeys in their throat? I don't not, know. not that I know of. I don't think so. Really? It's a good question to pose to our listeners. <laughs> I've heard girls say they can like taste like the last thing you ate in your semen. Yeah, taste. I've heard that. I had an ex-girlfriend that said like if you eat a lot of fruit, it tastes mm-hmm. sweet. And if you eat like burritos and shit, it's all bitter and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where so, is this going? <laughs> no, it just means that I ate a lot of Taco Bell and was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> no pears and mangoes for you. Yeah. What does uh, what does Terry Crews uh, semen taste like? like? My semen, <laughs> my semen headed for the border. Did you really have to bring up Terry Crews? <laughs> I wanted to know what his semen tasted like when you when you taste it. Better than, better than Mike Coulter's. <laughs> Mike Coulter's. His, his tastes like Colt Forty Five. <laughs> works works half of the time. Zero fruit in his diet. Yeah, zero fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, talk about some of the things that you like from uh, Jessica Jones. I, yeah. I, I honestly, I feel like we've cheated our listeners. It's just been me and Jake bitching about <laughs> stupid shit. We haven't really talked about fucking Jessica Jones at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I think uh, some of the supporting cast was great, and Trish was phenomenal. Yeah, as a supporting cast member, um, yeah. and as her kind of. Best friend, almost, you know, almost a sister. Well, she was a sister. I liked uh, them showing the scenes of their past when they were kids and stuff. Oh, like I loved that. that. Yep. And uh, even her mother was like a great character. Yeah, I agree. That. I so, agree. Yeah, I think the story building, for the most part, for every single character was awesome. They took the time to explore all these other people. Yeah, um, it wasn't always about Jessica Jones or or Purple Man. It, there were other people involved, and they explored those things. Right, and it. T- 
totally added to the story. I think they should have explored why Terry Crews was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dropping it. I'm, dro- I'm done. My favorite two episodes of the whole series were one episode was the episode where Jessica Jones was uh, staying in her childhood home, which had been redone by David Tennant's Purple Man character. Wow. Yeah. And the um, the other episode was the episode where most of the episode where they had David Tennant as Purple Man locked in the. Uh, Room where they had the water in the room and they were interrogated the whole time trying to get proof on film that that he was had the best these... episode of the whole series. Yeah, that episode was amazing. And his uh, his uh, parents coming into it, mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. I liked how at the beginning of the whole series and whenever he would like fuck with her in her head, mm-hmm. she, there was a purple hue to him, yeah, or a purple glow <laughs> to the whole scene. I got excited when they put that final shot in him to like boost his powers. Yeah, when it looked like he was starting to turn purple like i was hoping that the final time yeah. we saw him he was going to be full purple from that final injection yeah that's i, what, I that's really what wanted, I thought i thought that too i really wanted that yeah. I, I cheered when i was like yes he's turning purple yeah <laughs> yeah because there were there were screen images of him like in a hallway where he was like glowing purple mm-hmm. and that, that, that never like made that, it that might have been like fan yeah fan made but it was shot. it was very cool how at the beginning they very subtly had lots of little purple highlights here and there right. like even in just like room she was in yeah. and it's like well is he in there is he affecting her right now i thought once he got that final shot he might have turned into prince yeah <laughs> I, that's what i was kind of like one of the one of the jokey things about the show i did like was when they would crack jokes at purple man's last name Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i thought the murder corpse joke was funny i forget what the last time i forget what night nurse called him yeah at one point yeah, but i thought that remember. was funny Rosario Dawson coming back. That was great. It was great. Yeah. It was a nice tie-in, like a nice way to connect the uh, Marvel TV. I'll be honest. I, I love the door. That gag when that was first going on in mm-hmm. the first four episodes was great. And it, and I, I wish that they kept they would have kept that gag going yeah. throughout the whole series. It you, felt like it got like to a different director in some of the later episodes and they left that out, you know. And I think they could have kept that gag going. I thought it was really good. I knew that it was going to get broke again after Trish had it replaced with the new glass. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, how, how many episodes is this going to last? Did you guys think Trish was dead? I did. I did too. Yeah. And I was really upset when that happened because she was one of my favorite supporting characters. I hey, was, I was upset. Why are too. you hiccuping? He's the one that fucking finished the whole <laughs> yeah, sorry. I think it's contagious. <laughs> I haven't hicked up one. Hicked up one so I know, but you're the one that fucking finished that whole body. You're the one. <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. And like you said, the 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 story really, you know, was was a good fucking story. It was compelling as shit, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't all about Jessica. So yeah. you had so many other things to work with. I I am completely worried about a second season. I don't know where they're gonna go Cause, after because yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they've shot their load, but I I could be wrong. I don't know. Are they going to do a second season of Jessica Jones? Has it been greenlit? Are, are we just going to go to Defenders and then are we just going to have like continuing uh, episode seasons of like Daredevil? Or is this, are they going to say, oh yeah, we've got to come back and do another Jessica Jones season? Yeah. Do you think she'll be part of the Luke Cage season? Do you think that Kristen Ritter will be a character in that show? That's all? a great question. That's a great question. Um, she's a, I th- we got a supporting character from the Daredevil series in this one, mm-hmm. and that kind of tied it in. We got mentions of the Hulk and things like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of tied in the whole universe. But, like, yeah, will we get a main character? 
I liked how like the season kind of turned into like a heroes for hire too. Yeah. Did yeah. you like that as well? I did like that as well. Now that I'm thinking about it, but that man, I can't. Are they going to be able to get Christian Ritter to come in here as a secondary character? I don't see why not because I mean we've already got Mike Coulter who's got he's leading his own season coming into this series. Why I, not have Jessica? Jones I feel like show I would up? be disappointed if there's 13 episodes of Luke Cage without without a sight of Kristen Ritter as Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah, like, that would disappoint me. I don't think we're going to get any Iron Fist in that Luke Cage season because they haven't even cast Iron Fist yet. Yeah, I, no. I saw him giving excuses for that like this week. They're like, "Why haven't we cast Iron?" Fist yeah. and shit and everything, and it's like I don't buy it. You're just not. You're just not working. We had on the it. Ryan Felipe rumors there for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I, I think she'll absolutely be in the in, in any kind of Luke Cage series for sure. You guys are saying that you really enjoyed Carrie Ann Moss in this series. Yeah, as well. yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. She was great. First, I couldn't place her. I was like, holy shit, I know that actress. I know that actress. And then all of a sudden, I looked her up, and I was like, oh my god, that is Trinity. Yeah. yeah. It's. It, it, I can't believe it's been so long since the last Matrix movie. Like she looks so much yeah. older than the last time like I'd seen. Two thousand three was the last Matrix movie, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Ten years have been bad on her. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she was great in this. She was. She was another uh, character that really <laughs> drove the plot. She was almost almost a sub-villain at times, you know, and mm-hmm. you didn't really know what her, her yeah. motivations were, but she was really smart. Her they kind of, they, really they did a really bad setup, though, <laughs> of, like, having her, like, with working with Kilgrave there for a little bit. Like, you yes. saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah, that she was going to want him to be the one yeah. that, like, made Wendy, right. like, not want as much money on the uh, divorce suit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I saw that coming from a mile away. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't as like well written as i thought the series yeah. overall as a whole was oh oh it was carrie and moss that made it so the wire didn't electrocute him i was like yeah, yeah. No, no shit yeah. right <laughs> yeah i saw that coming a mile away yeah and the plot with her and, and the doctor the windy or whatever that that didn't really do much for me mm-hmm. but you know as far as her as a character i think um I think she she drove the plot for the most part, but yeah, that was a little bit annoying. And when Wendy died, I didn't I didn't care, you know. Yeah. I wasn't attached to that character. At no, all. no, I felt I felt good for Carrie and Moss's character. Yeah, kind of. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, you're over that shit now. You don't have to give her any of the money. Yeah, <laughs> right. pay for a funeral. That's cheaper than eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, she was a good character for Kilgrave to play off of, and that was another like aspect of this again that made it so great was mm. God, his power, uh, just being able to. To manipulate so many people throughout this entire series, he scared me. Yeah, like oh he, fuck oh, yeah. yeah, he was a scary, scary fucking character. I mean, he's like up there with like Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's very scary. Character. Even when Jessica Jones tried to get Kill, Kill Raven to uh, play the hero, like he's oh, still Killgrave. Killgrave. You said Kill Raven. <laughs> I did. He I did, did kind of do a rave, did. didn't he? Like <laughs> even even during that, like he still wasn't fully capable of like being... trying to reboot some fucking like Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> he still Kill wasn't Raven. <laughs> he still wasn't able to like fully like go to that role. Like he still wanted the guy to like blow his brains yeah. out with the fucking gun and shit. And he yeah, needed, like Jessica Jones to tell him that that wasn't like the good guy way. And everything. what about uh, Kay Simpson taking the nuke pill? Yeah, so I love that. Like I didn't like him at first, you know, because he's just kind of a bonehead, you know, just 
just kind of this bonehead, like, mm. special forces guy. Yeah, he but felt like he was, like, on. left out in the mix. And yeah. then, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, this guy's pretty persistent. Yeah, they yeah. definitely expanded his character to where he became super, yeah. super creepy and, and interesting. Yeah, and, and he, went, he went down on Trish for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I remember that. He had, her, <laughs> he had her singing, like, Susan Boyle in the bed with me, right? Yeah, I wanted to know more about his... I wanted to know more about his character and, like, the, the guy that was uh, supplying him with the pills and everything. Yeah, the doctor. More with yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kelly Claiborne, our listener, he said he pointed out that he's a character in Nuke. Yep. That's okay. an Easter egg. And then, like, of course, uh, Luther Shaver pointed out that Trish was Hellcat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Some cool Easter eggs. Huh. Wow. So, um, yeah, there's a ton of Easter eggs. Uh, if we had more time, if we didn't blow too much time talking about bitching about Terry Crews, <laughs> I probably would have, I probably would have went over those Easter eggs, but we're going to move on. We got to keep the show moving. We got to talk about Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part 2. Okay. Jake, me and you saw this movie. We've both watched the previous three movies. Uh, I Tupperware, uh, Hunger Games. I Tupperware, uh, Catching Fire. I low tasted Mocking Jay Part 1. Jake, what did, and I think you tasted. I'm on the exact same page of you as those ratings, except for I, I just regular tasted Mocking Jay Part exactly. 1. Exactly. Oh, part one. Oh, Marking J part one. Yeah, yes, you tasted yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I Tupperware the first two and regular taste Marking J part All right. one. Give me your rating of Hunger Games Mocking J part two. I love Mocking J part two. Uh, it, to me, it, in some ways, it redeemed part one. I, it was a Tupperware for me. It brought the series back to form. I really loved all the performances. I loved how it reminded me a lot of, um, the last Harry Potter movie, how it was just a really action centric last part of the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I thought the performances were great. Thought, um, Jennifer Lawrence is great. Like always, a lot of the supporters were great. Um, there was a lot of beats where I was really sad about it and everything. Uh, my biggest complaint about it was, um, a little bit of the ending I thought was, um, really foreshadowed and like heavy handed. And I, I saw a lot of it coming a mile away when it came to the last 20 minutes of things that happened. Right. Uh, the stuff with like president coin, like I saw a mile away, like coming and everything. And yeah. that was kind of, that was kind of yeah, annoying. They kind of laid that out pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. But I really liked it. I thought, I thought it was a return to form for the series and I thought it ended on a high note. I really enjoyed it. So you're going to give it a, I give it a Tupperware. Tupperware. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. I, uh, I loved, uh, the first two movies. I thought Catching Fire was a better movie than The Hunger Games. I agree. Mockingjay Part 1, I did not like. I gave it a low taste it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mockingjay Part 2, uh, I absolutely thought this was a bore of a movie. Um, I did not like it at all. Uh, I'm gonna toss Mockingjay Part 2. As oh, much, wow. As much as I love Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. As much as I loved the first two movies, uh, this movie was very, very clunky. Um, I did not connect with the character of Katniss anymore. I hadn't since uh, Mockingjay Part One. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I hadn't connected with her uh, until after, like you know, Catching Fire ended. I didn't really see any growth with the character at all. Yeah, um, and. Uh, there was a part in the movie where they're fighting like zombies in a, like a sewer tunnel and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they're like HR Geiger creatures. Right. And like, I kept thinking to myself, man, this would be really cool if her name was Ripley and I was watching an aliens reboot. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't. I was watching a Hunger Games movie and, uh, it was kind of like one of those things where I was thinking to myself, like, oh man, I, Snow is going to actually turn them, he's going to be able to do the, the uh the hunger games type uh the arcade get like a game master thing within the actual city mm-hmm. why didn't he do this sooner yeah 
Like, why didn't he do this a lot sooner? Like, if he just has that ability to do this, why didn't he do this in part one? I mean, why isn't this a thing that he's been, like, throwing them these games the entire time? Oh, you mean having the pod set up in the city? Right, exactly. Why wasn't that done a lot sooner? Like, why if he has that ability, I thought it was just within the Hunger Games itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one was, there was no resistance against him. I know. Until after the first two hundred. I'm just days. thinking, like this guy's—he's pretty resourceful guy. Always mm-hmm. thinking, like one step ahead. It just seems like if he had this ability to do it all along, that why wouldn't this be part of their defense system to begin with? Yeah, I just kept thinking that they didn't need a defense system up until that moment. Regardless, yeah. it was not. I don't. I didn't connect with the character of Katniss anymore. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm so thankful that this whole series is done with, mm-hmm. so she can move on and do better movies. Yeah, like Joy and um, uh, what was it? Uh, American Hustle. American Hustle and movies like that is what she should be doing. And I'll be happy when she's done with X Men as well. I think like her talents are not like she's. Not being put the her best when she's playing Mystique, I you know what I mean. Yeah, I I, I just I, I'm glad that this is over with. I'm surprised you liked the part one more than part two. To no, 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 no. I honestly, when we reviewed part one, I yeah. said part one. I said I might enjoy part one more mm-hmm. if part two comes out and it blows me away. By watching. Part two now. Mm-hmm. If I were to go back and watch part one, I'd probably toss it. Okay, that, that makes more sense to me. Um, if anything, it brought my rating for part one up. Mm. I, I really liked this sequel. I thought it was great. I thought it was great closure to the whole franchise. I really found myself having a good time. Like it was just a good popcorn eating experience for me. I could not wait for it to get over with. Oh yeah, see, it flew by for me. It was like time flying by. Um, the whole love triangle thing. Mm. I know this isn't a Twilight movie. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that they wrapped it up. Like, what, sh- you know, I don't think that they wrapped it up. I, I really never understood, like, why she gravitated more to PETA than she did the other dude. Well, Gail was a piece of shit, and PETA was the one that related with her. Yeah. I thought, I, I don't the, think they did a good job of explaining it. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was when, um, Gail was apologizing to PETA for not volunteering to be the one in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And you could really, like, as an audience member, you knew that he wasn't apologizing because he felt bad because he didn't help save PETA's life. He was apologizing because he was jealous that he wasn't in PETA's shoes and so that Katniss didn't feel mm-hmm. the things for him that she felt for PETA. Yeah. I thought that was a really, really powerful scene. And it really showed Gail's character and, like, why she would choose PETA over Gail. I just, I feel like when you're wrapping up a. The, a trilogy, even though they tried to milk us for two movies uh, here at the yeah. end. I think it would have been better served as just one movie. I don't disagree with that. I think the action would have been better. I think like the action scenes in this final movie were the worst action scenes that I've seen mm. in the entire trilogy. I think in Mockingjay, in, in uh, Hunger Games 1 and then Catching Fire, the action scenes were great. Yeah. In this final... It was just like, okay, here's a bunch of, here's some action scenes and they just weren't, they just didn't, I didn't really care for any of them. Yeah, I could see that. I, I don't know. I, this just, I left very, I felt very unsatisfied by this movie, the entire movie. And, um, I don't know. I, it's unfortunate that, and I don't even think it would have been better had Philip C. Hoff, Philip C. Seymour Hoffman, you know, not passed away. Yeah. Um, I did like how they handled like, uh, his, uh, last words. In that was that, my least favorite scene in the whole movie. In the letter? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that, 
you had to tie. They did what they had to do. They did what they had to do, but it was like super obvious to, that it, he was supposed to be there for that. Absolutely, scene. So it was super I knew annoying. it too. But like they did what they had to do, and they also used body doubles for some of his scenes and thumb. And it was totally obvious. But mm-hmm. they, I don't think that that would even helped my rating. Yeah, like had he been there. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is. Lenny Kravitz's character. Yes, he was like the he he was like the dress designer. Yes, in this movie, too bad he couldn't have been like the the fucking pants designer, and he wouldn't have had that fucking uh, penis slip <laughs> in real life, right? He died, you know, in this series. He died in the series. I know he died. Yeah. He died in that last movie in Catching Fire, actually. Yeah. Yeah, catching. Oh, he died in Catching Fire. Yes, they kill him as she's yeah. being lifted up into the Hunger Games arena yeah. to like fuck with her head. Right. Too before. bad he didn't design his own pants, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he could have avoided the whole penis slip. Yeah, he did. The penis slip helped him, though. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, has like a vag slip where right. she like crosses her legs in a taxi or a limo or whatever. Yeah, but fucking to have your fucking the bottoms rip out of your pants and then there's your little Kravitz <laughs> hanging out for everybody to see. <laughs> And it's funny that he was the fucking, like, clothes designer in fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. And he had a wardrobe malfunction in real life. I just, fun. I think the irony is hilarious. The irony is funny. And I toss Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sad for me. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought I, it was I can't make farm. excuses for this movie. I, it was a horrible viewing experience. I, I didn't, I didn't connect with the characters anymore after Catching Fire. Yeah. And I think they really shit the bed with, uh, Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. I don't even feel like I'm making excuses. I mean, I don't, I don't I don't know what I'm apologizing for. I really, you don't have to apologize. Yeah, You're really upset that it. I didn't like the series after I loved the first two movies so much. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think Catching Fire is the best of all the movies, mm-hmm. and I think we agree on that. But I, I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed this last movie. I thought it was good closure for the whole series. Can't make excuses for it. I love, I love, I love, absolutely love Jennifer Lawrence, but I can't make excuses for this series anymore. I really um, thought PETA was going to bite it. Like, I was really surprised that she I wasn't, ended up with PETA and he was... I wasn't. You know why? And yeah. this wasn't affected my rating either. That fucking uh, drinking with nerds fucking game show on sci-fi, they yeah. gave away the fucking ending. One of the questions that they had on that fucking show yeah. was, how many kids do PETA and fucking Katniss end up at, with at the end of the comic? Oh, games? see, I had no idea. And I, they, I was like... Fuck you! I'm I'm a movie watcher, not a book reader. Yeah, and you fucking let me know. I had I knew Katniss was going to survive, and I knew Pia was going to survive because of that fucking question. And be together. That, that's Fuck a lot you. of the drama. Yeah, I think. exactly. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. So that was. Yeah. A, I mean, that was a lot for me. It was like wondering how that was going to all end up. So yeah. I, I kind of had a feeling you were going to Tupperware this one. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, had a good time. If anything, it it makes me like Mockingjay Part One more. I still think yeah. it's the weakest of all the movies. And not a Tupperware, but I do respect it a lot more after seeing this movie. I think that they really butchered these last two movies. They shouldn't have split them up, and uh, the action sequences, it should have been under a different director, because they just didn't. It totally missed the mark. Best part of the Hunger Games is the actual Hunger Games. They tried to incorporate it in this one with Snow trying to put the Hunger Games within the city. It just didn't. It was a little too little too late for me. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. I want to talk about this. Is sad for me. Uh, the soup got canned. Yeah, pun intended. Mm. After eleven years, not twenty-two years. People are saying twenty-two years. They're talking about Talk Soup, the TV mm. show. No, the Soup, the show, was on for eleven seasons. Had uh, hosts like uh, Greg Kinnear, Jim Henson. 
Jim Henson, uh, John Hanson. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. John Jim Henson, John Hanson, and then uh, of course uh, Joel McHale. Mm-hmm. And it has been canceled. Um, its uh, last show is going to be on December eighteenth. I wanted to play the clip of here's Joel McHale reacting to the suit being canceled. And. Uh- so that's the big news. After 11 years, the uh, soup is ending. It's run on December 18th with a one-hour show. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, that's right. They gave us the night the Star Wars movie opens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Regardless, it's a big finale of a culturally significant show, and everybody will be talking about it. All right, guys. So December eighteenth, it's going to be. It's set your DVRs. I mean, mm. if you're if if you've ever watched the soup, if you ever enjoyed the show, if you haven't watched it in the last few years, watch the finale. Yeah. Show E what's up. You know, DVR. Watch that last episode. I know it's Star Wars and everything, but it's an hour finale. Watch the soup, Joe McHale. Show him some love, and I'm hoping that somebody else picks up the show. What the fuck does E have going for Kardashians? Him? That they would cancel the soup. More Kardashian bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. What? Fucking E. That was my Friday night go-to show. When 12 Monkeys is on, I watch 12 Monkeys. But other than 12 Monkeys, I'm watching The Soup with Mm -hmm. Joel McHale. That's my Friday night go-to that I've had for the last, like, fucking, like, six, seven years I've been watching The Soup religiously. That's ridiculous that they would cancel it for any reason. When I first heard that The Soup was going off the air, I assumed it was because McHale was leaving on and they couldn't find another host. No. I was shocked to hear that it was E that was canceling it. I, it, it fucking, like, when I found out this news, it ripped my fucking heart out because I I love the soup. I watch it every week religiously. It is hilarious. It's still funny. And uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's gone now. So whatever. Fuck me, right? It, it's one of those shows that's like a, you know, it's like a thread throughout your life. You always knew that it was going to be there. Yeah. Like all my relationships were ending, but I could still watch the fucking soup yeah. and have a fucking laugh. Yeah. And yeah, it really sucks, man. It was it does a, suck. It, fucking, it was definitely something that was uh put a spring in my step, you know, every time I watched it. So I want to say fuck you, E. After the soup is gone, there's nothing that you have, any content that I fucking give a rat's ass about. Mm-hmm. I agree. I hope E is, like, gone yeah. because of this decision. Mm-hmm. And I hope that uh, Netflix or Hulu or Crackle or fucking Yahoo or Amazon picks up the soup. Yeah, me Somebody. Me God too. damn it. Pick it up. You think Mikhail would come back if one of those platforms picked it up? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think one of those, I think one of those platforms would give him a better deal too. Mm. Um, I, I personally would like to see it on Hulu. Would you still watch The Soup if they picked it up on Hulu with a different host? No. It, it, it depends on who the host is okay. and, and if, if I can gravitate towards the host. But mm. right now it's like, no. God damn it, man. No, seriously, like this fucking strikes a chord within me because like this is like – I feel like uh, like I got OCD. Like that's fucking Friday night for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fucking watching The Soup and it's like if I don't get my fucking Joel McHale fucking oh, – god damn it. It's fu- this sucks. It yeah. fucking sucks. I, that's terrible. I wasn't as religious as you but I would at least like once every other month catch an episode catch of The Catch an soup. episode here or there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something that it was always on my radar that yeah. I would you know check out and I'd always see clips of it online. No but, more Tales from Home Shopping? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Fuck it. I still can't believe you would even do this. Mm-hmm. I, were ratings bad? I, I just don't I even get it. I think that they're changing their format. They're just mm. going to this 100% fucking and this means the comment section's gone mm. and I loved that fucking first season. Yeah, you did. 
and that was produced by Joel McHale, so that's gone. I, it's like, oh, am I going to get a comment section fucking season two if they can't even keep fucking uh, the soup on? Right. No. 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 And I mean, I think ratings mm. had a little bit to do with it. Joel McHale did make a joke about ratings. He's like, oh, yeah, we'd be around if ratings were great. But I guess ratings have gone down. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's funny, that joke you made about last episode being on the Star Wars premiere. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's what I love about Joel. All right, guys. Jay, uh, did you get a chance to watch Into the Badlands? Yes, I did. All right, let's talk about Jake. Jake, did you watch any of this? No, I did not. Okay. Into the Badlands on AMC. I watched the first two episodes. Uh, episode Me too. Episode three is probably tonight. Yep. What, what are you going to talk, what are you going to rate, uh, Into the Badlands? Um, I'm, I'm Tupperware in Into the Badlands. I fucking love it. This is, this is right up my alley. I'm not saying that every, I expect everyone to enjoy this. Um, I think a lot of people are going to pick this apart. Um, but for me, it's fucking great, man. Yeah. From the opening scene where the dude is riding on his fucking motorcycle with a fucking uh, katana on his back, I'm in. I'm already sold. You had Bon Jovi music playing. Yeah. Because I'm a cowboy. Right. Yeah, exactly. I did. I put I'm on my chaps. steel horse I ride. <laughs> and I want it. Want it. In the badlands. Dead <laughs> or alive. Fuck yeah, that's exactly what was going yes. on. Yes. That's exactly. Uh, I watched both of them last night. Jay had night. to pause, put on a pair of leather pants. <laughs> he had to put on some spurs and some boots yeah. and come back and sit down and watch the rest I of did. Them. It was hard to sit down in the chaps, but yes. I did. <laughs> I fucking loved it, man. It, it, it's got everything I want. It, it, the beginning, like I said, the, the scene of him on his motorcycle with the fucking katana on his back. And then you've got this Mad Maxian kind of thing going on with dead bodies along the side of the road. I fucking loved it. The the uh, the characters themselves, you know the um, I don't remember. Sonny, Sonny's the main yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. I think he's called a clipper. It's always Sunny in the Badlands. It's always Sunny with that Sunny. That was the name of the first episode. Jake. <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> but, if you say anything with a straight face, Jake will believe you. Yeah, yeah. That's I, yeah, I'm very gullible like that. <laughs> yeah. I I love the dystopian future. We don't uh, we don't really know exactly at this point why there are these badlands and why it's kind of like it's post apocalyptic for sure but we don't really know yeah. the events that led up to this right um so everything's segregated it's it's almost like game of thrones too you have these barons um i was thinking it was more like uh, greg Rucka's uh, run of uh, the comic book lazarus that's true too each like there's like different uh families that have like their own Lazarus. Yes. And I kept seeing a lot of similarities to that comic book. I love that. I love that it seems to have an immense like uh background behind yeah. it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of uh world building yes. that's going on. They're not spelling it out for you. There's not like no. a ton of exposition. They're like just just giving you little tablespoons of it yeah. and letting you figure out they're they're like you're like you know they're like oh, you know what our audience is gonna be smart. They'll figure it out. Right. We don't have to give it all to them right now. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. But you see some of the comments from people that are fucking morons. But aside from that point, yeah, man, uh, definitely a lot of world building. There's definitely, um, you know, like I said, the I love the fucking Baron, man. I love the guy that plays kind of the main. I wouldn't say he's a bad guy. I, mm -hmm. That's the other thing I like Once about this. Once they introduce this. the Red Baron, <laughs> Jay had to pause again and put in a Red Baron pizza. <laughs> He had to fucking make a Red Baron pizza. So he's sitting there. He's yeah. watching fucking Into the Badlands with his fucking leather pants, yeah. his fucking <laughs> boots and his spurs on, listening to Bon Jovi yeah. eating a Red Baron yeah, pizza. Like, I don't even like Jay just gets immersed in these fucking <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat here because I, I, I kind of had a feeling Jay was going to love this. But mm -hmm. it's like, is this something that I'm, I should be watching? 
I like I'm I said for Brian's review. Well, no, my review. Well, yeah. like I said, I don't believe that everybody's gonna like this at all. But if you're a fan of you know like fucking mang- manga, however the fuck you pronounce it, that was correct. Westerns, um, fucking kung fu, leather mm-hmm. pants, yeah, leather pants, <laughs> red baron pizza, pizza. Jake, I enjoy immensely. Uh, I, I enjoy immensely. Sunny. I enjoy all the characters in it so far. Mm-hmm. The widow, Sunny, the Baron, um, the kid. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, it has elements of supernatural. There's supernatural elements to it. There's sci-fi elements to it. You the don't show really is supernatural. No, 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 not like the uh-huh. show. But you don't really know what time period this is, and, and you also don't really know. Um, the motives of every character yet. So the first two episodes, it kind of explores things, but you don't know who's good or bad. There is no explanation of There's who's no good or bad. There's no explanation as to like who is manufacturing bowler hats. Right, <laughs> right. Like how are these, how are some of these enemies still wearing bowler hats <laughs> right? in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did somebody was like, you know what? I'm going to start making bowler hats. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh. I'm 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 buying it. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> but I'm already wearing leather pants. Why not go out and buy a bowler hat? Fuck it. <laughs> so by the end of the episode, Jay's wearing a bowler hat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fucking finish. <laughs> God damn it. Bowler hats. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love it personally because I love the old school cheesy fucking kung fu shit. I love old school westerns. Jay, just own it. You, I fucking you love, love this show. Mad Max. I fucking love this show. First two episodes, Tupperware. Don't be ashamed. Tupperware shit out of it. I, uh, I, I'm going to get into my review of Into the Badlands on AMC. Uh, I watched the first episode. It was a taste it for me. Mm. Uh, the second episode brought it all around. Jay, I'm with you. I am hooked on this show. Nice. There's something about this show that wants me to come back and watch it. Um, they are really getting me into the myth, the lore of this whole fucking the Barons mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, where does this kid come from? Why does he have this ability where he can like once he bleeds, the demon takes over and he's got amazing martial arts and kung fu skills? Yeah. What is that all about? Yeah. Um, could this show go south? Absolutely. Yeah, big time. There's a lot. <laughs> like, this is like one of those. This could be like the next fucking, uh, what was that show on NBC where the power went out? Oh, uh, Revolution. Revolution. This could be the next revolution where, like, it starts out decent and mm. you're really enjoying it. And then it could just, like, shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> As of right now, I'm really enjoying the series, though. I like the Barons. I like the Widow. I like the Daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sonny. Um, uh, the son as the one, the son character is the one that I have a problem with. Right. Um, uh, I can see them leading up to like the father Baron. He's sick. I can see him dying and the son taking over. Right. The father though has more of a on screen presence, and I like him. And I yeah. don't want him to die. I want him to be able to stick around for a while. Yeah, I agree with you. Even when, though you hate him. Yeah. I want the son to die first. Me too. Yeah. And I was I, hoping he would die in the yes. second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he's all chained up. Yeah. Ch- I am going to Tupperware the the 
I am going to Tupperware the series now cool. because I do I do like this. Mm-hmm. I think the action choreography is great. Oh fuck yeah! Um, it's not Donnie fucking Yen though. No, it's not Donnie. Yen. This is more of the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, fucking you know wire work and shit. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's a lot of that going on, but it's still a lot of fun to watch. It's not. It, I mean, it's not as exaggerated as Crouching Tiger Hidden. Right, Tiger. right, yeah. It's a little more believable. But there's a lot of questions that uh, that they. Where is this place where the kid comes from? Right. The, why? What? What? Are, what's the deal with the pocket watch? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know why? I like this. I like this show. I'm going to keep coming back. Yeah. I, and I think the. I think that they were smart in marketing this thing too. They mm-hmm. were just like, oh, you want to see. Uh, you want to see the uh, the sneak peek for next week's Walking Dead? Well, you got to wait twenty minutes. Yeah, into into the Badlands before you see it. So you got to watch into the Badlands. Oh, you want to see uh, a reaction to a character from the Walking Dead on the second episode? Well, you better watch into the Badlands. Right. And I think it was smart for them to do those two things to to use the Walking Dead's popularity for those two first episodes to keep people watching because I think that second episode was the one that, that hooked me. I, I wasn't hooked on the first episode, mm-hmm. and it, I didn't watch the first episode the first week it came out. Right. I had them both on the DVR, and I watched them back to back. I don't know if I'd have watched that second episode had I not had them back to back. True. Yeah. So it was very, very smart that they that they they had that tactic that they had that uh, Walking Dead uh, teasers in their hip pocket. Yeah. So I'm going to Tupperware this so far. Could it go south? Absolutely. This this show has they're walking a fine line between really, really, really interesting, fun TV and really shit in the bed with this one yeah it could go bad it could go bad yeah any actors i know in the show man i can't think of any nobody's really notable no no okay. um even the main character I, i've seen the much. baron before in something maybe as an evil character he was in lord of the rings okay was who was he? he in lord of the rings um starts with a c i, I can't remember he's in two of the lord of the rings movies okay um not not a notable guy like i recognized him too yeah, and i had to yeah. look it up later yeah. Yeah. He's got a great fucking presence. Yeah, he does. Great fucking presence. And a great beard. Great fucking beard, yeah. yeah nice yeah. hair, no, too. Jacob Harmon destroys his beard. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. This this could go but to his, shit. His beard does beat the shit out of Jake's, though. Yeah. That's Jake, true. you got a weekly. <laughs> I was ignoring you. <laughs> Jake hates it because I always I always pump up Harmon's beard and I never give his beard any love. <laughs> I trimmed my beard this week. He, Jake's like, you didn't even notice brian <laughs> you didn't say anything you no. did trim your beard it does look good i did i did Thank i did you. i noticed that on the porch i didn't want to say anything i didn't want to give you a big head <laughs> don't fucking roll your eyes at me. i did fucking notice <laughs> but yeah as long as as long as they stick to the world building and as long as they don't stick too much with one character i mm-hmm. think this is going to be really interesting yeah even though sunny's a really fucking cool character the baron's a really cool character i love seeing these other people like the widow the widow's fucking awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else we've been introduced to so far has been a great addition. So, yeah. and you're seeing the expansiveness of this. There's different territories and stuff. So as long as they stick with that, it's going to be good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go into some uh, really quick movie reviews. I'm going to knock these out real quick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I watched a shit ton of movies, and I want to talk about them. First movie I want to talk about. I watched this a few weeks ago. It was called The Intern. Okay. Uh, it's got uh, Robert De Niro, Anne Hathaway. Um, mm. uh, what is his name? Adam Devine from Workaholics. It's also got Anders Holm from Workaholics. Nice shit. Um, 
I like this movie. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give it a Tupperware, but I am gonna give it a high taste it. Okay. Uh, because of Robert De Niro. He is so charming in this movie. He plays an older man that becomes like this company that Anne Hathaway owns. It's like a fashion company. Okay. And they're looking for, they're doing something very experimental and new that companies, I don't know if they're doing it in real life. I'd have to look it up, but they're hiring interns that are retirees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to get some of that like old school feel in their company and so like these retirees they already they're retired they they already live off maybe their social security their 401k and -hmm. maybe like their pension or whatever but just to keep themselves busy and to keep themselves going they intern at these companies and Hmm. so Anne hathaway's company hires him as a uh like a 65 plus intern into this company and he is assigned to Anne Hathaway who's like the owner of the company and not she's very she's kind of leery of him and and things like that at first and it's a it's a great movie I liked it I'm gonna give it a high taste it so definitely watch it when it comes out in Redbox great fucking cast the intern you said it's called the intern okay what I love about this so movie, what gives it a high taste, it is De Niro. Mm. He is so charming in this movie. Oh my god, he's just like he's like that old man that you wish you had in your life. Like you wish he was your, like your grandpa. Right? Just, you want to hug him. You know, he's like a widow, and he's got nothing to do with his time, and he's like doing everything he can to fill his days. He goes to a yoga class. He takes all these different classes, mm-hmm. but he. he he doesn't have anything else to take up his time and like whatever he puts his energy into. And it's funny, he watched him go to the office and like all these kids like pop out like their iPhones and they're all these devices and shit. He brings a briefcase, he's got his like old school calculator, <laughs> you know, notepad and pencil and shit like that. And they're looking at him like, whoa, what's this is a blast from the past. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, man. I liked it. I liked the intern because cool. Robert De Niro fucking and Anne Hathaway's good on this too. Yeah. Good. I love her. Yeah. Uh, next movie I want to talk about is Love the Coopers. Mm. Uh, Love the Coopers ensemble cast. It's got Eld, uh, Ed Helms, uh, Olivia Wilde, uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, Myra Servino, not Myra Servino, um, what's her name? Uh, the new, uh, Aunt May. Oh, uh, God damn it. Oh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. God too. damn it. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Marissa, yes. Marissa Tomei from The Wrestler. It's Thank got you. John Goodman. It's got, uh, what's her name? Uh, she was in uh, Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got Diane Keaton in it. Um, I'm trying to think. It's got another guy from Billy and Billy. I can't remember his name. He's a, he, I, I like him in that show. Love the Coopers. Uh, it's, it's a story about a family, and each member of the family has like their own individual story culminating into Christmas. Okay. So basically you're watching each family member – before they all meet for Christmas dinner. I've seen the trailer for this. And uh, I'm going to give this one a high-tasted as well. Oh, wow. Uh, I would give it a Tupperware if it wasn't for some of the stories. I'm going to toss Ed Helms. He's the one that kills it for me in this mm, movie. Really? Oh, it's got Alan Arkin in it, too. Oh, that's, he's he great. He is always a class act, mm-hmm. and I love Alan Arkin. He's great in this movie. Um John Goodman's great in this movie. Oh, Fucking well, yeah! When is he not good? Diane Keaton's fantastic. Yeah. Olivia Wilde and the the guy that she's talking to in this movie, the guy from Billy and Billy, they're great. All those stories are great. 
Um, Anthony Mackie and the Marissa Tomei story is okay. Mm. It's not as good as the other ones. And then the Ed Helms story is garbage. Mm. Wow. So that's what's going to drop this one to a high taste set as opposed to a Tupperware. But uh, it's definitely – I think if you can connect with one of the stories in this, you'll like it. I connected with I, – I can't – I, I kind of connected with like the the Diane Lane, my uh, Diane Lane, John Goodman, Di- Diane Keaton, John Goodman story, Diane Lane, another actress. <laughs> but I connected with their story because their marriage was forty years long and they're falling apart and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you, you see that a lot in marriages these days. Like mm-hmm. they they stick around for the kids and then when the kids are gone, they don't even know who they are anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, then, of course, I, I, I connected with Olivia Wilde's character. She's, like, scared to get really close to people, and she's dating, like, a married doctor. And I really connected with her character. And, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, some of the stories are great, but then you throw in Ed Helms, and I don't like Ed Helms in anything. He hasn't really pulled off anything well, you Vacation know. Vacation was awful. I didn't really care for him in The Hangover. I didn't watch The Office, so I can't speak Even to in him. The Office. Is that the movie where one of the characters convinces someone to be their fiancé when they go visit the family? Yes, yes, that's the movie. And, oh. and, and, and the guy that, that – that the he's a military guy. Yeah. That's the guy from Billy and Billy. And he is – him and Olivia Wilde have great chemistry. And that's just – that, okay, that's – I know what you're talking yes. about then. They have great chemistry in this movie. But when you like – when you jump into like maybe the Marissa Tomei and Anthony Mackie scenes, you're just like, eh. And then when you jump into Ed Helms, you're just like, oh, God, fucking move on already. <laughs> but like the John Goodman, Diane Keaton, and the Olivia Wilde and that one guy, they're great. Oh, my how, God. How is the movie set up? Is it is it each separate story or is it all intercut, all the different stories? Intercut. Okay. Yeah. It's it's intercut. Probably I mean, better that way since there's some of them you don't much care for. Yeah, but like sometimes what they'll do is like they'll do like the Alan Arkin relationship between he, between him and this younger waitress, and then they'll, they'll 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 throw that out there, and you're like you're really into that story, and then for 45 minutes you won't see them again, hmm. and so it's like they've almost like packed too much into this movie to where it's like leave out Ed Helms. Leave out, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. the Marissa Tomei, Anthony Mackie stuff, and focus a little bit more on these other characters. So what that like by the time you get back to Alan Arkin and the young waitress, you're just like, oh okay, mm-hmm. hasn't been that long, and I'm still digging like where this story's going. So I don't know, but yeah, uh, what's let's see here, I'm kind of lost. Uh, the night before, uh, another Alan, uh, another uh, Anthony Mackie Christmas movie. Oh really? Yes, Anthony Mackie's been very busy this holiday season. Uh this is the uh what is it uh uh Seth Rogen mm-hmm. uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie comedy that came out. Oh okay. I wanted to see that. Yeah. I God Is damn it the it. one where he's puking in the church? Yes. Okay. God damn it, that is a funny scene. Yeah. And you wouldn't think it was because you've seen it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit. Tupperware this fucking – this is a great Christmas nice. movie. It is very funny. It's a rated R Christmas movie. You've got a lot of different comics of, uh, in this. Nathan Fielder from Nathan For You plays the limo driver in mm. this. He's great. Anthony Mackie's great in this. Oh, wow. Uh, Seth Rogen steals the fucking show in this. He is so fucking funny. He's dating Jill the from the workaholics. Oh, okay, yeah. He's dating no, he's not dating her. They're married. Okay. They're about they're expecting their first kid. And for like uh uh Joseph Gordon Levitt's character plays a guy whose parents 
passed away right before Christmas. A drunk driver hit them. He had no family left. So Anthony Mackie and Seth Rogen were best friends and they're like, you know what? We'll be your We'll be your family now. Mm-hmm. So every Christmas they would celebrate the same Christmas. They'd go out and they'd go to an Asian restaurant and get their Christmas food. Go, uh, they'd do this like fucking karaoke thing where they'd fucking do like the Run DMC Christmas song. Yeah. <laughs> and they had this like whole – they had this like fucking tradition every year and they'd fucking do this. And this is the last year they're going to do it because Seth Rogen's wife's pregnant, so he's got a family. Anthony Mackie is a football player. He's in the pros, and mm-hmm. like he had the best season of his life, and so he's moving on. And so this is the last year that they're going to do it. And so like she, like his, like Seth Rogen's wife sends him out. She's like, "This is your last Christmas with your friends. I wanted to give you your Christmas gift early. Here it is." He opens up this box, and it's got like all these little drugs in it. Like he's got like a little. <laughs> oh, that's an, I saw it in the trailer. Like, too. like a little vial of cocaine. He's got like the world's smallest joint. He's mm-hmm. got like fucking all these little drugs and shit, ecstasy and all this shit. He's getting fucked up throughout the entire movie, <laughs> doing all these drugs, and it is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. It has fucking. It throws like pays homage to some of the best Christmas movies ever, uh, as far as like uh, Home Alone, uh, Die Hard, <laughs> and there's another one I can't think of about the top of my head. Uh, one of the girls from Broad City is in it. Ileana, cool. Ileana. yeah, Ileana. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. in it. Um, this movie is a topper. Wow, awesome! I highly recommend awesome. that if it's still in theaters right before Christmas and you like R-rated comedies, definitely see the night before. It is a fucking Tupperware. Um, the next movie I wanted to talk about real quick is Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn stars. This is the first movie I've ever seen. Saros, Saros, get that fucking phone out of here. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It um, <laughs> was her. What's her name? Saros Ronan. Yes. I have never seen her in anything before. I don't remember seeing her in anything either. I know who she is. I don't even know who that is. Um, And she was rumored for um, Star Wars at one time. Right. Episode 7. She never got... And uh, she's in this movie. She's the lead. Domhnall Gleeson is in this movie. And then there's another guy that's in this movie. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. This is it, this is this movie's not going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple movie. There's like no like murders or it's not, it's not a thriller. It's just a simple drama. It's a simple story. It's about a Irish immigrant woman that comes to America and she's got a job and she's getting an education here in America. Mm-hmm. Okay. She didn't like things in Ireland. She never had a boyfriend over there. And she moves to America, meets this Italian guy, and you're thinking the whole time, like, this Italian guy is going to be some kind of, like, scumball. No, he's, like, the best guy ever. And uh, you're waiting for something crazy to happen. And, you know, things do happen in this movie, but it's it's drama. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of humor in this. It's, like, 19, what is it, like, 1940s, 50s America. And... I love this movie. Really? It is a Tupperware. This huh. is like one of the best movies I've seen all year. Wow. It's funny. It's funny. It's these girls. They live in this house. They're all Irish. They're all uh, Irish and they live in this house together. And some of them have been living in America for a while. And you see how America changes them. And and uh, it's, it's funny. It's a simple story. Hmm. But it's great. I loved it. I want more movies like this. I don't think every movie has to be like fucking like crazy fucking like action Avengers Age of Ultron or fucking John Wick. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you yeah. just want a simple love story and that's what this is. Donald Gleason's great in it. Mm. Sarah Sronin, she fucking stole 
Shailene Woodley's career because she's making fucking diger- divergent films. <laughs> and Cyrus Ronan is making films that are good. Yeah. And I loved this movie. It is a Tupperware. It's not for everyone. If you are one of these people that, like, you don't want to see, like, an independent film where things are slow moving and and things like that, and you don't want a simple movie, if you have to have a movie with, like, a ton of action in it and fucking a bunch of drama and fucking thrillers and murders and shit, this is not your movie. Okay. This is not the movie you're looking for. I loved it. I Tupperware this Brooklyn movie. It is fantastic. So I have to check that out. Was it kind of like Amelie? You know that I kind of. Seen that. Okay, okay. I'm in, I'm interested. Yeah, for sure. Definitely watch Brooklyn when it comes out. Jay, great date movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Great date movie. Cool. Um, and it's like I kept waiting for something really, really bad, or somebody to do real something really bad to this woman. Yeah, Sarah Sronan, and it never happened. Like nobody <laughs> was really, really bad to her, except maybe a couple characters. But it wasn't like. She was like, like there was a murderer. You're just so used to modern movies. Yes. You were waiting for that beat to happen. Yes. Yeah. And, and it never <laughs> happened. And that was one of the things like there, there's just a part in the movie where she's reading a letter from like her mother and her sister talking about how much they miss her since mm-hmm. she's moved to America. And I'm fucking getting misty eyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like I can't relate to an Irish immigrant woman. But I can understand being homesick. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I, I don't not, Jay knows this, but when I was 14, my parents sent me away to a boy's home. Mm. And I lived at a boy's home for like a year. And yeah. I was, you know, I was homesick and I missed it. I mm-hmm. missed home and I missed my friends and stuff like that. So I understand, like, I, I can understand being homesick. Mm-hmm. But I can't under, I, I can't understand being like an Irish immigrant and coming yeah. to a new country. Yeah. But uh, god damn, I, I, when she started just crying for reading that letter, I connect, instantly connected with the character. Mm. And so when the character is making decisions that I agree with, I'm like, ha, ah, that's awesome. Then when the character starts doing things that, like, I, that I think are out of her character, I'm actually sitting there. In the, I was in the theater by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody was in the fucking watching Brooklyn with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when she's making decisions that I didn't agree with, I was just like, god damn it, what are you – her name's Ailish. I'm like, Ailish, what are you doing? <laughs> That's when you know you got a good movie. Though, yeah. When you yeah. start feeling like that. Ailish, this is not like you. Stop it. <laughs> You're not being yourself, Ailish. You know who you are. You know who you love. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the movie, I'm just – I was – this is one of those movies that I think uh, there's been three movies this year that I've left and I haven't been able to get out of my mind. Number mm-hmm. one, Ex Machina. Number two, Sicario. And number three, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Those are the three movies that have just like stuck with me. Nice. So, uh, final movie that I wanted to talk about, I think. Do I have, no. Yeah, final movie. Creed. Yeah. Creed, you saw this, Jay. I saw that, yeah. So you saw Creed. Uh, let me just jump out there. This movie was gonna be a high tasted until that final fight. I'm gonna give it a Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh, yeah. I'm excited now. I, I thought you were going the other way for a second. No, no. Okay. I, this movie was gonna be a high tasted for me. Great story, great story. Uh, I was like, they're not gonna do what I would think that, there are some things that they didn't do. I don't think that the, uh, the training montages were as good as in no. other Rocky films. That's, no. that's hard press though. That, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, I, exactly. But you still got, Sylvester Stallone in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I my problem was is I kept comparing it to the Rocky movies. Hard not to. And I was just like, Brian, Brian, this is not Rocky. This is not Rocky Balboa's story. This is 
Adonis Creed story. Yes. So, Brian, you got to separate that. But you know what? They did pay tribute to those Rocky films, and they did it in that last fight, man. And that's what gave, that's what gives this movie a fucking Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, Jay, what do you think, man? It, yeah, man. It was exhilarating. And I, I was in the same boat even you know, during the training montages that they did have. I was just thinking, man, this doesn't hold up. Mm-mm. I was thinking that whole time. But You're there, wanting to love this movie. Yeah. You're and, wanting to. Absolutely. Um, but I was, I was definitely on the fence at points. Um, but god damn it, man. Those fight scenes were, first of all, the fight scenes, and that's not even the best part of the movie. That's a great fucking part of the movie. Yeah. There's so many other elements to this that are awesome. Um, but the fights, man, I, I, you are in that fight. Mm-hmm. You are in the fight. This is the, the, the choreography for the fights and the camera work for the fights is better than any Rocky movie, in my opinion. Now, it's not that knockdown drag out shit that you saw with Rocky and like, uh, the, yeah. the Russian or Rocky and Apollo. Uh, Rocky Apollo. and Apollo in like the first movie. Yeah. Man, that fight is awesome. You can't top those as far as like, I think the emotional impact, but yeah. as far as like a realistic, like you're in the goddamn ring with him at that time and you're feeling his hits, you're feeling him being hit, you're feeling him throwing the punches. Fuck, man. The audience was just like gasping at times when those fights were going on. Just like, fuck, fuck. You could hear the audience. Um, but man, I love the story of Creed from the very get go. This. They did a great job of explaining the character because I kept thinking to myself, like, like, I didn't know if they were going to explain, like, why, why, why was he in that? Boys in the boys' home, the, yeah. Juvenile detention or whatever. Why was he there? Yeah. Well, and, I, then, and then and then they didn't want you to know, right? And then they like they reveal that later, and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, shit. Now, okay. The revelations. The revelation about why he is who he is mm-hmm. is a main thread throughout it. Yeah. And it's great to see him kind of come and understand who he himself understands who he is. Right. And goddamn man, Rocky. Fuck. Loved, loved this interpretation. They could not have done this any better with this story. They didn't explain though, the one thing that, the one, the one thing that they didn't explain, they, they tied up everything. I yeah. mean, we find out, you know, like we already knew from Rocky Balboa, like, you know, what happened to Adrian yeah. and things like that, and, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, uh, Polly mm-hmm. and stuff like that in this film, we know things about Polly and stuff like that. But like the one thing that they didn't tie up is like he had started a relationship with the young girl from the old neighborhood in Rocky. Right. In that last film, and they never mentioned her in no, this one. And no. I was like, "Is Rocky?" So what happened with that relationship? Yeah, you they, know? they kind of tied. They tied everything. I think. I think they brilliantly tied what has been gone before mm-hmm. into this. Like, th- there was maybe a few parts where I was like, "That was a bit too obvious." That like, was that was a bit too forced. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I felt like every time they showed something that yeah. harkened back to the other movies, I was just like, "God damn, love Rocky, that. Rocky sitting at the fucking the, the gravestone for uh, Adrian and reading the paper. reading the paper. That was great. That's what he would do. That's what he would do. That's Rocky. Yeah. And then also uh, the joke with. Uh, that he's Rocky is going to start training Adonis Creed. Okay, yeah, and he's like, okay, here's the regimen that we're going to do, and so Adonis takes a picture on his iPhone, yeah, of the regimen, mm-hmm. and he's like, you don't want the piece of paper, and he's like, no, he's like, it's on the cloud. He's like, Rocky's like the cloud. <laughs> he looks, and he up looks up. <laughs> Rocky looks up at the sky. And he's like, what are you talking about, a cloud? You know, it was hilarious. That that, is like hilarious. that's Rocky. That is hilarious. 
And so, I mean, it was not directed by Stallone, Mm-mm. and uh, I think that was a good choice. Yeah, yeah, for the better, I would for imagine. the better. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna Tupperware this too, man. Yeah, phenomenal. That's exciting. I, I loved it, man. I, I thought for sure that you know, at times, I thought for sure, like I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking toss this, this is, real quick. Uh, it was it was sitting at a taste it for me the entire time mm-hmm. up until that final fight. That <sighs> final fight when I was like, this is a fucking. You can. It's not a Rocky movie, but it is. God damn it! Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I think me and you going into it, and anybody else that's a fan of the Rocky series, you're expecting this epic fucking battle. You're yeah. expecting the Rocky versus USSR. You're, you know, whatever it is, this huge epic thing. It's a real small story about this guy and how he grows, mm-hmm. and you fucking. You you can't wait. I hope we see more of Creed. We've got to. There's two fights going on in this movie. Yeah. Creed's got his own fight with himself, mm-hmm. the Creed name, yeah, who he's going to fight, and then Rocky's got his own battle going on. Yeah, for movie. sure, that too. And we've got to get closer to that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. How's this movie doing? I think it's doing pretty fucking well. Uh, we're looking at – I can't talk for the box office, but we're looking at a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah I meant like box office. Box office, I, could, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I think a lot of people are going to sleep on this. They're, they're maybe hesitant about Michael B. Jordan being the main – character and 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 oh, this and, was a fantastic four palette cleanser all fucking day i'm in love with michael b jordan after this right first and foremost i am back in love with rocky balboa for you know after seeing this because see that's the thing like mm. I, the, I think like a lot of the actors that were involved in uh friday night lights have gotten some shitty shitty deals since like the series ended yeah adrian palicki you know, she had that fucking Wonder Woman pilot that didn't make it to air. Mm-hmm. She was fucking great in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, great in Friday Night Lights. And then he does, you know, Fantastic Four. But he did Fruitvale Station, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he does this. This is like a perfect palate cleanser. And Taylor Kitsch has been getting like the bad end of the stick. Right. You know, he did fucking John Carter, which wasn't received too well, uh, which I still love them. I love John I love Carter, too. too. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, what, what else? What, he was in some other, uh, the fucking uh, tr- uh, Travolta movie that didn't do too well. Savages. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It didn't do too well. But he did do the movie, uh, the fucking uh, War in the Middle East movie. That fucking movie. I can't remember the name of it. With Mark Wahlberg and it's got uh, the kid from uh, um, Into the Wild. Oh, okay. I don't remember the name of that either. No, I never I saw that one. It. it was great. Really? It was a fantastic movie. Watch that movie. Okay. Oh, my God. We'll have to it look so that good. up. Um, and then he did the new season. I haven't watched the new season of True Detective. Mm-hmm. But man, these, these actors from Friday Night Lights, and it, you know, I love them all, man, cause I love that series, and even fucking, uh, Coach Taylor, what's his name? God damn it, I can't remember his name. I fucking suck this up. Uh, god damn it, he was in a show we just watched. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, he was in fucking, uh, on the Netflix. The Netflix. On the old, on the old Netflix. Yeah, he was Bloodlines. Bloodlines. What yeah. the fuck's his name? God damn it. He's awesome. He's great. Don't know his name, but yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, this. I always call him Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. I fucking love this movie, though. I, I yeah. left just. I, I, I was satisfied. I also thought, like, it, this isn't going to get me as pumped up as Rocky does. You know, when you see Rocky training mm-hmm. and shit, you get pumped up. You want to go fucking train. Yeah. That's, that is exactly what happened after this. I came home. I was like, I want to fucking work out now. That's I'm so pumped up. Yeah, I think that they had to they had to put a lot into this movie, and it kind of worked at the beginning to its detriment because 
I felt like, you know, in the other Rocky movies, he was just focusing on one fighter. Yeah. You know, the first movie is focusing on Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. You can say, oh, you know, he was Spider Rico, but fuck you. Yeah. Spider Rico, they didn't even show the fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a joke. Exactly. <laughs> but no, the first movie was all about fucking Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Second movie is Apollo Creed. Third movie was uh, Clubber Lang. Mm-hmm. Then we had Ivan Drago. Then we had Tommy the Gun Morrison. That was the worst, worst movie ever. Horrible, yeah. And then the Rocky Six, he was taking on the champ at that time, whoever that fucking guy was. But... In this movie, I felt like uh, they didn't focus too much on the British guy that he had to fight. Yeah, there was also a lot of focus on the on the other, the son of the trainer with within Mickey's gym. Both great. I I actually enjoyed that fight more than the end. I love yeah. the end fight. The end fight because of there's certain. I'll talk to you. About there that. are certain elements. Yeah, yeah that bring yeah, I it I home. Want, I don't want to spoil it yeah. for this. I'm a big Rocky yeah. fan. There's stuff that I... brings it home in yeah. that last fight. Yeah, but that first fight where he's getting his legs with yeah. this guy, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't fought at that caliber yet, right. and to see that guy go against—I was—I was definitely well, loving the guy did, he was going against. It did tie into fucking Rocky Five because Rocky Five, like when 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 Stallone was watching Tommy fight, and he found a way for Tommy to defeat the guy. Mm-hmm. Stallone would tell him, and then you know Tommy would execute and knock the guy out. Well, this happens in this movie, yeah. right? And so. uh you, you're just worried about like the betrayal because uh-huh. like you were always worried like the like Tommy fucking betrays Rocky yeah and so it's like oh shit you know here he is is he gonna be fucking is he gonna be a true is he gonna be loyal or is he gonna betray Rocky yeah and it's like well just watch the movie it's adrenaline fucking yeah. pumping man <laughs> who was it that he fought in Rocky Six do you remember I can't remember it's the killing name of the me fire. trying to remember who it was it's uh, someone pretty prominent it's. I don't remember. Not either. a real boxer, though, right? Uh, yeah, this was actual, actual real boxer. The yeah. end guy was definitely a real boxer. Yeah, these guys were great. <sighs> so his, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, fucking Sylvester Stallone, phenomenal performance. Great story, great fights. Loved it. Did you guys have anything else for Good Pop, Bad Pop? No. Nah, All right, we're gonna take, we're gonna pause, uh, come back, and I got a game for you, fucking dildo. <laughs> oh, Antonio Tarver. Okay. <laughs> That was his name as the character? That was the actor. That was, he was a real boxer. Oh, uh, okay. Was he? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Antonio Tarver was a real boxer. Yeah. I don't know. I stopped fucking watching boxing after fucking Buster Douglas and fucking Evander Holyfield and all that shit. Yeah, so. yeah he was the light heavyweight champion of the world for a while. <laughs> hmm. Or whatever. He, it's the only movie he's been in is, um, the Rocky Balboa movie. Wow. And he was like the main villain for Rocky in that movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, who was, uh, Ray Allen was in that He Got Game movie. He's a real basketball player. Mm-hmm. That Spike Lee joint. Yeah. So <laughs> that Spike Lee joint. Yeah, they're called Spike Lee joints. Yeah. That's what I he know, calls them. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to disrespect. I wasn't laughing about you. Yeah. I was laughing about him. I'm not, not trying to disrespect the man. <laughs> no. No. He's gonna call him a joint. I'm gonna call him a joint too. <laughs> so much love, Spike. Yes. Yeah. Be right back. And I got a game for you fuckers. Look at Jake yawning over there. Sweet. You're not going to make it. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking blew my wad the first half. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get possessed by Dave. <laughs> Falling asleep over got there. Got possessed by the champagne bottle. Oh, that's true. I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta be fresh. All right, hey, we are back. 
Back on the attack. Back on the attack. You know what? We're going to break things up a little bit. I promised a game, and I gave you guys a sheet of paper there. Jake, you know what he gave us? What, what are these? These are... Uh, Fudge-covered Ritz. Fudge-covered oh. Ritz. So we're going to eat these on air. I know that Aaron Claude Miller hates hearing people eat on the air, so mm. this is exactly why we're going to eat these. Nice, just, nice. Just to piss off Aaron. I'll make sure I chew louder. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, chew. Mm, eat that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suck on it like it's Terry Crews' dick. <laughs> All right, guys, I gave you I gave you two sheets of paper. One uh, has a D on it. The other has a C on it. Mm. Um, these are going to uh, be part of the game. And uh, is this, this the dick and cunt game? <laughs> this is the dick and cunt game. <laughs> we had F Mary Kill. Now we got D and C, dick and cunt. Now, uh, this the name of the game is Glover Boy. Uh, there are a total of 15 questions. I will explain how the game is played. I will be giving the name of 15 movies, and you will be telling me the name of the actor that starred in that movie. There are only two actors, Danny Glover and Crispin Glover. Mm. This is Glover Boy. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, I will need to keep score. Let me grab a pen here. I don't have one, God knows. <laughs> I have a pen. I just need an extra sheet of paper, and I will be able to keep score. All right, I've got right. that piece of paper. There are 15 questions. Uh, so basically what I'm going to do, you're going to put uh, D and C uh, are on your table. Uh, so I'm going to name a movie. You're going to tell me when you know... Uh, you're gonna guess which actor starred in that movie. Is it Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? <laughs> you're going down, Jay. <laughs> and this movie is called Glover Boy. <laughs> so when I say, when I say, when I, if you, when you guys are ready, I'm gonna have you hold up at the same time. Okay. Your D or your dick or your cunt. Okay. I'm gonna have you hold up your D or your C. Danny Glover, not Donald Glover. Danny Glover okay. from Lethal Weapon, Danny Glover from the Royal Tenenbaums, mm -hmm. that Danny Glover. You're yes. going to hold up your answer, D or C. You guys can play along at home if you want to. See if you can beat Jay. See if you can beat Jake. be a lot of fun. Grab a piece of paper. Keep score. Here we go. Are you guys ready for Glover Boy? Ready. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Glover Boy. The first movie is Waffle Street. Mm. Oh, what? Waffle Street is it? Dan is it Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? So Waffle Street number one. Tell me when you're ready. Ready, ready. All right, throw up your answer. All right, I've got one. I got Jake saying Danny Glover. I got Jay saying Crispin Glover. One of you is right. <laughs> I hope so. Your game's flawed. <laughs> <laughs> You're both wrong. The answer is Danny Glover. Oh, God damn it. So Jake. <laughs> yeah. Jake gets the first point. Moving on to number two in Glover Boy. Oh, I, I got to play the music, don't I? <laughs> we, don't we need the music? Yes. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I got to play the music. <laughs> We gotta have some game show music, otherwise it's You've not. You've never a, even seen Waffle House. I know my Chris Glover movie, so he's son of a bitch. Here we go. Got we were sponsored for a sec. 
All right, here we go. Uh, question number two. The movie Checkmate. Is it Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? When you're ready, hold up your answer. No cheating, no looking. All right. We got one. We got Jake saying Danny Glover. We got... <laughs> God damn it. We got Jay saying Crispin Glover. Jay's worried. I am scared. Correct answer is Danny Glover. Yeah. Jake gets the point. God damn it. <laughs> Two to nothing. All right, here we go. Number three. The movie is Influence. Is it Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? The game is Glover Boy. <laughs> Ready. Jay. All right, I've got two Crispins. Two Crispin Glovers. The answer is Crispin Glover. Nice. So, Jake and Jay. Oh, still in the game. <laughs> Didn't gain any ground, though, motherfucker. No. Number four. The movie is called Freezer Burn, The Inflation of... The Invasion of Laxdale. So the fuck? Full, full title is Freezer Burn, colon, The Invasion of Laxdale. Is it Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? The game is called Glover Boy. Can I, can I ask? Can I, can, I, can I take an aside here? Yeah. Where did the, where did the origin of this game come from? The, the origin of this game? Yeah. From the mind of Brian, oh, the leftover. You're like, man, both these guys have been in a lot of movies no one's ever heard the fuck <laughs> of. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm ready. All right, uh, I've got. I got Jake with a Crispin. Yeah. God and damn Jay it. With, <laughs> and Jay with a Danny. <laughs> Only one answer can be right. The correct answer. Crispin uh, yeah. Damn it. I have Jay's worried every time he has a different answer than me. <laughs> All right. I'm going for a perfect here. You son of a bitch. Moving <laughs> along now here. Moving along. Question number five. There's fifteen total. Oh so Jay, God. you are not out of this. Still in it. You're still in it, Jay. Next game uh, next movie is Epic Movie. Crispin. Crispin or Danny. Okay. Ready. Alright. <laughs> Epic movie. I've never seen that. It's Jay, like a scary movie. Like. I've got two Dannys. Two Dannys. Correct answer. Uh, correct answer. <laughs> answer the friendly ghost. Correct pronunciation <laughs> is answer, but the correct answer to this question is Crispin. Oh, so perfect. Neither of you get that one right. You're both mm. fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we haven't seen Epic Movie. <laughs> Still fucking idiots. <laughs> have you seen Epic Movie? I have seen Epic Movie. Oh, you're the fucking idiot for seeing Epic Movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Terrence Howard is an Epic Movie. <laughs> that does not redeem it. <laughs> Next movie is Consumed. Ugh. Consumed. The name of the game is Glover Boy. <laughs> Are these real movies? These are real movies. All right. <laughs> is it Danny or Crispin Glover for Consumed? I've got Jay. I both Danny. Both Danny. Both of you are correct. <gasps> yes. <laughs> number, number seven is About Scout. So the title rhymes. That's cool. Was the movie good? <laughs> Probably not. Right? No. But does it star Danny or Crispin? The name of the game is Glover Boy. 
both of you say Crispin Glover, <laughs> both of you are wrong as fuck. Oh, oh, we're so dumb. So, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to question eight for Glover Boy. The movie is Badass 3. <laughs> there was Badass 1 and 2? Yes, there was. Badass 3 colon Badasses on the Bayou. <laughs> This badass number three, <laughs> Badasses on the Bayou, starred Danny I, Glover was, or Crispin Glover. Was yes, this Jake. actor in all three badass movies? I'm sorry? Was this actor in all three badass movies or just I, I would assume. Three? I would assume that this actor was in all three. I don't know, though. Okay, okay. I don't think it was a combo of the two. There's okay. only there's only one Danny or one Crispin. I think Danny's more of a badass than Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> that was my justification All right. here. All right, the answer, uh, Jay has Danny. Jake has Jan- Danny. The answer is Danny. Uh, yeah. So, Can't out badass Danny Glover. No. All right, we're going to move on to question number nine. She's where's Iron Eagle? Make this easy. <laughs> <laughs> an Iron Eagle. That was Lewis Gossett Jr. Oh, it wasn't Danny Glover. My bad. You fucking racist. <laughs> I guess so. God damn it. He's in one of them. That was Lewis Gossett Jr. There's five of them. I'm sure he's in one of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> number, question number nine. <laughs> Toxin. Toxin. Oh. Who is in Toxin? Is it Danny Glover <laughs> or Crispin Glover. The, the name of the game is Glover Boy, and you both said Crispin. You both are wrong as fuck. Oh. It was. Just a case of ground on me there, Jim. It was Danny Glover. I don't know any of these. I've never heard of them. Besides epic movie, I've literally heard of none of these movies. Predator 2. I mean, come on. <laughs> too easy. Where's that at? All right, guys. Number Question number 10. Yellowbird. This is not a story about Tweety. Okay. This is a movie that stars either Danny or Crispin Glover. <laughs> And the the game is called Glover Boy, right? Right. Uh, so, is Yellowbird does it start Crispin Glover or Danny Glover? Question: What's what's the game called again? It's called Glover Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then this is my answer. Both of you said. <laughs> both of you it changes everything. Yellowbird. Sure both of you said Crispin Glover. Yeah. Both of you are wrong. Oh. <laughs> Yellowbird, that fantastic movie that everyone's talking about, stars Danny Glover. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to the next question. Question 11. The movie is called 30 Door Key. Uh-huh. 30 Door Key. Now, does 30 Door Key star Crispin Glover or Danny Glover? Okay. Remember, guys, the name of the game is Glover Boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Come on, Jay. Name, name again. 30 door key. 30 door key. I've got two Crispins. Yeah. Guys, Crispin Glover stars in 30 Yeah! Door key. Fist bump! Yeah! <laughs> We're both winners. All right. Question number. <laughs> question number 12. The movie is called Space Warriors. Uh, Space Warriors. The first now. one. Guys, does this movie star Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? Space Warriors. Remember, guys, name of the game is 
clever boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got two Dannys. Two Dannys for Space Warriors. You both are correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Question number 13. The Shift. Oh. We all remember The Shift. <laughs> Don't we? That great movie. Have you seen any of these movies besides Epic Movie? <laughs> I have not seen a single movie. Besides Epic. Besides Epic Movie. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. This movie is called... The Shift. The Shift. The Shift. Does okay. it star Danny Glover, Crispin Glover... Remember, the guys, this this movie is called Glover Boy. Okay. This, this game is Glover Boy. Okay. And I've got two Crispins for... Fuck. For the shift. <laughs> Guys, neither of you are right. Ah, son of a fuck! <laughs> this uh, game is insane. It is great, isn't it? <laughs> Next movie is called Little Noises. Okay. All right. Little Noises. It didn't make a lot of noise because <laughs> neither of you heard of it. No. No. But the question today is, did it star Crispin Glover or Danny Glover? <laughs> the name of the game is Glover Boy. I've got two Crispins. Two Crispins going once, going twice. Sold, yes. You guys are correct. It is. How many of these are left? That was that was question fourteen. Oh, I've got this. Yeah, I'm so, fucked. I've got this. So, <laughs> question fifteen. Okay. The final one. This is this is double jeopardy here, so you get double the points. Oh I get fucked. Actually, you get, this is triple jeopardy. What's triple the name the, of the game? Boo. Triple points. <laughs> triple points for this last one. The name of the game is Glover Boy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks Forget. for asking, Jay. Yep, you're welcome. Boo. And the name of the movie is called Donovan's Echo. Okay. Donovan's Echo. Okay. You guys remember that great, fantastic movie, Donovan's oh. Echo? Yep. Nobody could forget it. Came out in whatever the fuck year. <laughs> yeah. Won no awards. Donovan's Echo. Does it star Danny Glover or Crispin Glover? Uh, damn it. Uh, all right. Triple the points, guys. Remember, this is a lot on the line here. What's the name of the movie? Absolutely. Just Donovan's the- Echo. What's the name of the game? The name of the game is Glover Boy. <laughs> that part I forgot. I remember the movie. Though. The name of the movie is called Donovan's Echo. Okay. We'll never forget the name of this movie. Okay, I'm going to get... I'm ready. All right. I'm ready! You guys, you both are saying Danny Glover. So let's find out who is the winner of the lover boy. I'm fucked. (laughs) Donovan's Echo starred none other than Predator 2 star (laughs) Danny Glover. Yeah. Jr. Jake, you are the winner of the lover boy. You son of a bitch. That was tough. What do I win? Uh, You win... Two. <laughs> I dropped them on the floor. Oh no! <laughs> two, two of these chocolate-covered Ritz crackers. Okay, I donated them back to you. That have both ended up on the floor. I'm gonna eat the one that has the less fuzz on it. <laughs> but you get the other one That's that has you. more fuzz on it. Yeah, all right, let me get it. Let me get it. I'll put it on my shelf at home. That's your prize. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was fun, right? You son of a bitch! I'm too. I, I've lost twice now. Do you right? Is that the is that the streak? Mm. Yeah, however many times Man, we played games. That's rough. Up. You're a loser. I suck. <laughs> you should watch more shitty movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
What's funny, though, right? <laughs> that was uh, yeah. Is that neither of you have seen any of these movies. I haven't seen any Not of them. Not a one. Only one of them I've heard of. All right. <laughs> I thought these were two good actors. <laughs> that was fun. Fun, yeah. little, fun little Glover boy. Game. Yeah. Good shit, right? I like the Glovers. I got another game in the uh, pipeline that we'll play in the next few weeks. They're all family. You'll be going down on that too. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I don't. Jake won. I don't want to really keep the official score. No, don't do it. Doesn't it. matter. By at least two points. All right, guys. It's now time for the pop culture leftovers news. Hear ye, hear ye. Read all about it. It's a leftover news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangsta as fuck, yo. It's gangsta as fuck, yo. All right, guys. Entertainment Weekly is reporting that Kevin Bacon is coming back to TV after the cancellation of the following on Fox for a Tremors TV show. Mm. Guys, hear about this? Yes. Yes. Guys, what are your thoughts on a Tremors TV show? Can I tell you something crazy? No. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on in news. Next story. I'm kidding. (laughs) Go ahead. Tell me something crazy, Chief. Never seen a single Tremors movie. What? Whoa. Get out of town. Yeah. I've seen Tremors 1 and 2. Yes, me too. I didn't see uh, Tremors 5, uh, the most recent one. I haven't seen that either. But uh, the girl, remember the girl from, uh, no, I've seen, the girl from Jurassic Park, The, the remember the young girl that gets sneaked yeah. on by the Brontosaurus, the Brachiosaurus? Mm-hmm. She's in one of those Tremors movies. That's the last Tremors movie I saw is the one that she started. Okay. As yeah. an adult. She was like 20, 19 or 20 when she started in it. Yeah, I just saw 1 and 2. Okay. 1 and 2. I've seen 1, 2, or 3. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be cool with a fucking TV series if Kevin Bacon's involved. Am I missing out? Should I go see Tremors 1? Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tremors 1 is great, man. I remember I watched that one with my my with my with dad, mm-hmm. and we really enjoyed that movie. Yep. It's a lot of fun. It was a good... I love Tremors, yeah. yeah. Totally down with... I'm totally down with the series. As long as Kevin Bacon's involved, it's cool. I'm fine with it. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... Listen to listen to the names that are behind this. Uh, the company Universal Cable Productions. So we've got NBC backing this up, and Bloomhouse Productions. Mm-hmm. So Bloomhouse that does like the uh, paranormal movies. I think they also did Whiplash, the film. Oh wow! They're behind this. Uh, they're de- developing this into a uh, thirteen episode series. Is Crispin Glover? <laughs> <laughs> Bonus question. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not a thirteen episode series. There was a previous TV version that went on for thirteen episodes. Okay. That okay. It was on Sci Fi Channel back in 2003. Yes. Uh, Andrew Miller from the Secret Circle. He's been tapped to write the adaptation. Uh, Kevin Bacon uh, said that he'd love to revisit the character. He said, I'd love to do something else with Tremors and revisit the character 25 years later. Part of what's great about the movie is there are next to no digital effects. The monsters are done with puppetry, and it's still off, funny, and scary. It's a cool accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So Universal uh, Cable Productions and Bloomhouse are currently shopping the project around to various networks, and uh, multiple bidders are interested. So I think this is going to happen. Um, I, I too want to see this happen. Yeah. I, th- I think this is great. Tremors was great. I loved, uh, what was his name from, uh, the Family Ties, the father from Family oh, Ties. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was awesome in it. Him and Reba McIntyre. Yeah. And he had the elephant gun. <laughs> fucking great. One of the best scenes in any movie. Yeah. The that basement. I yeah. The basement scene where they're like fucking firing off the elephant gun at the fucking yeah. gigantic worm. And yeah. I love that scene. I used to watch that movie all the fucking time. If all we, the time. If we can have a Tupperware Ash versus the Evil Dead series, why the fuck can't we have a great 
Tremor series on stars. On on point. That's exactly what I was going to fucking say. If you like Ash vs. Evil Dead, there's no reason you won't like Tremors. Agreed. No Do reason. you think they will stick to the all puppetry and no CG on the Tremors? I hope so. If what I'm hearing from Kevin Bacon's quote, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. If they can st- if they can keep it that way and do it this way, yeah. Th- I don't see any reason why fucking Kevin wouldn't say that. Yeah. And hopefully he'll have enough influence in the development of the show to say, yeah, this is this is what it needs. Yeah. I feel like it would for sure have CG. <clears throat> well, I well no, no, I don't think it will because that was one of the downfalls of the sci-fi series was terrible CG. I don't think they're going to do that. Oh, they did have CG. They had sure. terrible CG. Yeah, if I'm listening to the uh to, to the quote here of why maybe Bacon signed on. He said, quote, part of what's great about that movie is that there are next to no digital effects. The monsters are done with puppetry and it's still off, funny, and scary. Yeah. Mm. If he's saying that quote, I can't see him signing on to something that's going to be like, oh, okay, fuck what you just said. Let's do a bunch of fucking CG effects. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck you, Kevin Bacon. What the fuck do you know? Yeah. Footloose motherfucker. <laughs> it's not even, it wouldn't even be that like, pricey it's not even like really an issue the only issue is that cg would look like shit and the puppetry would look good but it's minimal minimal puppetry anyway like tremors the movie you hardly you didn't see shit it's about the the anticipation yeah it's about being scared about so they're like big sand snakes right yeah like okay they can feel your movement yeah like dune they can feel your movement, and that's when they attack you. So if you move, they come after you. Okay. Yeah. Fucking Tremors, man. Tremors is great. I'm going to watch that again, like, now. I love that movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love yeah. that movie. It was a great movie. I wonder how hard it will be for me to find Tremors. It shouldn't be too hard. Hmm. No. Watch it be hard. <laughs> yeah, watch it's it be It's going to be harder than that fucking Glover Boy game. <laughs> No. That was fun. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. It got defeated kind of, again. It was kind of mind-blowing. There's so many movies with those two actors I've never even fucking heard of. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking true. I uh, I feel like Chuck Woolery, though. Yeah. I feel like Alex Trebek, though. Like, that's with, cool. Like, with, like, the fucking, I got the answers. Because, like, I'm an idiot. I would have got, I would have fucking. <laughs> that was all guess. I mean, there's not a single one of those that I didn't fucking just guess. Yeah, I know. Like, that's the whole point of that yeah. game. Guys, huge news. This is shocking news. This one's come, this one, uh, comes from Entertainment Weekly. Tom Cruise is in talks to join Universal's reboot of The Mummy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, sources say Universal has been looking for a big star to anchor the film and is hoping Cruise will fill that role. Universal had no comment. Alex Kurtzman is helming the film, mm-hmm. which will be set in present day and is set for release on March 24th, 2017. John Spates wrote the script. Guys, John Spates wrote the script for Prometheus. Ooh, mm. nice. Screenplay was done by, uh, was that, uh, Lost writer. Oh, Damon Lindelof. Didn't he do the screenplay? Yes. The script is John Spates. Although the plot details are being cut uh, in a deep tomb, Kurtzman, Morgan, and Sean Daniel are producing... Uh, this Universal Mummy film is the first film in a series of interconnected monster films. Universal hopes to build a cinematic universe out of its vault of classic creature features. Other potential films revolve around the characters of Dracula. Uh, we, I saw the Dracula Told movie, Frankenstein and the Invisible Man, the Bride of Frankenstein and Vampire Hunting, uh, the Vampire Hunter Van Helsing. Mm. Uh, guys. You're saying this is going to be the first, though, so that Dracula had told is out the window. No, that's part of this universe. Okay. Uh, This is... uh, You said it was going to be the first of a... That's what what the 
that's what Entertainment Weekly said. Mm. But I was under the assumption that Dracula Untold was part of this universe. Okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they threw that out the window. Maybe Entertainment Weekly knows something that I that uh, Leftover Brian doesn't. So I don't know. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on um, the fucking on, – on Tom Cruise joining a mummy reboot? I, 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 you know, I personally, Tom Cruise aside, I love the universal monsters. You know, I love those. I, as a kid, like, that's what I fucking watched. We all watched Monster yeah. Squad and mm-hmm. loved it. Fucking loved that shit. I had my niece watch the Monster Squad yeah. for the first time. Monster Squad's phenomenal. My niece had never seen Monster Squad. You mm-hmm. gotta understand, she's like eight years old. Mm-hmm. So I was like babysitting her last week. And I was like, let's watch Monster Squad. Yeah. She watched Monster Squad with me. What did she think? After the movie, she looked at me and she goes, oh my God, Uncle Brian. That was a cool movie. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it is. She loved it. Yeah. She absolutely loved Monster Squad. Yeah. That movie holds up, man. It does. It, does. it holds up, and she loved it. Yeah. So, Tom Cruise? If they can do this with Tom Cruise, I think they're taking it seriously, the fact that they want Tom Cruise to anchor this. Okay, guys. We've already got Alex Kurtzman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're taking it seriously right there with that name. Yep. John Spades, who wrote the script for fucking Prometheus. I love Prometheus. They're taking this fucking seriously. And now you get Tom fucking Cruise? Yeah. Holy shit. Could Guys, be fucking awesome. I'll be honest with you. I hated Brendan Fraser mummy movies. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me I too. hated all of them, except for the third one. I actually thought the third one was actually kind of fun. The Scorpion King? Uh, no, no, that was the second one. Uh, I'm thinking of, was wasn't the there the, the third? Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie. I could have sworn that there was a movie with Jet Li in it. Uh, that was the fourth. Oh, was that the fourth mummy? Yeah, movie? whichever, whatever that was called. That's it, the only it had one. A surname too. Yeah, that's the only one I liked. Never I didn't know they made four of those fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, I stopped after the second one. So. But I hated the fucking mummy movies. I hated the first one. Hated the Mummy Returns. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're stupid fucking Indiana Jones wannabes. Yeah, and with a bunch of CG, mm. and I hated them. And uh, I was thinking that this movie was going to be a pile of horse shit when they first announced the reboot. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard this fucking Tom Cruise news, did a total reversal. Tom Cruise is totally into every role that he takes on. Absolutely. He goes into it and he's serious. We saw this in Oblivion. We've seen this in the Mission Impossible movies. We saw this in uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Live, Die, Repeat, uh, Day After Tomorrow. Not Day After Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, this guy loves, he fucking takes his role seriously, and I can't see him doing anything but less than a mummy reboot. Will I, he be the lead villain? Is that what's being presented here? Will I he think he be would the mummy? be more like the, wouldn't he be the Brendan Fraser character? Mm, That's possibly. what I would think, yeah. I, I think that the, I think that the, even the mummies would be a little bit more hopefully practical in this, you know. Absolutely, make it practical. Yeah, yeah. go more Walking Dead type of looking things and as opposed to like yeah. the cg fucking bullshit that we had in the mummy movies that was the biggest complaint i had with those movies i hate to do this but i i, I have to freeze this oh I'm, man i'm really i'm really <laughs> i'm really anti the whole let's do a universal monstrous connected universe i thing. love universal monsters jake yeah, i would just rather have <laughs> each individual universal monster movie done well and this right. is your stepping stone though god you can't go wrong with this team that they're putting it's together. a great team it's a great team i would be more excited about this if it were they were just saying they're doing a mummy remake other than they're saying it's the stepping stone to a whole interconnected universe that that scares me i gotta tell you well i mean yeah i i agree with you but what if they don't make it so interconnected what if it's just like 
okay, we have a mummy. We also have a vampire. You know, like that's kind of why I'm freezing it. Is if they're going to present it as a solo movie with maybe like an after credit sequence that it starts the connection. Yeah, it's not like such thing. a tight tie-in where yeah. it depends well, see, on the, the, the Dracula and Told movie had a end sequence where it was set in modern day. Mm. Okay. So if they're going to keep on like if that is the first part in the story, like they've already kind of set it up too. Okay. Yeah. And see I pre-tossed that movie without even seeing it. So it's hard for me to It was like a taste it for me. I, I didn't think it was as bad as like it could have been. Okay. Yeah. Maybe upon second viewing I'd give it a low taste it, but yeah. I, I for any I don't think it's I don't I think it's kind of set up the mythology of Dracula in, in an interesting way. I didn't really hate the movie. Mm-hmm. I I mean I I'm going to freeze it if you put a gun to my head and said I had to not freeze it. I would unfortunately toss it, which yeah. is kind of why I want to freeze it until I Tom see a tra- Cruise. Until I see a trailer, I just don't know what to think. Tom Cruise, though, man, yeah. come on. Yeah, he's been in a lot of great stuff. That yeah, I really like, but I don't know. Just uh, with the last mummy movies, or have such a bad taste in my mouth. I got to disagree with you. I've got to disagree with you all day. I mean, I think if you if you tell me that there's going to be a mummy reboot, I'm mm-hmm. tossing it. Mm-hmm. If you tell me that there's going to be a mummy reboot with Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. Tupperware. Yeah, I gotta say Tupperware with a mummy reboot with Tom Cruise. I can fuck fuck the universe. Fuck the universe. I don't care what the fuck happens with their fucking interconnected fucking monsters universe. Mm-hmm. As far as a mummy movie though, you yeah. tell me Tom Cruise is going to be in it. Tupperware. Okay. Fuck. I mean, fuck. The, fuck the long vision. Fuck. Tom Cruise is the only thing that's making it a freeze it for me. Like it's without Tom Cruise, I'm just going to go ahead and toss this. I'm going to Tupperware this all fucking day. Especially you got Kurtzman involved. You got John Spates writing it. Mm. Tupperware all yeah. day. I don't think you can go wrong with this. Kurtzman wrote Transformers for Christ's sakes. I mean, you know, Kurtzman wrote. You know, you know, fucking. Uh, there's been a lot of people that wrote, wrote a bunch of shit. Fucking David S. Goyer wrote one of my favorite movies in Man of Steel. I know you mm. fucking hate it, but he also wrote the fucking uh, Nick Fury David Hasselhoff movie. Yeah. I mean, you can write a great movie and then write a piece of shit, too. Yeah, he wrote all four Transformers movies, Kurtzman. But I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy a lot of what Alex Kurtzman has has written in the past. There's stuff of his I really love. Yeah, and I'm like, I, 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 I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in a fucking mummy movie with Tom Cruise. I don't think Tom Cruise would put his name on something that's shit right now. The guy's been very particular about what movies he's been cast in mm-hmm. since the whole fucking uh, Oprah Winfrey sofa debacle. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be right. But I just can't. Like, I, I think I, I, I just have no faith. I think I am. I think I'm right on this one. I, I want you to be. Yeah. I, I've, I've never been more excited about it. I think, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a great move. I hope it happens. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm not too concerned about an interconnectivity as much as like this is all happening in the same time in the same place, that's mm-hmm. fine. But you don't need to like there doesn't need to be a monster team up or yeah. some I'm shit not, like that. I'm not that. saying that yeah. like the like the whole universe is going to be amazing. Like yeah. oh god, wait until we get that fucking Wolfman movie. Just how much right. of the interconnectivity is going to play into this first movie is what's going to like sure. sell it for me. Sure, it could be like Iron Man two, or it could be fucking like its own fucking movie. Yeah, yes. it could be Iron Man. Exactly. And they do need to go practical. Do not fucking CGI the classic monsters that we all know of and that we mm-hmm. all watched that were non-CGI that we all loved. Don't fucking CGI that I stuff. I don't think that Tom Cruise is going to sign up for some shit. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I, like I said, I think the fact that he's involved means that they're taking this seriously for the first time, yeah. which is great. So I think yeah. it's good news. Yeah, you tell me, you tell me that fucking uh, you got a mummy reboot. I'm I'm tossing it yeah out of the gate. But mm-hmm. you tell me you got a mummy reboot with uh, fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm 
my ears are I'm wide I'm, uh, my ears are wide open. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm down. Okay. All right, guys, moving on. Marvel news time. (laughs) (laughs) Time to take a shit. (laughs) Marvel news. All right, Marvel News this week. We got our Captain America Civil War trailer. Yes. Yeah. That happened. That happened. That's the thing that happened. Let's talk about that trailer. What did you guys think of the old uh, Captain America Civil War trailer? thought it was a pretty good trailer. I'll give it a taste it. Didn't fucking freak my fucking world, but it was it was a good trailer. I was excited to see Black Panther in costume for the first time. Mm. But I don't know. Kind of scared for the plot of that movie. <laughs> Why? Because it revolves around uh, Winter Soldier? Yeah, just the whole Bucky being the catalyst of the reason the the superhero registration movement mm. becomes a thing. Yeah, kind of rubs me the wrong way. Okay, Jay, I, I I was a little more excited about this than I than I ever have been seeing the trailer. I, Marvel knows how to give you a good trailer, don't they? They gave me a good oh, trailer. Man, they sure did with the Avengers: Age of Ultron, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did that too. Sure, they did. The anticipation yep. was high. Yeah. Hey, how do you like your shit served? Yeah. But yeah, again, anticipation was high. The fucking uh Bucky Cap uh fighting Iron Man battle was fucking tight. I love that in the trailer. That's the best part of the trailer for me was when they're fucking switching shields and beating the shit out of Iron Man. Yeah, that's a great part. But that's not what's gonna happen in the movie. I guarantee fucking you it's not gonna be that intense. And I agree with you, Jake. Um the whole Bucky thing is just them catering to people that want to see more of that fucking character in this movie. So I absolutely agree with you. I don't, I think they're catering like they always have to what people liked about the other movies. They love the Bucky. I love Bucky too. I love Winter Soldier. I thought he was fucking great. But that being the catalyst of this whole big event, I don't like it either. Yeah, it rubs me the wrong way. But it was a good trailer. So I'm, I'm tasting the trailer. It was a, um, it was a really good trailer. Um, I wasn't excited to see this movie at all. I mean, yeah, that's just like I keep, you know, it's like okay, I know what Marvel does, mm-hmm. I know what movie they give me, and uh, I'm gonna give it a high taste. It uh, just for the trailer, mm-hmm. movie might turn out to be a pile of shit for all I know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I don't think so with the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. I think the Russo brothers, I think they know what they're doing. I like that it's on. It's it feels like it's on a smaller scale. Than uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. That's one thing that I hated about Avengers: Age of Ultron. It's mm-hmm. like it's set on such a large scale, and everything's got to look like it's from like a fucking huge comic book spread. And you've got like all these fucking like uh, villains fighting the the heroes, and it's just like all this fucking. It's like uh, it's like a comic book just took a shit on your screen. It's right. Just yeah. like all this shit. Everything's flying. like a two page splash page. Yes, and it's like too much going on, and this felt very more personal and about the characters i didn't get a scene of like fucking like a hundred ultron bots Mm -hmm. fighting a few characters and being disposed of no what i got from this was i got bucky fighting black panther Mm -hmm. i got buck i got black panther kicking bucky in the fucking chest Mm -hmm. i got bucky and fucking cap fucking fighting uh tony Mm -hmm. it was all set on a very small scale on Earth. It's not cosmic. It's not fucking like it doesn't look like the whole Earth is about to fucking end. 
It's just very personal. It just looks like characters fucking fighting each other. Right. And that's what I loved about this. I don't fucking need all this fucking huge fucking, mm-hmm. oh my god, here's a million Chitari fucking aliens fighting, mm-hmm. you know, just the Avengers. It's just like, holy shit, here's fucking Black Panther going after Bucky. Well, I think that kind of thing works better when you got one of the solo hero solo movies, too. Like, in some way, like, you want an Avengers movie to have that big threat. You want a fucking Chitauri. Not in this last movie. God I know, but I had the I Ultron didn't... thing been done right, like, I, I, st- I still wanted a good Ultron movie, you know? like That's I, what I'm saying I liked about this one, is I got too much of that in the fucking Avengers Age of Ultron. I yeah. wanted something a little bit more fucking personal. Yeah, but yeah, I can see why can, they'd want to do you that. You can for go Avengers to that movies. in the Infinity Wars. I don't give a fuck about seeing Black Panther fight fucking Bucky in the fucking Infinity War. Yes. Yeah, I want to see the fucking Infinity War. But thank God you're taking it back a little bit. That's what I want from this fucking movie. And I'm agreeing with you, as very well they should for a Captain America solo movie. Yeah. I mean, Avengers, yeah, of course. I mean, they. I think they just threw too much at me in Avengers. I don't need fucking a bunch of Ultron bots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do them right, number one. They didn't. They fucked that up. I mean, the Ultron bot that was fighting – the first Ultron bot that was fucking uh, – the first few Ultron bots that were fighting them within fucking like uh, Avengers Tower mm-hmm. were kicking their ass. Yeah. And then all of a sudden towards the end of the movie, these Ultron bots that have been created, yeah, they're, they're like, fucking cutting through them like they're fucking those fucking droids in Star Wars. Yeah. Like soldiers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking like the Foot Clan and fucking Teenage Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. And they're just fucking cutting through them like hot knife through butter and mm. shit. You know, but at first, like, oh my god, this fucking one, like, uh, bot was fucking kicking their asses and yeah, shit. menacing. That was the best iteration of Ultron in that movie. It was the very yeah. first appearance. Yeah, it. and the, even the first Ultron bots that came out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just like, I, I like this trailer a lot. I thought it was cool. I'm glad that they left a lot of the humor out. I liked it when, like, Tony said, like, I just want to, like, punch your teeth in. Mm-hmm. And then you're thinking that fucking uh, Cap is going to say something funny and smart after that, and it doesn't happen. He just looks at him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I want. I want I want a more serious tone in these fucking movies, and I got that out of this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when I see the movie, is there going to be humor? Yeah, there's going to be humor, and I expect there to be humor. But I don't want it to be a Whedon fucking movie where everybody has the same sense of humor. I want there to be real consequences. I, you know, I mean, I want I want we I want us to find out that fucking one of the Black Panthers. Black Panthers was killed by fucking Bucky in a past mission. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, that's why Black Panther wants to fucking kill Bucky. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's why Cap's protecting him. And I, I, oh god, I want this movie to be so good, just like I loved Winter Soldier. I really like seeing William Hurt back as Thunderbolt Ross in this trailer too. I thought that was that was cool. Yeah. It made a lot of sense to have that character back too, as much as he hates superheroes and. Like gifted individuals, like he did from the whole movies. Then does it make sense for him to turn into Red Hulk in this movie? Does it make sense for? Does him? it make sense? Yeah, maybe not quite yet. This movie, maybe though. Not sure, guys. From the trailer, is War Machine dead? <laughs> is that misdirection? Is that misdirection? Or, I don't think he's. Or dead. is War Machine dead in that scene? I hope he's dead. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they have the balls to fucking do that. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I hold Civil War near and dear. I, I went through a big gap in comics, and Civil War is kind of the thing that brought me back. I agree with you. And yeah. so I, I, mean, I want to see it respectfully done. I don't need to see it be a carbon copy of what happened in the comic book. We saw fucking 
war machine and he's laying down there with Tony and it looks like his arc reactor's been ripped out. Yeah. Later for sure. on in the trailer we fucking saw Bucky trying to rip out Tony's arc reactor. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know if he dies in that scene, but I get the feeling that fucking War Machine's gonna be killed off in this movie. I wow. hope so. I want, yeah, I want big stakes in this movie. Civil War's a big fucking deal. I hope that he's dead too. I, I'm, I'm with you. 100% in agreement that there needs to be big stakes. That'd be a great replacement for, um, that'd be a bigger death in the movie than what happened in the comic book mm-hmm. when they just killed off Goliath and no one <laughs> gave two fucks about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <exactly. laughs> <It's> so, true. <laughs> that would be huge. I hope so. Yeah, good trailer. I, I mean, I, I'm worried about some of the plot changes from the original source material, but, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. We got no signs of Spider-Man? No. no Is didn't. that good? Bad? Good. Yeah, that's good. We don't Do- need too much Spider-Man in this. Do we or don't we? I, mean, I don't. Not in this first trailer, but... I mean, Jay, they want to sell tickets. I mean, this is a business. I don't think we'll see him till the movie. I, I mean, he's I, he's not going to be in it so much. I feel like if you give us anything, you give it all away. So I really think they're going to keep that under the covers till the movie comes out. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to you want to sell tickets though, right? Yeah, but I mean, this movie was already seventy five percent through the filming when that Sony Marvel deal even bro- broke. Mm, I think we're at least going to get pictures of the suit, Tom Holland. In the oh, suit. I agree with that. We might get we'll get pictures of the suit, but I don't think there'll be pictures from stills of the movie. I think we'll get an Entertainment Weekly him in the suit cover. Yes, we always get that. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to get what he's going to be what his part in the movie is going to be I think that I think I think, oh, you may think that but man if they don't fucking put Spider-Man in one of these trailers they're missing out they, Yeah they, I mean we're talking leaving, about they're leaving money on the fucking table We're talking about a movie that Marvel wasn't afraid of at one point to put out on the same day as Batman v Superman and this is before Spider-Man was even part of the equation. Yeah, they're leaving money on the table, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Spider-Man is their number one character, Jake. People will know Spider-Man's going to be in this movie without showing him in the Not trailer. the casuals. Not mm-hmm. your casual fans. They won't know unless they fucking see it, Jake. Word of mouth will help. I mean, like I said, they're not. I'm not in agreement there, man. I think that if you fucking, you're leaving fucking money on the table if you don't show Spider-Man in at least one clip in a trailer. You're yeah. leaving money on the table. And it's a dumb move by Marvel. No, I don't think it's a dumb move. I, I think it's a smart move by Marvel. No. Rest on your for, own no, morals and the, not on the part that's going to be the in fan it boys for that are gonna see For the fanboys that are going to see the fucking movie anyway, yeah. it's a fucking smart move. Because I don't need to see More it. More than fanboys because, are seeing these fucking movies. That's why they, we're on the 15th of them right now. That's why we're on Captain America 3. It's I not just the fucking fanboys. I don't agree with you, Jake, because Age of Ultron didn't do as good as fucking Avengers. If that was true, then fucking Avengers Age of Ultron would have outsold Avengers. It didn't do so. Not everybody. Not everybody worse. is watching these movies repeatedly. It didn't do extremely. Not worse, everybody though. is watching. No, you're wrong. Well, the non-fanboys are ever going to be you're watching wrong. repeatedly. I'm you are not. wrong. I'm not. It's an not opinion. everybody. If everybody was watching these it's movies, then it would have outsold Avengers. It's Avengers outsold Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yes. You're wrong. I do agree that Avengers outsold Age of Ultron. Yes. I don't think Spider-Man is what you need to get people to come see this. It's going to get more butts. It's going to get more butts Winter and seats. Soldier outsold Captain America. So you're telling that's me the that, that, that telling about. people that Spider-Man's not in this movie. Yes. That it's it's going to do just as good. No, I I think if you, you're going to get more butts and seats, if you put all the press, you tell people that Spider-Man's in this movie. Yes, but I don't think they need to do that. I think that's selling out to say that Spider-Man's in this movie, and that's why you need to come. I'm see not this movie. saying that it's not selling out. 
Yes. I'm saying okay, that I, the movie will sell more tickets. I agree that it will sell more tickets Spider-Man if you show Spider-Man in the trailer. Movie, and hopefully the movie will resist that urge to sell more tickets. That's not what I'm – exactly. I think you're you're missing what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying that they should well, say – Well, it's easy to miss what you're saying when you're yelling at me telling me I'm wrong. Well, you are <laughs> wrong when you're saying at first that it's that they don't need to do this. I think they, they don't need to do it as want, far as like if, no, I'm talking about box office. I'm talking. I'm, th- I'm thinking like a studio. I'm not. I'm not thinking like this the is average, the same movie they are going to put on a pedestal against Batman v Superman before Spider Man. Game has box changed, office though. is going to be good with or without saying Spider Man. Okay, the difference between good and great is fucking Spider Man. It's great and superb though. If I mean, the movies hard. are so goddamn good, it, it, fucking Avengers: The Age of Ultron would have outsold Avengers. Yeah. It would have. If you're saying that everybody's going to watch this anyway, then we're saying that each movie is progressive. It's because people each went and Avengers saw Avengers get over and over and over again. It's and people the- didn't watch Avengers Age of Ultron because it wasn't as good. Yeah. That's why people weren't in the theaters watching it over and over and over again. Whether you or not Spider-Man's get- in it isn't a dictator of whether or not it's good I think or it better. is, Jake, because number one, Spider-Man is Marvel's number one character. I agree. People, when people think of Marvel, they think of Spider-Man. I so agree. So if you're going to put Spider-Man in your fucking trailer, you're going to get Spider-Man fans because Spider-Man's the number one fucking character in the Marvel Universe. That's He's a gonna, cheap move, though. It's not a che- It's a smart move if you're fucking Disney. It's misadvertising the, the movie. If you're it's the retarded. studio, if you're the studio, it's a smart fucking move. Yeah, if you're a suit, it's a smart move. That's what I'm not, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. If I'm trying to sell fucking tickets, I'm putting fucking Spider-Man in the fucking trailer. If I'm a fucking fanboy that has had my fill of fucking shitty Spider-Man movies over the past 10 fucking 15 years, I don't need to see any more Spider-Man. But But if I'm a casual fucking fan that went and saw Avengers Age of Ultron and I thought, you know what, that wasn't wasn't as good as the first Avengers The casual fan also saw the last two Amazing Spider-Man movies, so I don't even understand what the draw is. Yes and no. Yes and no, because if you look at the numbers for Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, still not as good as the Avengers Age of Ultron movies. So not all the casual fans went out to see fucking Sony's Spider-Man movies. The casual fans' attitude on Spider-Man, though, it's like, I just don't, I don't know. It's a bad move to me. I don't think it's a, it's a bad move for the studio to it's put a bad fucking move for Spider-Man the fan. in the fucking trailer. It's a trailer. bad move for the fan to see Spider-Man That's what I've been saying this whole time. The fanboys don't need it because we've had our fill of Spider-Man movies, but if you're the fucking studio and you want to sell more goddamn tickets, yeah, put Spider-Man in your fucking trailer. Yeah, you're <laughs> disillusioning the casuals at that point, too, though, by acting like it's that like big of a draw. I think it is after Avengers Age of Ultron. Avengers Age of Ultron speaks that not everybody is going to come back out to the You're theater. You're acting like Age of Ultron was a financial failure, though. The, the Because the studio is, Jake. It was the not studio, a financial failure. The studio came out, and they expected the movie to do more. No, hold on. The studio came out, and it they said... bad, though. I'm not saying that... This apparently it did for the studio because the studio came out and they weren't impressed by the numbers that it did. They expected it to do more. So the studio is not going to come out and not fire every piece of ammo that they could. And Spider-Man, they've got Spider-Man in their hip pocket. I think the studio is fucking stupid. If they don't want to make more money, 
they need to show Spider-Man in a trailer. They yeah. do. I hope they, they don't. They do. You I can't may, believe you would want that. I'm not. Hold on. You're confusing this. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like a studio right now. I don't now. give a fuck about what the studio thinks. I give a fuck about what you think. What as I my think? friend Brian. What? I don't give two fuck what the suits think. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get real. Fuck the suits. Fuck the suits. <laughs> let's get down. Let's get down to it now. Right now. Right now. Do I want to see more Spider-Man? Fuck no. Do I want to see Spider-Man for the first time on the screen? Yes, Jake. Yes. Absolutely. But. I don't want to argue with the studio. I want to argue with you. I agree that, yes, they're going to make more money if they fucking show everyone what they fucking want. That's what I'm saying. But that's a terrible move. And word of mouth Uh, means a lot, too. Word of mouth has done a lot for movies. I'm not saying it's a terrible move. Movies have had bigger second weeks than first weeks, and some of the biggest fucking movies ever made have had bigger second weeks than first weeks. I think, I think, I think, I think we've got a good move. I think we've got a good start here with the Russo brothers being involved in this film. Okay? But on the flip side, I think that after, I think the studio, I don't think they're thinking like us, man. I think they're thinking about Avengers Age of Ultron and how it should have done better than fucking Iron Man 3. They were thinking, like, this movie should fucking dominate. They were thinking this was going to be the number one movie of the summer. And I'm not talking just the fucking studio. I'm talking about Slash Film. I'm I'm talking about Collider. I'm talking about every fucking big media outlet out there. Put Avengers Age of Ultron number one. Nobody was thinking Jurassic fucking World. Nobody. Nobody, but you know what? People wanted fucking dinosaurs. We wanted something different. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like Avengers: Age of Ultron was a not a, not a success a success in their eyes because they thought it should have been a bigger movie. But it not and being I'm as thinking, good of a movie is also what led to it not being as financially good of as a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's both <laughs> things go hand in hand. Right, 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 right. But on the flip side, on the flip side, you know what? Studios don't think like me and you, man. Studios are thinking like, dude, we got fucking Spider-Man now. And Sony's also thinking, well, we want people to know that we've got our character in your movie. You're trying to pump life back into our character. Yeah. If you don't put our character in your fucking trailers, why did we do this deal? So it's like I, I I understand where you're coming from. I do. I totally 100% understand. Like me as a fan, yeah, I've seen fucking Tobey Maguire. I've seen Andrew Garfield. I've seen these movies in the past 15 years. Since 2002, I've been watching fucking Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I've seen plenty of Spider-Man. But for your casual fan that's just like maybe burnt out on the Marvel Universe and like I'm kind of done with comic book movies, comic book movies, you know, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm your fucking hipster and I'm like I'm done with comic book movies. If you fucking show a scene of fucking Spider-Man being snarky with Tony Stark, that might get me into the theater. Yeah. And I think that's what Sony's going to want. I think that's what Disney's going to want. And I don't see them not putting him in there. Me, though, as I'm a guy, unabashedly, I'm going to watch every fucking superhero movie that comes out. I don't give a shit. I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, I don't give a fuck what Superman. I'm just confused as to how much Spider-Man material this movie is even going to have. Cause not I feel, a lot. I feel like if we show 30 seconds of Spider-Man material, we're like blowing the whole fucking wad at that point. Mm. No, I don't think they're going to show that much. I don't think you even need to show that much with Spider-Man. I yeah. mean... Uh, but, I want to see a logo, and that's about as far as I would take it. I think we're going to see the suit. I think we're going to see something happen. I mean, yeah. I, 
Uh, it's just, it's like, but from all the scenes that we've seen in this, it's like, do any of these scenes take place in like fucking New York? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, we've seen palm trees and things like that. I know we're probably going to get some scenes in like Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I know that there is a scene in Africa. You know what I mean? So there was, uh, what was it? There, let me, god damn it, this whole, fucking Terry Crews and fucking, <laughs> spider, Jade, now Jade, now Jade's not saying shit. <laughs> Jade's like thing. staying out of this. I forgot watching. Jade was here. What's up, Jay? I'm just fucking watching. <laughs> damn. Damn, Jay. Talk to me, talk to me, Chief. I, 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 I agree with both of you, okay? <laughs> My my take my personal take on it is that you know the anticipation builds the more I don't see Spider-Man. All right, I get what you're saying that the smart move on the studio's part is to put him in there. Yeah, that's of course going to be uh, you know phenomenal for their their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Of course, All right. of course. But for me, as like the fanboy, I'm saying. Let me wait. Give me. Get, I already know he's going to be in there, but don't fucking show him because I'm. I, I'm not going to care as much if I already see him. Hi, I'm Sony. Yeah, but Sony's going to, of course, for your Sony's, casual fan. Sony's going to be like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah, we worked this deal out with you, and you're not going to promote our character <laughs> in your movie. Yeah, fuck you. For your. Why did we even do this goddamn deal? When we all cheer for seeing him for the first wait time in the theater. Wait a second. Are, are we supposed to wait until the movie's been out one week before we show any scenes with Tom Holland as Spider-Man? Oh, it won't take a week if it's good. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, once a movie comes, yeah, once a movie comes out and, uh, you know, it's been out for a week, you get to see a little bit more scenes maybe from the trailers for, like, the next week. Mm-hmm. And then the trailers come out less frequently. But, like, are we going to have to, like, are our audience members going to have to wait until, like, the, the movie's been out for a week to, to, to know that Spider-Man's in the movie to get them in the theater? Right. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if I'm the studio, if I'm Sony, if I'm Marvel, I want to get butts in seats from the get-go. I want to create that anticipation to see this movie. I'm showing something of Spider-Man in these trailers. Am I saying that that's what I want as a fan? No. No, absolutely I still feel like not. Marvel has a lot of faith in this movie without Spider-Man. That's why we were here and that we're going to put this out the same day as Batman v Superman. We got one trailer. Spider-Man. We got one trailer. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they, they knew what they were also going up against with Batman versus, versus Superman either. I don't think anything they've seen has scared them yet. I think the anticipation's gotten much higher. That's my personal view on it, is that it's gotten much higher with Batman versus Superman. Um, but again, like, yeah, as a, as a fan, I don't want to see Spider-Man till the movie. That's what's drawing me to the movie as, as a fan. But as a casual fan, I can see that side too, where they don't, they don't know he's in it. They haven't been reading all the inside yeah. shit. Thank you. Yeah. So for them to show it would be a huge boost to what already would yeah, be a big yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. You think, you think that fucking uh, Batman v Superman is going to hide the fact that Wonder Woman's in there? No, she was in the trailer. They brought her in. So how much, how much involvement is she going to have in this film? Yeah, right. we know that she's at a special gala event with fucking Bruce Wayne and yeah. shit like that. But like, I mean, how much involvement is she going to have in this movie? You know, uh, that's, that's the I thing. I feel like more than Spider-Man's going to have in, in the Civil War movie. I, I agree with you. Yeah, but, but, that, but I'm just talking about trailers. Yeah. I'm not talking about like final fucking like runtime. Like, whether she's got five more minutes than fucking Spider-Man in the film, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, trailers, 
are typically like a minute long anyway. Yeah. So it's like, like if you show me five seconds of a Tom Holland Spider Man movie, and I'm a casual, I'll be like, oh. Whoa, Spider-Man, Tony Stark, and Captain America? Yeah. I just don't think there's Lord much America, so I don't think there's much to show. I mean, we had a 100% completed script. We had a movie that was over halfway done being filmed. Tell and then we to, got the Spider-Man deal. Tell that to Sony. So how much, Tell that to Sony. Sony will get a huge boost if we all flip the fuck out seeing Spider-Man in the movie for the first time. It'll be a huge boost. They will, but they 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 don't operate on that thinking. Exactly. They don't they don't <laughs> think like they're that. They're not thinking like that. They don't. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what are we talking about after we see Days of Future Past? The Quicksilver scene. That's what we're all talking about. Yeah. How much of that scene do we see in the trailer? None. But we're still talking about it. That's the scene we're still talking about after we're seeing the movie. Yeah, but 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 on the flip side, I mean. Days of Future Past did pretty good in the box office, but it still got beat out by Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So I'm my all my point is is that you don't have to show something in a trailer for us to for it to be a pop culture yeah but we still knew Quicksilver after was, the movie comes out you're, you're comparing like a Quicksilver appearance to fucking Spider Man I don't even need to compare it's a not, superhero it's not movie. like it's not like we didn't going, see oh my god Quicksilver's in this Days of Future Past movie it doesn't oh even god, need to be I a superhero this movie if you say Spider Man it doesn't need to be any movie, superhero we're, you're gonna be like no when Hannibal comes out and we see Ray Liotta getting his brain eaten that's the scene we're talking about for the next four weeks and it wasn't in the but, trailer it doesn't need to be yeah, a superhero but if I tell you if I tell you that Quicksilver is going to be in a movie and then I tell you that Spider-Man's going to be in a movie what are you more excited about my point is is if that scene is powerful enough it'll be the biggest part of that movie without it being seen in the trailer my and Sony is, will be pleased as fuck with that outcome my point is that if you show Spider-Man in a trailer People that weren't going to see the movie beforehand are now going to see it because Spider-Man is in said movie. I don't know that that large I amount do. of people exist. I really I don't do. think they do. I think there's a. I think Spider-Man being the number one Marvel superhero and being in a movie with a movie, a movie called uh, Captain America. I think more people are going to see this. Movies movie are on the theater that. for more than a week. And I think if it's worth it, if that scene hits the way it should, I don't think that Marvel and Sony operate on word of mouth. I think Sony would be more than happy having the biggest scene people talk about in the movie being something they saw for the first time seeing the movie. I don't. Oh, I think they'd be more than happy with that. I think that that they would hope that that scene would go over well with audiences, but on the flip side, I think they'd want to know people that they want to know from the get-go. They want a huge opening weekend because right now, opening weekends are the big talk in the movie community. If everyone walks out of the theater talking about Spider-Man, then Sony's a winner. uh, Well, everybody's going to be a winner if they get a huge opening weekend. Because of people going in to see the movie, because of Spider-Man, Listen, you're leaving money on the table. Neither Avatar or Titanic have the number one opening weekends. It's all about return viewers. It's all about Avatar the- came out on December 18th, the same day that fucking Star Wars is going to come out, because there was nothing else coming out that fucking weekend. They got really lucky with that weekend, because shit came out on December 18th. Yeah. And then it was a huge 3D experience, but I think you're leaving money on on the table if you don't tell people that Spider-Man's in your movie. I don't you think are. I agree that you're leaving money on the table, but I don't think the amount of money you're leaving on the t- table is significant enough 
to even the Sony perspective that you should blow that wad before the movie comes out. I don't think that there was enough people after Days of Future Past came out that said, oh, you've got to see Days of Future Past because of this scene with Quicksilver. I don't. I'm just saying. It still got beat by Guardians of the Galaxy. If the material is worth it, it's worth it. Yeah, you're right, but that's not. I mean, I agree with both of you guys, but you know that I've seen some great movies, Jake. I've seen some great movies that didn't do good in the box office. Shawshank Redemption did it blow up the box office? Fuck no. Is it one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life? Yes. Honestly, I think if they would have told people that Spider Man showed up in Shawshank Redemption, it probably would have done great in theaters. Yeah. yeah. But Captain America isn't fucking Shawshank Redemption. They were going to put this movie up against Batman v Superman without Spider-Man. They have faith in this fucking movie. I know, but if they would have put this up against Batman v Superman and they said, well, guess what, bitches? We got Spider-Man in this motherfucker too. Yeah, there's more money that they're going to rake in that first weekend. That first weekend, that's what Hollywood is all about now. Uh, I don't like arguing with suit, Brian. I'm – no. I'm – I'm being realistic. I agree. I agree. Accountant Jake agrees that you're making more money if you put Spider-Man in the trailer. Thank you. For Civil War. Thank you, Accountant Jake. Accountant Jake completely agrees. Thank you. Fanboy I'm Jake glad you concede the to dumbest that. fucking thing I'm ever. I'm glad that you concede to it's, that. I do agree that that with that fact. But I, why you'd even want to argue that? Why you'd sacrifice what we should get? Why? Why is it? No, 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 no. More money it, okay. Blows if, my no, you're mind. saying if when it's a, you, if you're, it's a, if it's a fucking good movie, it'll fucking perform in the second week anyway. Well, you know what? If it's a good fucking movie, it's still gonna be a good fucking movie whether you show Spider Man in the fucking trailer anyway. It's gonna be, if it's a goddamn good movie. I still don't want to see that though. Because everybody, everybody can get on fucking Entertainment Weekly and read a fucking article that he's gonna be in there anyway, right, Jake? Yes. So why not fucking show him in the trailer? So we can see it for the, so we can have some movie goddamn magic. Well, why can't fucking, they keep, why can't they keep Black Panther under wraps? Cause shit. Why can't they keep Black Panther Cause under no wraps? one knows who the fuck Black Panther is. Exactly. Why the fuck would you keep Spider-Man under wraps? Because everyone knows what he is and we want more fucking money. I'm talking about Accountant what Jake agrees. Yeah. Accountant Jake agrees. That's how you make more money. Yeah, but you've been arguing with me the whole time, the whole time about yeah, this. Yeah, cause I don't want it. I'm, I I'm not saying that want I want it. it either. Then why argue with me about it if you don't want it oh, either? Oh, stop it. Stop it. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. I'm saying that it's a stupid move for Marvel not to do it. It is. It is a dumb move. From a money-making point of view. Absolutely. And that's it. From every other point of view, it's smart for them not to do it. Uh, I mean, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie, right? Yes. I mean, you've said that. Yes. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yes. So, I mean, why not want to get butts and seats that opening weekend? If you know it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, but Spider-Man's not in this movie for more than five fucking minutes. Do you know, know that? If Do you know that? that. No, you don't I don't. That. No, I don't. But it, don't. I don't think he's going to be. Well, All signs point to no, and we don't know any spoilers about what the fuck Spider-Man's doing in this I don't movie. think Steve Martin's going to be in the movie either, but I'm not going to count it out. He could show up, <laughs> for all I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Steve Martin could show up in this. He could be the same character that he played in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I don't fucking know. Sure. And you know what? You know what? They might get more butts and seats if they did advertise it. Sure. <laughs> Accountant Jake agrees. Accountant Jake agrees. If they showed Jennifer Lawrence was in this movie as Mystique, it'll make more fucking money. You know? If Harry Potter is in this movie, it'll make more money if we show it in the trailer. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth also plays Thor and he plays fucking He-Man. But more money. Let's sacrifice. It's, mo it's, money, mo money, mo money. Uh, I just... 
No, fan, if it's fan good, Jake doesn't want it. If it's it. a good movie, what are you sacrificing? If it's you're a good movie, you're saying. showing us a big reveal in a fucking trailer you instead of like a movie. You sound like a spoiler pussy. I'm not a spoiler <laughs> pussy. No, it's a five-minute like movie. It's not a big beat of the movie. Why? Are you, you don't sh- know that, though. You're, saying, you're assuming it's five minutes. You don't know. I, I assume it's less. Okay. You assume it's less, but you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could. If it makes me a spoiler pussy, then fuck it. I'm a spoiler pussy. I, I want to see something exciting for the first time after I pay my money. I don't want to have seen all the excitement before I pay my money. I'm just saying that from the get go of this whole conversation that I said that Marvel's going to make more money if they say, they show Spider Man in the trailer and the whole time you've been fighting me on it. Yes, because Accountant to... Jake does not want to see fucking Spider Man in the trailer. And that's always, or, Regular Jake. <laughs> Accountant Jake wants to see Spider-Man in the trailer. Fan Jake hates the idea. Uh, you're getting your Jakes confused. This I am, like, this I am. like Glover Boy all over again. I just don't want to see it. That's why, that's why I'm angry about it. I'm I sorry. don't disagree with you in the least. <laughs> I'm just saying, hold on. I'm just saying, like, I've seen plenty of Spider-Man too. I've seen plenty of Spider-Man. I've seen Tobey Maguire in three movies. I saw Andrew Garfield in two god-awful movies. I've seen it all. But I'm saying, like, Marvel... They're not, they don't think like me and you, dude. I understand. They think like the casuals, and they want to get the casual viewer in there, okay? So, like, the reason that we haven't seen, like, Mark Hamill in the, in the Star Wars movies is because people want to know how – they know he's in the movie. Yeah. Because he's been cast in it. But they're like, where does he show up? Where does he show up? Everybody knows. That's that- the same thing, though. Wouldn't they get more – wouldn't – Disney want to show Luke Skywalker to make more fucking money? See, the thing is, though, that everybody doesn't know about the Spider-Man deal, though. Can't they show the logo? See, Luke Skywalker's always been in the Star Wars universe. Can't they show the logo? Can't they have Civil War and then the Spider-Man logo creep in the background? Well, doesn't that make the same thing happen? That Okay, they haven't done that, though. But like, if they like, do, doesn't that make the same thing happen? I mean, isn't that the same? Well, you should have brought that up. Like I did say that already. I said, just say the logo. Just show the logo. Don't show us the scene he, of the movie. Did he say that? Or did I miss it? I, was, I think he did. I was yeah. probably yelling. I yeah. did say that. <laughs> you guys were talking. I was probably yelling and screaming at him, right? I was probably like, fuck you. you I did fun. say that. I said, just show the logo. We don't need to see any of the, any of the shit in the movie. And clue us into the fact that he's in the movie. Without- Jake, some people don't know what webs are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Put this chair down. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> You're so argumentative. It's good. <laughs> that was a hell of an argument. <laughs> Man. Jay spent. <laughs> he wasn't even arguing. He's like the most worn out of the. That was the most intriguing shit that I've experienced in months. Oh, God. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Uh, so yeah, I high tasted. I hate it. I tasted it too. <laughs> I medium tasted it. The thing is, though, I, you know, like my two cents, my two cents, little two cents. I agree with both of you, fucking guys. You hey, fucking no, pussy. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Soup Brian. That's what. Like, no, you fall back on that. Listen to Soup listen Brian. To, listen to Soup Brian. There, there. there was some miscommunication, yeah. misunderstanding, but you guys mold. Uh, you both make really good points. It's true, man. Yeah, I understand your studio. I understand that studio perspective because the climate of what these movies are coming yes. out now, yes. they fucking depend on that it's opening not, weekend. It's not 2008 anymore. It's not. You it, can't just come yeah. out with Iron Man again. You've got to up it all the time. It's I not. can't see them 
fucking like uh, how many months out are we from fucking civil war i can't see us like you know Eight. five yeah, yeah whatever like yeah that many months out them not fucking blowing their wad on fucking spider-man i yeah. can't see them not doing oh, i agree they're not gonna be able to fucking help themselves yeah me, me, I've seen plenty of Spider-Man. I don't need them to fucking show me any Tom Holland to Spider-Man. Yes, I would love to go in fresh. But on the flip side, I already know I'm going to get Spider-Man. Yeah. So if they show me that in the trailer, I'll be like, okay, I already expected it. And if it can get some more, you know what? Honestly, if it can get more casuals in the theater, it does everybody good if the movie does good. The more comic book movies make Financially, the more fucking movies they're going to make. So it helps everybody. Yeah. So it's like, whoopty shit. You showed me something that I already fucking knew was going to fucking happen. Okay, I saw the fucking suit that I saw in Entertainment Weekly already. Mm -hmm. Now I saw it in action. Whoopty fucking shit. All right, let's just see the fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Right. And so, I don't know. I think that... uh, I don't know. I think Spider-Man's such a big name, and with Sony involved, I can't see Sony being like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can just leave our character out there in the cold and not show him in the trailer. Sony's going to want a return on what they've done because they're thinking they're not going to make any money from fucking Civil Listen, War. Listen, I agree that that's most likely what's going to happen. Okay. I don't deny that. Yeah. Like, when they show a trailer and Spider-Man's in it, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to like be like, oh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Like, yeah. I think there is a 95% chance okay. that they're going to blow their fucking wad and show a Spider-Man in a Civil War trailer before the movie comes out. I'm just out. saying it's only going to help box office. But I do not want that. For, for the purists, for the true fanboy, like all of us are, yeah, they're fucking us. By not waiting. We're already going to see the suit in Entertainment Weekly. It's going to get leaked, man. The highlight should be the fact that we're getting a sequel to one of the best Marvel comic book movies that we've had. Civil uh, Winter Soldier was great. Yeah. Not, not, oh, Spider-Man's in it. Yeah. Like, that should be side dressing, but something that I get excited about when I finally see in the movie, not the sell point of the movie. Yeah. But that's not how they're thinking. And, yeah. you know, you you can see God that. It. So far, it's are how you, they're thinking, though. Are you going to make Studio Brian start talking again here? You, you can see that in every form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And every form of entertainment is is more concerned about that first week bottom line. That it, it, He's right. That first weekend. That first weekend, Jake, is so big now. Like, yeah. that's what Hollywood – Hollywood's not – Hollywood wants the, the – the, 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 they, want, they want the movie to keep doing good. They want repeat viewings. But, like, they're so focused on that first weekend. That's why I want the best of both worlds. That's why I want just the – Spider-Man, the fact that he's going to be in it, let's make it known. Let's not show any of the scenes. Yeah, but that that's that's the old... Let's see a Spider-Man logo behind a Civil War logo. So basically, like, get the trailer that we just saw, and yeah. then, like, a black screen. Cut the black, and it says, also starring Spider-Man. It cuts the black, and it shows the fucking Spider-Man logo with the date of the movie it comes out. Yeah. Well, Everyone will know what that fucking means. He's literally the most recognizable superhero in the world. Well, see, no one's going to be confused. What, what is the Flash going to be in the Civil War movie? We're, we're all going to know. No, there's going to be some idiots out there. There's going to be some. There's going to be some fucking moron. It's hardly Thanos. Like, like <laughs> most most people. If not, then your your friend can tell you. No, yeah. That means like, Spider Man. Oh my god, they're having a crossover with Charlotte's Web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he is a spectacular pig, isn't he? Wow, the Blue Beetle's going to be in Civil War. See, see <laughs> like back in the day, that would have worked fine. Okay, but. Everything is like make or break now. Like movies fail like hard. Movies yeah. have failed for a long time 
because of this digital bullshit where you can get free shit online. But we're talking about a movie that was I without Spider-Man going to go up against Batman v Superman. They weren't worried about failing without Spider-Man. They weren't worried no. about it because they didn't know what they were going up against is my <sighs> my personal oh, I, opinion. You're talking about another studio being involved though, Jake. I mean, you're talking about Sony. I, we can talk, you can call me Studio Brian all goddamn day, but on the flip side, I'm just saying that it's crazy to think that Sony would not want some return on the deal that they've made. They're not making a dime off of Civil War, but they sure as fuck want to know that the movie that their character in is going to destroy that first fucking weekend. And when there's a fucking article in the newspaper or on TV, everybody's talking about going out to see Civil War and Spider-Man being included in that film because Sony is so set on doing their reboot. Tom Holland has a lot to prove to audiences and they've got to get him out there. They've got to get some exposure. See, but from what I've led to believe, we have time for that. There's going to be more than one Marvel movie that'll have Spider-Man in it before we jump right to that Sony Spider-Man movie. Not right? what I hear. Is it They're going just to Civil War? 2017, we're getting our first Spider-Man movie. We're going from 2016 to the first Spider-Man movie in 2017. Okay. Yeah. This is the fucking this is the fucking springboard for fucking Spider-Man number 1, the Sony Kevin Feige collaboration the reboot. So this is huge. They need this. There's a war going on with Marvel and DC. There's a big time war. Yeah. Sony wants a. I haven't seen that war. Star before. Wars does not have that problem. Sony thinks, <laughs> Sony thinks that our movie should not make six hundred million dollars. Sony thinks that our movie, Spider Man, Spider Man should fucking make. 1.5 billion. Because they're mm-hmm. greedy motherfucking bastards. Not that they're greedy motherfucking bastards, but Spider-Man is a better character than Iron Man. Iron Man 3 makes 1.3 billion and mm-hmm. Spider-Man makes 600 million? Mm-hmm. What the fuck world are we living in? Right, yeah. right. That's that's the world we're living in. A world where Sony's like, you know what, we fucking need... A, there's no reason that a Spider-Man movie should not be making $1 billion. And there really isn't. No. Yeah. They really fucked up the last Spider-Man they, movie. They really did. And you guys don't disagree on the perfect world. No, we don't. What it should be. Right. You guys don't disagree on that at all from this outsider perspective. <laughs> but we're just like, we like the yeah. drama. Right. Yeah. There's, def- <laughs> There's definitely a shitty side to this and somebody's going to get shafted. For the dollar, mostly now, the fa- mostly the hardcore fans. The hardcore fans are yes. going to get shafted. The yes. people that brought this stuff up, that it's even existing in the first place, are going to get fucked. <laughs> Star Wars doesn't have to worry about that. I, trust me, there's going to be more listeners that listen to this podcast that say, "I agree with Jake. I don't want to see Spider Man on the train." You guys aren't disagreeing though. I, but you I, agree with that too. I agree with that too. See, they don't understand. That. <laughs> You're disagreeing I'm, on points. You're I'm, not disagreeing on the overall what it should be. I'm saying that. Like logistically, the studio is going to want to put Spider-Man in the trailer because they want to make more money. Yeah. But on the flip side, I'm also saying that if they do, and if they have a good movie, it's going to do better. Right. If, if they, have I agree it, with that too. Number one, people, more people, more casuals are going to come out to see the movie because they know now it's got Spider-Man in it, and when they didn't before. Number two, it's also going to, if it's a good movie, more people are going to have repeat viewings. I saw Avengers. Five times in the theater. Five times. I saw Avengers Age of Ultron two times in the theaters. And mm-hmm. the reason being is because I only watched the second viewing because I wanted to I wanted to taste it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I wanted to see it a second time just 
because I wanted to know if I really hated this movie or not. Come to find out, I fucking hate it. <laughs> but, I mean, with Avengers, I loved that movie. I, it holds a special place in my heart. And I saw it five times in the theaters. For Captain America, Civil War to come out, and for me to see that movie, and if it's amazing and I love the Spider-Man scenes, whether it's five minutes or ten minutes, I might see that movie four or five times in the theater. That's that's what they want. And they're not catering to it you being guys. in the trailer isn't going to make or break whether you see it four or five times. Though. But the casual. Yeah, they're not. The casual, the casual moviegoer. Right. They're not catering Somebody to us. Somebody might say, you know what, oh, uh, I'll wait until it comes out on uh, Redbox. Yes, for the first viewing, but for all repetitive viewings, it's going to take the quality of that first viewing. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I thought that's all you were talking about is what it takes to see a movie multiple times. Oh, okay. Now you're changing the game on. No, you're. I'm, it's the game that you just brought out. No, for is what what caused you to see Avengers more than once, and what caused you to see Age of Ultron just twice. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not changing anything. It was how what you brought up. Yeah, but I'm I'm not also going to refute the fact that like you're not going to get the casual viewer not to come out once. At I'm not refuting once. that either. Okay, that's that's what my point is, is that the casual viewer, you're going to grab more of them if you show Spider-Man in the trailer. They want everybody, all right? Like, after Avengers did so well, they want everybody that wasn't reading comic Jake, books. there are going to be people that go to see Captain America Civil War. Let's say they put, they put Spider-Man in the trailer, mm-hmm. and you just see the suit. Mm-hmm. That's all you see. You don't even see Tom Holland. There are going to be people that go to the theater, and then when he takes off the fucking mask, mm-hmm. and you see Tom Holland, there's going to be people that go, what? What happened to the other guy? I remember Andrew Garfield. That's oh, not I, Andrew Garfield. I agree. There's going to be people, casuals, that don't know. I agree. Okay? So I think that, that, that yes, they're not going to the, – the studio is going to put Spider-Man in a trailer. It's going to happen. It has to. If they're, if they're smart, they do it because they want to get that extra buck. For me as a fan, as a fanboy that knows what's going on, do I want it? I don't have to have it. If they'd show it, I'm still going to see the movie. Yeah, I'm seeing it either way. I just don't want to see it. The bottom line is I just want it to be a good movie. I don't care if they show me Spider-Man. I don't care if they don't. I just want it to be a good movie because Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man left bad taste in my mouth, and I want a good movie, and I think the Russo brothers can do that. I don't think it really hinges upon it's a good movie for me as a fan. Is Spider-Man's in it or not? I totally agree. And we know that it doesn't hinge on that because the movie was basically written already before Mm -hmm. they even knew Spider-Man was going to be in it. So they were never resting on the They did rewrites, though. Yes. They did rewrites, though, and we know that. Yes. But they weren't ever resting on the laurels of Spider-Man being this in this movie and whether or not it was going to be a success when they're promoting that they're going to put it up against Batman v Superman. They, they didn't, but they know they're going to make a shit ton of cash yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like, yeah, like we know it's going to go against Batman v Superman. We're not going to move the date. Whatever. Fuck it. We're going to roll with it. But, yeah, I mean, you're leaving money on the table if you don't advertise. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that they should. As a fan, I already know Spider-Man's going to be in it. I could give a shit. I'm glad that they didn't show a Spider-Man in this mm-hmm. trailer. I'm glad they didn't spend that, blow that wad. But on the flip side, when they do show Spider-Man, I'm just going to be like, okay, I knew that was coming anyway. I just want it to be a good fucking Russo Brothers movie. Yeah. I want it to be a good Marvel movie. I agree with that. I hope they don't ever show him, but I assume they will. Man, why listen to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Crews, Spider-Man fucking yelling and screaming. Terry Crews part two. Terry Crews, cruising, <laughs> cruising for bruising part two. All right, let's stop right now.
Need a smoke. <laughs> episode Woo. yelling and passion heated and heated <laughs> discussions <laughs> this is it wouldn't be god damn it's been a while since we did this jake i'm sure we'll get more downloads if you advertise we talk about spider-man in this episode <laughs> god damn it. it starts again <laughs> shit yeah of course terry cruz isn't doing it for us oh, oh i'm sure i let people know we got mike coulter in this motherfucker <laughs> Fucking sexy man beast. Terry Crews would ruin this podcast. Yeah. No, that's that's a lie. He'd make this shit way better. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> all right, guys. You know what? We're moving on from Marvel news. I don't even think we covered any news at all this whole <laughs> It's just been a bunch of yelling and talking about manscaping. And- I freezed the mummy. Yeah, you froze the mummy. That's news. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Let's move on to Star Wars news. <laughs> Ah. Ye gods! What are Misa saying? You're supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers Podcast. That's not true. That's impossible! Yeah, we were going to have DC news, but uh, we went on... (laughs) We went on a little too long and yelling and screaming at each other and shit, so we're not going to do DC news. Yes, I ruined DC news. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> you, you have an announcement to, me, to make. Oh, after. oh yeah, this is my final episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm not taking no more fucking abuse from Suit Brian ever again. <laughs> Suit Brian. Another, another iteration of Brian. Right, I'm going to end the episode with Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. <laughs> Yeah, I like Darth Brian better than Sue Brian. <laughs> there are many Brians. <laughs> Still the main Brian. I, I don't like how Luke insinuates that Darth Vader is wrong about um, pop culture leftovers. <laughs> What's that? What does he say? I, I don't like how Luke insinuates that Darth Vader is wrong about how you should be listening to pop culture leftovers yeah. in that bumper. You don't like that? Luke, Luke kind of pisses me off in that bumper. <laughs> you think people should be listening to this garbage? Well, I think Vader is more on the right. I don't like Luke like trying to correct fucking Vader about whether or not you should be listening to pop culture leftovers. What a fucking dick. <laughs> Right? You know what I'm talking about? We'll talk about it. We're going to argue again. (laughs) Play play that bumper again real quick. All right, here we go. Here's the bumper. (laughs) Let's listen to this shit. Listen to this. Let me... I got to hear this. We're going to argue about this. No, you're going to agree. You were supposed to be here with me listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. (laughs) Yeah, see? Fuck that. It's impossible. He's so passionate about fucking not listening to Pop Culture Leftovers there. Can you blame him? What a dick, what a dick man. Maybe I think Mark Hamill is going evil, Luke. <laughs> oh, he is Kylo Ren? Yeah. That bumper is, is my proof. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of with him. 
<laughs> I'm kind of with Mark. You're supposed to be with Darth, Darth Bride. Oh, you know what I saw this week? The regular show movie. Oh, you were oh, saying that on yeah. our text. Absolutely phenomenal. I watched oh. it on On Demand. I missed it when they regularly aired it. I didn't know if you guys knew this, but uh, uh, did you know Mark Hamill is a regular voice on that show? I did not. No. He plays the uh, the character of Skips. The uh, the the big uh, yeti like yeah. gorilla looking dude. That's funny. And Mark Hamill is the regular voice on that show of Skips. And uh, oh my god, regular show movie Tupperware. Absolutely I'm gonna great. watch that. It's so good. Yeah, I love that. Was show. that released on Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network huh. uh, released on like the 26th or something like that. Do they not do regular episodes of the they regular do. show? Okay. Regular show re- episodes are only 15 minutes long. This mm-hmm. was an hour and a half. Oh wow! Of regular. It, it held up too, huh? Awesome. So good. Mm. It was absolutely so good. So regular show, I Tupperware, and I still get the comic book. It's really good too. Moving on, like, yeah, uh, that's a little bit of Star Wars news for you. If you didn't know that fucking Mark Hamill was the voice of Skips, now you do. Didn't know. Fuck Mark Hamill. He says you, <laughs> he says you shouldn't listen to Pop Culture Leftovers. I, I gotta agree with it, man. It's like, no. you're not missing anything if you don't listen to this piece of shit. <laughs> this is a dumb show. <laughs> it's dumb. Okay, okay, okay. We're I just, concede. <laughs> we're, just, we're just dumb guys talking about dumb shit. <laughs> I don't blame them. We don't even have a sponsor. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, Star Wars news. Um, lost my place here. So, uh, yeah. We're, okay, I got a Star Wars email. It's from uh, Gus Huntite. Mm. So Gus, second email this episode. Number two. Is that, yeah. Is, Who does number two work for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Apparently Gus. Because yeah. <laughs> him and uh, who's the other guy that had two emails this week? Oh, shit. Is that Michael J. Borelli? Yeah. I yeah, I think you're correct. Borelli was kicking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gus says, hey, Brian. He doesn't even address you fuckers. He says, That's hey, all right. Brian. I'm a few episodes behind trying to catch up and not sure if you guys discussed the possible sighting of the Enterprise in the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer. What? Seems to be in the beginning, just after you see Ray walking in the sand with BB-8. The next shot shows a ship lifting off in the distance. You can make a case that it's the Enterprise. Thoughts? I haven't seen it. I didn't see that either. Yeah, I have not noticed that. Yeah. I know that R2 showed up in Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seen yeah. that. And I've seen like, uh, like, uh, what looks like the Enterprise in, uh, what was it, episode, uh, one or two? I think it's one. Yeah. You could be, I could be wrong now. Yeah, who knows? Huh. Sorry, Gus. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. I didn't see it, man. Wouldn't be surprised. There's so many fucking TV spots and trailers, I can't tell which one it is. I know, man. Yeah, it's hard to keep up anymore. Uh, guys, uh, if you're bored, uh, go to Google and uh, type this in. Type in... Uh, <laughs> Did Daisy Ridley nude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Daisy Ridley dead nude. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, go, to, go to Google. Type in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. Type that into Google if you get bored. I want to thank Joshua Gutierrez, Gutierrez, excuse me. Josh, I don't want to, I don't want to mispronounce your name. That's what I do. Like a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Gutierrez. Type in, uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. If you, uh, pull up Google, and you'll be surprised at what you see. You'll see a dead Daisy (laughs) Ridley. And her titties. And her her dead breasticles. (laughs) Breasticles. Alright, guys. All right, while the rest of us are waiting to see Star Wars The Force Awakens once, actress Daisy Ridley revealed that director Steven Spielberg has seen it three times. Jesus. Did you guys hear about this? No. Here's her quote. I haven't seen the film yet. I kind of want to, and I kind of don't. Steven Spielberg's seen it three times. 
as he told me when I met him. Wow. <laughs> so George Lucas probably hasn't seen the movie one time. True, yeah. true. Steven Spielberg's seen this fucking thing three times. Isn't that, that blows your mind, doesn't That says it? something yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. He was so, the same way with the prequels, though. Was he? And, and points against Spielberg, he, he praised all three prequels after seeing them before. So Kevin Smith praised Phantom Menace. Yeah. So, you know, and he's praising this one too. He yeah. saw 30 minutes of this one. But you know, like, okay, guys, do you think George Lucas is going to go to the premiere? No. I don't. I don't. I think yeah. he's distanced himself every fucking day. You guys every... heard about his quotes this week, right? Oh, about shitting on the fans, and that's the reason why he sold the franchise. That's kind of what I was thinking. That, yeah. and he talked about the analogy to breaking up with a girlfriend. Did you yeah, hear that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see here. It says uh, he said uh, this is what he said. This is on uh, CBS this morning's Charlie Rose. He said the issue was ultimately they looked at the stories and they said, we want to make something for the fans. All I wanted to do was tell a story and what happened. You know, it started here and it went there. Uh, it started here and it went here. It's all about generations. It's about the issues of fathers and sons and grandfathers. It's a family soap opera. It's just not about spaceships. Family soap. Uh, let's see here. Blah, blah. So they decided they didn't want to use those stories, the stories that, you know, that he had written. Right. <laughs> they decided they were going to do their own thing. So I decided, fine, I'll go my way and let them go their way. Uh, basically then he, 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 what did he do? He compared it to like breaking up with a girlfriend. What did he say? He says it really does come down to a simple rule of life, which is when you break up with somebody, the first rule is no phone calls. The second rule, you don't go over to their house and drive by to see what they're doing. The third one is you don't show up at their coffee shop. You just say, nope, gone, history. I'm moving forward. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this just George Lucas not being like is – this, is this – hold, hold on. Is this George Lucas just trying to be funny but just not using a great analogy to where it sounds like it's worse than it actually was? Or no, you, I think he's a bit bitter. Yeah. Or do you think it's George Lucas just trying to be funny and just it just didn't come off that way maybe? I think he's bitter, yeah. From I, everything he said before this, you know, and leading up to this, I think it's all bitter. So my question is, does he, is he going to show up to the premiere of the movie? I don't think so. No, I think he'll see it because everyone, everyone will want to ask him what he thinks about it. So, mm -hmm. like... But I don't think we'll be hearing that on day one. I think he'll go to the premiere. Hmm. I think he'll go to the premiere. Hmm. Um, but I do think that him and Lucasfilm, uh, him and Disney, excuse me, kind of parted ways. I mean, I, I think it all started when, like, when, uh, was it Arndt, Michael Arndt, mm -hmm. when his skip, script got thrown out. Because that, that was the script that Lucas was working on yes. with Michael Arndt. And I think once Michael Arndt's script got thrown out, I think that's when kind of like Lucasfilm kind of like, Parted ways with uh, with Lucas mm -hmm. when, when Disney parted ways with George Lucas right. himself. I can see that. Yeah, uh, there was the uh, at the beginning of the episode, uh, our intro. We heard the uh, new Snoke dialogue. Mm -hmm. That was cool from the new trailer. Yes, that was pretty cool. Definitely. Um, you played that in our episode. Yeah, this is on the uh, the intro. The intro for this episode. Okay. You get to hear the new uh, Snoke dialogue. That's cool. Um, man, I'm. I don't care what everybody's saying. I think everybody's freaking out about that they're, they're showing too much now about the – like a lot of our listeners like on Facebook are like, oh, my God, here's another TV spot. They're giving away too much of the movies. And I, I want to ask those listeners, like if you didn't see it on our website, did you catch it on TV? Because I haven't. Right. No. 
Like, I haven't seen, like, maybe, like, one or two commercials on TV, and they're not the commercials that I'm posting on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, where, where are these commercials being put out at? Right. Because I'm not watching them. Yeah. You know, on to be fair, TV. though, I'm not a big TV guy anyway like that to where I'd be seeing all these ads. Yeah, but, like, on the flip side, like, I do record a lot of my DVR, mm-hmm. and even if I'm fast-forwarding through the commercials, I'm not seeing the Force Awakens spots. Yeah, no. I'm sure you'd stop for them if you did see one. Right, so I don't understand, like, why some of the people are freaking out about some of these TV spots and the new footage in them when you're not actually seeing them on TV. You're only seeing them being posted on Facebook, and you have the choice to whether watch them or not. Yeah. Yeah, so just chill out. Yeah, relax. Relax. I think people get pissed when they have more questions posed at them because that's all I'm seeing from these trailers. Oh, that's not why people are getting pissed. Well, that that's what it is for me. It's like, yeah, they're they're showing stuff, but it, it just gives me more fucking questions. Yeah. yeah, that's a smart way of being pissed. I think they're being pissed because of the exact opposite because they think they're getting too many answers. Yeah. They're not getting anything. They're not getting oh, I, I agree. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. Guys, you've seen a total of maybe four, four and a half minutes. I if mean, even, yeah. Yeah, if even. And, like, the only clip that you've seen, like, full clip you've seen is 15 seconds long. Yeah. The only long, full clip that you've seen from this movie is 15 seconds long. And even it is parts of stuff we've, we've seen in various seen commercials exactly. and trailers. Exactly. It's Ray and Finn, they're running and they're having a dialogue. And it's 15 seconds. You've seen four and a half minutes of anything of this two hour and 15 minute movie. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Enjoy it, man. Did you guys You're going to enjoy the movie. Did you guys see the track listing for the soundtrack release yeah. this week? I'm yeah. going to bring that up. That's oh, I just, one of our stories. I just wanted to bring it up real quick because we were talking about Snoke. The, the, the track a, called Snoke is the track I want to hear more than any other track on the CD. At least there's no Qui-Gon's Noble End. <laughs> yeah, fucking yes. assholes. That was fucking, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens, I talked about this before, but now it's officially been rated PG-13. Mm. Right, right. Makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Lots of, lots of burnings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our last show two weeks ago when we had our last show, we talked about how Star Wars The Force Awakens won't be running for any awards. Well, AFI announced that they are pushing their awards consideration to December 16th. So that means that The Force Awakens won't be left out with the movie opening in parts of Europe on the 16th, two days ahead of the U.S. Okay. Hmm. So AFI is Letting them be a part of the award ceremony there. So that's nice. cool. That is cool. I think the the press viewings are gonna be on December fourteenth now, from mm-hmm. what I've heard. That's mm-hmm. official. So all right guys, Empire revealed the planets in Star Wars The Force Awakens in a new article. Here's what the article states. Joining Tatooine Endor Naboo and the already revealed desert planet of Jakku are Takadana, Dakar, and Hosnian Prime. Little is known about these mysterious orbs. Takadana will, if Lego's tie-in kits are to be believed, be the site of a major battle in the movie. We know that's going to be true. Mm-hmm. While rumors have Dakar as the resistance base. Hosnian mm-hmm. Prime? Well, that's a mystery at all. So while some were saying that the resistance base was going to be on Yavin 4, we're finding out now that it's a planet called Dakar. Okay. I looked up the car on Wikipedia and it said the home of Kylo Ren. Oh shit. <laughs> Hold on. It also says this article does not have a list of appearances or sources and is therefore pending source verification as possible fanon. Fanon meaning fan made fiction. Right, right. So they don't know anything more about the car. Uh, I 
did see a possible picture of Dakar mm-hmm. that was por- posted on a uh, television spot that was on Sports Center. Okay, I might pay. I might post that on our Facebook page. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to see picture that. of Dakar. All right, more possible info about Star Killer Base. This info comes from MakingStarWars.net. Star Wars: The Force Awakens Star Killer location has some in- interesting geographical implications. A map of Star Wars Galaxy has hit the internet. I have seen this. I can post it on Facebook and show it to you guys. Cool. This map shows the position of Starkiller Base. Pete Morrison posted this tweet showing the location of Ilum or, or Loom. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh-huh. It's Ilum or Loom on an older map and the emergence of the Starkiller location on the newer map. Making Star Wars Net's Pete Morrison and Josh Outred uh, were on it. Um, I also wanted to point out that there's a map on the article of the planets, and it's a galaxy map that was generated by uh, the Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, and so it's an official. It's a. It's official. Ooh, that'll be a cool book. And uh, I have that picture. I've seen it. Joshua Outred says, "I'm sticking with my theory that Star Killer Base is a loom. It said it ages ago. I stand by it." Pete Morrison. This says, "Dantooine, Ord Mantell, and a loom form a triangle." Starkiller base fits into Illum spot rather nicely on both and old new maps. So they're saying that Illum, that planet, is Starkiller base. That's where Starkiller base is located. Hmm. Pete Morrison says, look at the relative location and distance between Ord Mandel and Illum and Starkiller base origin point. If the Starkiller base has been built into Illum itself, it explains a lot of things. For the last year, the novels like Tarkin have made points out of the Death Star using a giant kyber crystal to power its super laser. We've often talked about how Starkiller Base is powered. Yes. And they're saying it's powered by a giant kyber crystal within a loom here. Uh, with that in mind, perhaps the planet's core is what is being used to power the Starkiller weapon itself. We saw test firing today in the new TV spot. Right. right. Even um, the Rebels cartoon really heavily hinted at the fact that the Death Star from A New Hope was powered by kyber crystals. Mm. Thank you. I didn't realize that. I must have forgotten that. Yeah, I didn't know. You've, yeah. been, you've been doing a fucking Rebels marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause when, um, it's when, um, oh fuck, the Ezra, when he finds his own kyber crystal, yes. they hypothesize about what would happen if you had a bigger kyber crystal. Uh, and okay. they talk about how the empire, the empire has been stealing kyber crystals whenever okay. they could get them to try to do something with them. And they really kind of hint that that's what that is powered by. Okay. Cool. Uh, if you need more proof that the planet Illum is Starkiller Base, uh, then go out there on the internet. Do a search for Illum. It's spelled I-L-U-M in the Star Wars Wikia. And this is what you're going to find in non-canon. This is in the, the, the legend, the E expanded universe. Right. This is what they say. Illum was an ice planet <laughs> in the unknown regions, one of the main sources of the valuable Adagon crystals used in construction of Jedi lightsabers. The caverns containing the crystals were long ago turned into a Jedi temple, unlike the crystals of other planets. The crystals of Illum were limited to blue and green in color. The planet was over 90% ice. Now, if you look at canon, this is canon. Illum was an Arctic planet located in the Unknown Regions. It was used by the Jedi Order... For the gathering, a rite of passage in which Jedi younglings must find and harvest kyber crystals for their lightsabers. 
So it did at one time contain a Jedi temple, and it still wow. may. Wow. Hmm. It still may when we watch Star Wars The Force Awakens, whether or not they'll reference this. But, guys, it the, the clearly says in canon it's an Arctic planet. Yeah. And we, we have all- speculated, of course, that, yeah, Starkiller Base is an Arctic planet. We've yeah. seen the snow. We've seen the... Kylo Ren in the snow with the lightsaber. Even on all the action figures that say the characters are from Starkiller Base, mm-hmm. like they're, you see ice and snow on yeah. the side of the packs and everything. Illum has actually appeared twice in Star Wars canon uh, in uh, the series Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, the episode called The Gathering and also a, an episode called A Test of Strength, which appears in flashbacks within that episode. So Illum is canon and this theory makes sense that Elum has been converted into Starkiller Base. It's powered by the uh, by the Kyber crystals. Yeah, for sure. So I'm believing it. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> so dispute in that shit. Pete Morrison and these guys. I, I think they've. Uh, I think they've figured that out. Yeah. So. Uh, do you remember the pick of the fat pirate from Maz Kanata's castle who uh, has the woman that's laying on him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that character's name is Bazine Natal. A bounty hunter, and she's the lead in a Star Wars ebook short story called "The Perfect Weapon." Oh, wow. have you guys heard about this? Yeah, I heard not. about that. I didn't know she was in it. Yeah, here's what it is about: Journey to Star Wars: The Force Awakens, with this exclusive ebook short story featuring a quick-witted mercenary who takes big risks for bigger rewards, and now faces the challenge that will take her to the edge. There are plenty of mercenaries, spies, and guns for hire in the galaxy, but probably none as dangerous as determined and determined as Bazin Natal. A master of disguise and lethal with a blade, a blaster, or barehanded, she learned from the best. Now it's her turn to be the teacher, even if schooling an eager, eager but inexperienced recruit in the tricks of her trade is the last thing she wants to do. But it's the only way to score the ship she needs to pull off her latest job. An anonymous client has hired Bazine to track down an ex-stormtrooper and recover the mysterious package he's safeguarded. Payment for the mission promises to be astronomical, but the obstacles facing Bazine will prove to be formidable, and though her eager new sidekick has cyber skills... Crucial to the mission, only Bazine's razor-sharp talents will mean the difference between success or failure and life or death. I purchased this on Audible.com for a dollar ninety-five. What's it called? The Perfect Weapon. Okay, it is worth every penny. I give this fucking book a Tupperware. Wow! Uh, like the synopsis says, she's a bounty hunter and she's highly skilled. Uh, it's about two hours long. Okay. Really, it's nothing to listen to. Two hours. Just yeah. give it two hours. Um, we find out about her past. Uh, we find out why she wears a skull cap, why she doesn't trust anyone, why she wears black lipstick, why her fingertips are black. If you look at her pictures, her fingertips are all black. Uh, we learned about the alien named uh, Clore who trained her. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a interesting, uh, uh, yeah, Cloda, excuse me, not Clore, Cloda. Uh, here's a quote from uh, the book. The most terrifying slab of muscle ever to lead the Kanja Club raids. Now, we know that the Kanja Club is going to show up in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Right, right. I thought that was an interesting, because yeah. we've seen the Lego figures for the Kanja Club. And they call them what? The most terrifying... 
the most terrifying slab of muscle ever to lead the Kanja Club raids. After losing his leg, Cloda couldn't prowl the space lanes with anymore with the dignity he demanded, so he taught new kids how to break bones instead. And he is he trains Bazine Natal. Awesome. Okay. So he is like uh, her, uh, her her pirate master. She's like she's a smuggler. She's a bounty hunter in this right, universe. Right. Right. Um, that, that's it. That's it. Okay. I yeah. got I got thirteen dollars credit right now. I'm a new. Um, it's a buck ninety five. It's yeah, worth that every penny. Snob it. So she meets up with Cloda and she tells him uh, she needs his. She gets basically. She goes. She thinks that she has a a mark uh, at this uh, at this bar, uh-huh. and she's supposed to find out who her mark is at this bar. Somebody's going to tell her who who she's going to be putting down, um, and so that never happens. So she finds she goes to this. She finds out that uh, she gets this key to go to this room. Somebody slips a key in a drink. She goes to this room. She opens up the room. There's this fucking droid there. This droid. Uh, tells her, you have, uh, 30 seconds to accept, or 10 seconds to accept this mission. Uh-huh. Doesn't even tell her what the mission is. And she's like, oh my gosh, like if, you know, like, <laughs> anytime I've heard a countdown, there's an explosion afterwards. So she's basically at the six second mark, she's like, yes, I'll take the mission. It tells her what her mission is, that she, that she's gotta find this ex-stormtrooper named TK1472, mm-hmm. uh, whose nick, his real name is like Jor Tribulus. She's got to track him down. He's got a silver briefcase that she needs to bring back to whoever. And when she does that, you know, like once she gets that silver briefcase, they'll give her more money than she's ever had. She'll never have to work for money again. Uh-huh. She'll never have to work, do another job ever again. So she goes to this room and like it still ends up exploding and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she takes the job and um, she finds out, you know, she's she needs a ship. To do this job. So she goes to Cloda, her original trainer, and she's like, I need this ship. Can you, can you let me use the Sparrowhawk? He's got this ship called the Sparrowhawk. And he's like, yeah, I'll let you use it, but I want you to take on uh, one of my new students. His name's Ori. And Ori is a Pantoran. Uh-huh. And uh, she just doesn't want to take on a fucking student that doesn't know what he's fucking doing. And she already knows that there's somebody else that's competing against her to get this briefcase. And his nickname is the Nargalach. Uh-huh. So the whole time that she's doing this mission, she doesn't know whether fucking Ori is the Nargalach or not. Mm. Is this guy just fucking, is he just like a, like a young student that doesn't know what the fuck's going on? Or is he the Nargalach? So... There's a lot of mystery involved in this whole fucking story. Huh. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I, there's a ton of cool nods to the past in Star Wars. Uh, they talk about the Battle of Endor in this. Mm-hmm. You may get some cool nods to what happens to stormtroopers that are suffering PTSD all after right. the Battle of Endor. Oh, that's cool! <laughs> after getting Very beat cool. by all those Ewoks. It's very cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> so, guys, it's only two hours. It's a dollar ninety-five on Audible. I just bought it. It is fantastic. I Tupperware this. Um, the uh, there's no answer. <sighs> Hold on. Just because I probably won't bring this character, I might not bring her up again. But the entire time that I'm listening to this in the briefcase, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, "What's in the briefcase? What's in the briefcase?" I'm not going to tell you what's in the briefcase. 
the whole time I'm thinking, and it may be. I mean, it may be this. I don't know. You'll find out when you read it or when you listen to it. But is Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in the in the briefcase? Uh, is that what's so important in this briefcase? You'll have to listen to find out or listen to not find out. Mm. It's just one of those things. It's a great audio book. It takes us to different planets. There's a planet called Vashka, which I had never heard before. I wasn't familiar with Vashka at all. And I found out about Vashka. There's uh, new new alien bugs that are in this thing. It, it is good. Sounds it like will, they cram a lot of gram for two hours. Two hours. It's, it's good. I also purchased Aftermath. Mm. So I'm going to be listening to Aftermath. I'm going to try to get that in before The Force Awakens. Yeah, I got like six hours in and yeah. it's like, ugh. I heard it's a rough listen. <laughs> but uh, I, I, if you guys listen if you guys listen to The Perfect Weapon, I mm-hmm. think that they reference Tasu Leech in this one. Okay. Who's a new character in The Force Awakens. I didn't catch it the first listen through. So let me what the, let me know what they say about Tasu Leech if you guys listen to I'll it. I'll try to jam that between this episode and next. Nice. And let me know what you think about the perfect weapon. Two hours. Ain't, that ain't much. A uh, new look and find book. It confirms that Max von Sydow is Lor Santeca, and he does meet Poe Dameron at night. Yes. Mm. Yep. So we talked about that in our spoiler cast. So, spoiler. wow, it looks like that is coming to fruition. Uh, what else has the Look and Find book revealed? Let's break it down. These were leaked pages that were on Twitter. They are gone now. You can't find them. But the droid BB-8 carries important information for the Resistance. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could that be Luke's whereabouts? Yeah. And the lightsaber? That mm. looked like a fun book from the pages I saw before they were pulled. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like the kind of thing I would like to purchase as a souvenir from the movie. It'll be out on the 18th. Yeah, look cool. Maz Kanata. Uh, is apparently Han Solo's old mentor. Yeah, that was weird. Very weird. And Han, Finn, and Ray seek her out on the planet Takadana. We talked about that also on our episode. Mm-hmm. Guys, the fact that they reveal that she's Han Solo's mentor, does this mean that this is going to get revealed possibly in an anthology film? Or does this happen... After Return of the Jedi. Because if this happens after Return of the Jedi, that makes sense. If this happens before Return of the Jedi, this does not make sense in an anthology film. Because we've got a guy who's talking about how uh, he doesn't believe that hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. Yeah. Yeah. The terminology is what's confusing. Like I guess it could still be an old mentor, even if it was right after. But how could he not know about her powers? I agree. I agree. Maybe they were mentors in a different way because we know she is like a kind of a space pirate. When you think mentor, you think younger than he was in Return of the Jedi. I do. I do. I do. Maybe just a mentor in just being a smuggler and a space pirate. Yeah. But she never really like delved into the power thing with him. Right. Right. She might not have revealed that to him. Yeah. I think that Maz would have to show up in an anthology film. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Do you think we'll see Maz in the Han Solo movie? That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. an anthology Han Solo film. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think that we will, but it's like on the flip side, it like doesn't make sense because we got somebody saying like he doesn't believe in hokey religions, but, yeah. but he's we, taking them to her. Here we are with a character, Maz Kanata, who clearly has some kind of like force power. Yeah. I really feel like the filmmakers really want Maz to be a big, character coming out of this movie she has to be i mean she's she is basically 
around through everything that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you go as far back as the Battle of Naboo, she's alive. She's like at least 900 years old at that time. Yeah. Just the fact that they have her in the poster is one of the few images that we don't instantly recognize mm-hmm. and everything. It's yeah. hard to take away that they don't want her to be a big, big effing deal. She has to be. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they also confirm in the, uh, look and find book, a spy on Takadana gives up Ray and company to Captain Phasma, who readies an attack. Princess Leia leads an X-Wing squadron to rescue them. Ray and BB-8 are captured and held by the First Order. Yeah. We talked about that mm-hmm. on our podcast. Finn tries to rescue Ray with Han and Chewie before the Resistance destroys the First Order base where she's being held. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Everything from that fucking uh, look and find book checks out with what we talked about on our spoiler cast. We looked and found before the look and find book. <laughs> Fuck the look and find, right? Yeah. <laughs> we won that game. You talked about this early uh, earlier, but uh, not only did we hear about the seek and find book this past week, but we also got the Star Wars The Force Awakens soundtrack listing from Amazon France. And it all checks out again with our spoiler episode, of course. Mm-hmm. Here's the list of songs. Main title, An Attack on the Jakku Village. Number two, The Scavenger. Number three, I Can Fly Anything. Is that that about Michael Jordan? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Space Jam, baby. (laughs) I can fly anything. (laughs) Number four, Ray meets BB-8. Number five, Follow Me. Number six, Ray's theme. Number seven, The Falcon. That's Anthony Mackie when he shows up in the film. <laughs> nice. Some Marvel Star Wars synergy. <laughs> Number eight, The Girl with the Staff. Yeah. Number nine, The Wrath Tars. Yeah. Sounds like a shitty uh, 80s metal band. <laughs> Going to the Raftars tonight at Headbangers Ball. Dude. <laughs> the Raftars are thrashing. Yeah, man. they thrash. Man. Oh, man. They will. <laughs> Number 10. This is my favorite. Finn's confession, where he talks about how he has no ball hair. <laughs> but it's called Finn's confession, and I think this is that talk where he has with. Uh, and we talked about it in our spoiler cast where he talks to Han about how he used to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Number 11, Maz's Council. Number uh, 12, the Starkiller. Number 13, Kylo Ren arrives at the battle. Number 14, the abduction. Number 15, Han and Leia. Number 16, March of the Resistance. Number 17, Snoke. Number 18, On the Inside. Number 19, Torn Apart. Number 20, The Ways of the Force. Number 21, was it Scarzo? Scarzo? Yeah, that was a weird one. Scarzo for X-Wings. Number 22, Farewell and the Trip. And number 23, The Jedi Steps in the Finale. Yeah. Oh, man. It all makes sense. I'm so excited (laughs) for this fucking soundtrack. Like, literally the moment they let me buy this on iTunes, I'm I'm buying it. Mm -hmm. I will be up at midnight. Ready for this to go up on iTunes. It's the 18th is the day it's coming out. Oh, my God. So excited. Empire had a new article that revealed new information about the relationship between Kylo Ren and Supreme Leader Snow. Check out this quote from Empire. He was critical in the seduction of Ren to the dark side. He is hugely important. He is a hugely important part of the story and will continue to be. 
So yeah. So we're finding out that yeah, you know, he was a uh, part in the the uh, seduction to run to the dark side, so much like Emperor to uh, Anakin. Yeah. So Snoke made Luke Skywalker, Kylo Ren. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers that think fucking Luke is fucking Kylo Ren. That that just add, the only thing this adds to the mystery of Kylo Ren is is he a fucking because they keep saying, oh, he doesn't think he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But they keep also saying that he's corrupted by the dark side. Mm-hmm. They keep bringing it up again and again. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is he? Yeah, it's yeah. confusing. Is that Empire out? I saw I saw um, all yeah. eight covers or I think whatever. it came out on the 26th. Okay. Uh, this sentence from Empire refers to Maz Kanata. It says, she has been a smuggler. I've got a question for you. This- listen to this closely. She has been a smuggler for a long time and has been running this watering hole for a thousand years hmm. she is the sort of barkeep you go to for help i thought jj said that she'd been running the barkeep for a hundred years she's been alive for a thousand yeah. years but she'd only been running the barkeep for a hundred years hmm. that's okay. interesting that's i would trust I jj more than i trust the empire magazine yeah, i but i'm saying i would trust jj too but do you trust me to remember what jj said right. i think you're right on what jj said though i yeah. think i remember the same right yeah, I don't I, know. The bar was only like a hundred years or so, right? Yeah, I thought that, that she'd been running the bar for like a hundred years. She'd been alive for a thousand, right? Yeah, it makes no sense that she she'd been running the bar since yeah. she was like one years old or yeah. one year old or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I trust JJ. Yeah, me too. I trust your memory too. I think yeah. you're correct. I think I am right. It would make more sense, right? You know, to the story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, geez, there's not... no point in her being running the fucking mm-hmm. bar for a thousand years. <laughs> it's a good bar. Yeah, it must be a great fucking bar. <laughs> I, you know what's good? I, I want you guys both, Jay. If you need to fucking listen to, the, if you want to hear the Basin Natal fucking audible thing, let me know. I'll oh yeah, up. for sure. Because like. We know nothing about any of these characters coming into the Star Wars The Force Awakens except for, like, the legend characters. Mm -hmm. The fucking, you know, um, you know, Leia, Luke, and Han. Yeah. But, man, I I really feel like even though Bayzine Natal's only going to get fucking, like, probably just, like, screen time, just, like, she's probably not even going to get any, like, words. Like an Aurora sing from episode one or whatever. I just feel like I know... I've like connected with that character. Like I, I would love for Marvel to make a comic book about Bazine. This the short story was so damn good. Wow. God damn it, it was a good it was really good. Yeah, Joe definitely hit me or Brian up. Audible's really easy about I loan my Audible books to all all kinds I, of friends. It's, yeah. I yeah. can't I have to. I have to listen. You can to download the app and I've just got log Aftermath in. and I've got a new dawn on mine. Yeah. So Yeah, I've got them both too. God damn. Uh, that, I, I actually just finished up the last two chapters on the way here to the show. Uh-huh. And like, I'm just like listening and I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? It's so good. A new dawn's the Kanan book, right? Yeah, it's, uh, Kanan and, uh, Hera. Mm. So it's how Kanan and Hera from, uh, um, yeah. Rebels, how they met. Right. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, I need to hear that too. I started it and it started off with like Obi-Wan Kenobi and mm, shit. Do you think they get romantically involved? I don't. No. Not, not in this, no. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. That's something that I keep thinking Kanan about. Kanan and Hera? Yeah. I thought they were romantically involved. I don't know, man. I uh, I haven't gotten that from I don't show. know if that's like the conclusion of Rebels, but I kind of feel like that's part of the story. Part of me thinks that like, they all have to die. It's that or that. It's two or both, mm-hmm. or both. 
Yeah. Mm. I don't know, but I feel like that's part of it. Speaking of Rebels, we've had two episodes since we had our last, uh, since our last podcast. Yeah. Finally got our Sabine episode. Got our Sabine episode. What did you think about the Sabine episode? I enjoyed the shit out of the Sabine episode. Blood Sisters was the episode. Blood Sisters. So good. It was great. Um, yeah, it was great to see and and to hear some things about her past that weren't revealed. What I didn't understand about it though is they talked about how like, uh, you know, Sabine was a, uh, bounty hunter. Yeah. And how she had such, uh, what was her name? Tetsuo? Tetsuo something. (laughs) Tetsuo. Yeah, how how she had like how they had all this fucking past and history as been bounty little. hunters. Yeah, she's been really young. She's like fifteen or sixteen now, and it's like they're acting like they've had all this history and all this past. And I'm thinking, like, how old was she? Fucking nine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. they're doing this shit. I mean, okay, that's weird. I'll, I guess I'll buy it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you know, I guess Boba Fett started young. <clears throat> yeah, Boba Fett did start young, and I guess I, I think it's, right. I think it's a Mandalorian tradition, much sure. like you know, like the three hundred soldiers, mm-hmm. same kind of thing. They start yeah. young, so yeah. cool episode. Um, Let's move on to the next. The episode, next episode, though. holy shit! Can I say one thing? Yeah, this is my favorite episode <laughs> yeah. of the entire series. This episode was fantastic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> It's a uh, yeah. Rex and Kanan episode. Yeah. Oh, I love Rex. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about this episode is we are introduced to something called Gravity Wells. Yeah. Jay, Gravity Wells, do you think that we might see this in other Star Wars? I mean, Gravity Wells, do you think that this is something that they're, they're bringing up on uh, Rebels that we might see in The Force Awakens or yeah. like in a future movie? Yeah, why would they bring it up otherwise? Right. This is a new weapon. Yeah. Like a, an incredibly powerful new weapon. You want to hear what Gravity Wells are, Jake? Yes. Gravity Wells, basically, when you have a spaceship that goes into hyperdrive, mm-hmm. a gravity well is powerful enough to pull you out of hyperdrive. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so you're fucked. I'd never heard of this before. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's crazy. And it is a weapon that works. And so um, I, I just want to know if like we're going to see this in like future... Like what Star power is a gravity well? Is it like on a Star Destroyer? Yeah. It's on a Star Destroyer. Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking cool. This is the best episode I've ever seen in Rebels. This though. episode was incredible, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it reminded me of the fucking movies. Like more exactly. than any of the other episodes. When they're shooting stormtroopers and corridors and hallways. Yeah. And, and it, it was the best episode I've ever seen in Rebels. It was great. I'm excited. And Rex and Kanan and like their relationship. Like I'm going to go back for my friend. And everybody's like, you just called him your friend. Yeah. Aww. And I'm just like, wow. I love yeah. those two. It's yeah. fantastic. Man. Even, even the animation felt upped in this. I yeah. don't know if it was just me, but I was like, yeah. man, this looks almost realistic. And then we saw the, previews. I hear you there, Jay. On the episode where with Rex and the AT-ATs. Yeah. There were shots in that where I was like, this almost looks like it's real fucking film. Uh-huh. Shots. I was blown yeah. away by it. Yeah. Yeah. It gets better every time, but like this was the pinnacle episode of it Star was Wars. The best Rebels. episode I've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was uh it was Kanan and Rex. Yeah. And it was like it you know, he had a little bit of Ezra. Some cool Ezra scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've only had one shit episode this season, and that was like the first introduction to uh Seventh Sister and Fifth Yeah, Brothers. man, really, seriously. And guess what we're going back to next week? Mm. Fifth brother, seventh sister. Yeah. What'd you hate so, about that? 
the fifth brother. Mm. Seventh sister was good. Mm-hmm. The fifth brother was the dopiest motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I agree. I saw this episode. Yeah. How was he an inquisitor? You know, it was that was the last episode I saw. Yeah, he was the dopiest dumb motherfucker I've ever seen. Yeah, and it was like. What the fuck were they thinking? He, like, let him escape, basically, yeah. with his dopiness. He was an idiot. Yeah. He was a big idiot. And, like, the character design was one of the early character designs of Kylo Ren. They all are, from what I've heard. Yeah. All the Inquisitors hmm. borrow from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, what's, what's funny is, like, um, I think it's funny, like, when you look at the concept art for The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. like, some of the concept art, they used, the, like, Vader in yeah. the concept art, and people were like, oh, Vader's going to show up in this movie, and that was, like, a big rumor. No, they just use certain characters as placeholders until they get the final design. Yeah, it makes sense. So, chill the fuck out. Vader's not going to be in Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... But yeah, that was it's the worst episode all season. It is. Like yeah. like once you get past that episode, it's like smooth sailing after that cuz everything else is phenomenal. Yeah, for that's sure. awesome. There's moments in that show where I just literally get the chills. Yeah. Of ex- like the same chills I get from watching the Star Wars movies. Yep. Yep. Just so much exhilaration and excitement. And I just watched Empire today. Yeah. I was just I'm just like I'm I've got like a Star Wars fever. And I was yeah. just like fuck it, I'm watching Star Wars. I'm watching Empire. There you go. So and I watched, sure. I watched, uh, fucking Jedi like last week. So. Yeah. I've been doing the same thing. Just watching, I've watched Jedi like seven times yeah. in the last month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You want it to end so you stop giving a fuck so much about it, you yeah. know? <laughs> this is our show. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta drive home. Yeah. True story. Fuck off, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> That's funny. What are we doing next week? Anything next week? Uh, how many how many episodes do we have before a Force Awakens episode? I don't even know. Do the math, Jake. Let me look at my, <laughs> let me look at my calendar. You do the math. Fucking, uh, fucking, what was your name? Fucking uh, Benedict uh, Number Crunch? Or Back it up, fuck? Number Crunch. Back it up, Number Crunch. Do the Number Crunch. Two here. more episodes before we've seen Force Awakens. Man, that's not too far we'll away. A, we'll do so, an episode on the 6th and an episode on the 13th. And any episode after that, we'll have seen it. We'll have Dan West here. Yeah. Yep. He, he ain't listening to this because he's, he's a spoiler pussy. Dan West is a spoiler pussy. Like, as soon as he starts talking about second, fucking Star Wars, his ass is turning the shit off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler pussy. Because he's British. Oh, yeah. That's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Jay. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> is, is Crispin Glover in that? Uh, you just got to rub it in that you're the big winner. <laughs> you know, one, one, of, one, one of these fucking games, I'm going to fucking give Jay all the answers first. <laughs> just, just so I can win. I'll, just, I'll still win. Just, just <laughs> I'll be like Creed. Yeah. You'll be like Rocky. Yeah. Give me the answers. I am. I hear you, Brian. I'm going to hook you up, man. <laughs> I'll know what happened. All right, guys, you you guys ready to end this so I can go home? Yeah, yeah, I'm hungry. All right, just like all good lefters, the leftovers say on their doggy bags, uh, do some manscaping down there. You look, <laughs> you look like a fucking like a jungle, fucking like a jungle forest and shit. I don't know if I want to eat at a restaurant that's advertising manscaping. <laughs> 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 that's yeah. the last time I go there. You, you might get our sous chef's fucking pubes in your fucking entree. You might get a spoiler pussy too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like pubes in your entree? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Fuck off. We'll yeah. See you next week. Suck it or fuck it. Yeah. Suck it or fuck it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. 
You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a Womp-Rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Gonna toss it, gonna taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's race it Can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture carryover Counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are original and good